We are recording. Hey guys, you're watching Painkiller already. One thirty-seven. I'm here with Woody. It's Francis. Hi guys. All right. All right. <laughs> the, the fabled episode one thirty-seven that uh, it finally happened. It's, it's yeah. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Shit could still go wrong. It could. It could. I, so... You guys are really counting those eggs before they hatch. Oh, no. I mean, we are. I we rec- started a show, but that does not mean we finished one. We recorded an outstanding painkiller already, 137. It was amazing. Like, Wing shed a tear. Actor from Arrested Development was on here. Mm-hmm. We had, like, I did a sit-up challenge. And, like, all sorts of amazing stuff happened. And it didn't record properly. So I'm recording with XSplit again with a backup of OBS. And hopefully one of them works. <laughs> yeah. Your hard drives get corrupted now after this, too. <laughs> yeah, the whole hard drive. I don't time. even say that. Yeah, right, don't so even. Hopefully... Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Hey, exactly. exactly. Woody, don't worry. The NSA's got a copy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get it from them. <laughs> That's there a good point. Go. All right, so you guys all know Lefty, Wings of Redemption, FPS Kyle, yeah, our special guest Boogie. Boogie, <laughs> and, and been, me. Who's this Francis? You've been doing the whole damn time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so so Boogie has a YouTube channel that, by the way, is exploding right now. I, I don't know that E three coverage, man. People love to hate, hate the uh, new Xbox, don't they? They do. Oh, they do. I, I, I was really talking do. about that a lot this show. Oh yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, oh, and then he has a character that he does called Francis, so you'll see him pop in and out of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt. I want to look, look look good for you guys. You want to get real mad and break your stuff? <laughs> Kyle, did you want to talk about Rock On One M One, our sponsor? Yes, Painkiller Already, episode 137, is finally brought to you by that gentleman. How do you spell the last uh, the last part of his name? It's so Rock it's, On. It's rock On and then the number one, the letter M and the number one. Get it? Like yeah. One M, one M. Lefty one M. helped him out with his branding about six months ago. And he's been <laughs> rocking did. along pretty yeah. well ever since. Um, he does some pretty cool stuff, like he'll play scary games and he'll put a, uh, a heart rate... Um, monitor on himself so you can watch his heart rate as he plays the game so you know an he's not electrocardiogram so you yeah, know he's not yeah. faking his excitement where did he get an electrocardiogram i think you can buy them at like fitness stores and yeah but they're like oh is eBay. it something simple that doesn't look too expensive like, ah and a random stalker has appeared in wings realm <laughs> <laughs> so you breathe all right you're breathing like a, a damn stuffed pig i can hear him i can hear him over here <laughs> breathing right now you are. I don't know what you're talking about, guys. I think his breathing's just fine. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to see some cool, uh, some cool stuff, go over to that guy's channel. Subscribe to him if you enjoy his videos, because that's uh, you know, it's nice when somebody does something a little bit different than everybody yeah, else. I actually Somebody's checked out his do. channel. He does COD. He does Battlefield Four. He only does HD stuff. He's got high quality audio, video, and uh, he knocks it out. I think you guys will like what you see over there. And mm-hmm. but when this video goes out, I'm. Pretty sure he's gonna be at like a dinner party. I think he got his phone set so when he gets a subscriber, it rings. Let's embarrass him. There you go. Yeah, blow up his phone. <laughs> blow up his phone. And actually, I actually just while we were getting started there, I started watching his um, Day of the Tentacle gameplay. It's actually pretty good. I remember that game. I played that game when it was new because that's how old I am. I don't know how old you people are, but I'm old. Oh, get on my level. Come on now, right? <laughs> how, old, how old are you, Boogie? I turned 39 this year, and then crazy. 30, goddamn yeah, nine. I remember yeah, wow. 39. Yeah. You just gave me faith. I can get off my diet now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, Wings. No. No. Now I had a doctor tell me, he's like, you're not going to make it to, to 30 if you keep eating the way you're doing. I was like, 
time to hit the buffets, I guess, you know. I mean, I'm going to be dead by 30. Yeah, I enjoy go as many cravings as I can. Hmm. Um, then they told me I wouldn't make it to 35. Then they told me they wouldn't make it to 40. I'm dieting now, so let's see if I can make it all the way to 50. How is the diet going? Um, shitty. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, my girlfriend's birthday came up, and I was doing that low-carb ketogenic diet. Right. And I did it for about six months. I lost 67 pounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, then my her mother came to visit, and we went off the diet. We were off of it for about a month, and in that month, I put on about 17. Uh, so mm-hmm. now I'm weighing at about 517. But it's down from 567. I'm still really proud. How tall and, are you? Uh, I am uh, 5'9". Okay. So it's a lot of weight, you know. I'm a yeah, that's short a heavy five nine, right? Uh, but uh, I got my blood work going on next week at the doctor. He's going to see how much damage I've done going back off. But I'm already back on. I've been back on for about a week, and I'm doing really good. I'm really Boogie. happy about it. I, I got a challenge. Yeah, I weigh about a hundred pounds less than you. Oh yeah. I think I still have a bigger belly. You? I don't know. Well, how many inches are you weighing? I'm at about seventy eight inches. I I wear a fifty eight in pants. I got you. I got you so beat, dude. We should do a belly off. <laughs> well, let's Go get do a belly off. I I don't have anything to measure with. We don't have I, to measure. We just have to show. Oh yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. Let's do it. There, there's, there's now going to be a belly off. There's <laughs> <laughs> a belly off on PK. Oh no. 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 Oh no. Oh no. Oh god. Oh. Oh, Francis. oh shit! No, man! Oh, oh no, no, no! Be sure to subscribe to Rock oil. On at one M one. By the way, was there a clear winner? I think Boogie might have had him. Yeah, yeah, Boogie had him. Yeah, I'm truly an abomination! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> How about another challenge? You two, you two challenge each other to a diet and see who can stick to it the longest. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> Wings, I saw you doing sit-ups today in I your video, dude, which was an awesome video. I didn't I do, catch I his video nothing. right away, and Joe Lozon hits my cell phone saying he's excited about you doing sit-ups. Yeah, dude, what I've been having my doing is, like, I'm very bad at keeping to a diet. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the worst people in the world, but... I love food. Every time I'm stressed out, every time I have a problem, I go to large pizzas, hamburgers, milkshakes. These are what I love and enjoy. I really love eating. I never want to stop eating. I hear But you. I have to stop eating if I want to see 60. <laughs> hey, Wiggs, I want to tell you something, man. And I, I, one of the reasons I wanted to be on here this week is because I have a lot of information. I've studied for the past six months, nutrition and dieting, exercise, all the new research has come out. I... I know more than most nutritionists know. And I can tell you that I have a food addiction. Like, I can't stop eating um, until I tried a low-carb diet. Not like the crazy Atkins bullshit, but just cutting out, like, sugar and oh, bread. Oh, I know what you mean. I, I, the difference it made, like, there would be days that I would forget about food. You know, even, the, though, um, that's, even though it's an emotional thing. That's what my dietitian you know? put me on. My dietitian yeah. put me on the low-carb diet, and it worked. But you miss bread. You do. I you really eventually do. get to the point you miss bread. Like I really I, do. You, like you look at you look at a hamburger and be like Oh, and you're supposed to you're supposed to go to Wendy's, you're supposed to get the burger with no ketchup and then throw away the bun. It's so hard to do, you know? Yeah, like eat the lettuce and the patty. Yeah. But look, man, if you ever want to talk, I'm here for you. I've I tried to get a hold of you on Twitter. I would love to get you on my Skype. I would love to be able to talk to you day one on one anytime. But like, I'm here for you. You're here for me. Let's chill. So what That's I did what basically saying. to try to remedy my food addiction is 
I go to the store on Sunday. Yeah. I buy seven days worth of food. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend comes over on Sunday night and cooks all seven days worth and puts them in refrigerator with containers that are dated when I'm supposed to eat them. Oh, nice. And I try to stay on that. How's it working? I, one week so far. Well, tomorrow, two days from now, will be one week. The first that's week to be over with. That's awesome, dude. You made it a week. You made it a lot further than I a lot made it a week there. yet. Don't give me that. Well, I'll tell you, one of, my, one of the biggest philosophies I ever was ever taught by a therapist, he said that, uh, and my nutritionist agrees too, it's a war, man. Your life is a war, and every meal is a battle, and you don't have to win every battle. You know, you're going to screw up from time to time, but each meal that you can make a better decision, you're doing you're doing better for yourself, man. It, it sounds like you're trying. Like, I'm proud of you. It's I'm hard. I, you, you know where I'm coming from, right? I know you, exactly you ever, where you You ever get in your car and you're like, I'm going to go get some food that's going to be good for me. And you yeah. get there yeah. and you look at the pizza. You look at there. It's like, oh, Lord, this salad looks like I don't want to eat this motherfucker. I want this. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. I shit you not. I have sat in my girlfriend's car in the middle of the night going to McDonald's, get one of them Cinemelts. You ever have them Cinemelts? Man, <laughs> I get one of them Cinemelts, and I'm eating it in the fucking parking lot because I don't want to bring it home so she knows I'm fucking eating it. Oh, I've and done I'm, that. I've, I've been eating So you're like a crack fiend yeah, for, yeah. for McDonald's. And I've, I've done that say, too. Like, I'm like My girlfriend hates it when I eat bad because she wants to cook healthy for me. Like I'll yeah. go get like a McDonald's sandwich and eat it in the parking lot before I get to her house. And now throw the bag away at the at the tra- at the uh, yep. local gas station, and then go there and then eat her salad. Does but you the don't... other side of it hit you guys? Like, if I have something bad, right? Like, like, like one thing I, I did, you know, a month ago or something. I had Cheez Its as I went to bed, right? So I was hungry. I had Cheez Its, and I sort of fell asleep with the box on me. And then the next morning, I wake up with guilt. Like, it's a real issue. I'm like, God, you know, that's that's not who you aspire to be, Woody. You know, it, you shouldn't be eating yourself to sleep. What the hell's that all about? No, that's, right? that leads in exactly what I was trying to say. Like, I know what it's like to be eating a meal, not wanting to eat it, but also feeling the need to eat it and cry while I'm eating it. Just yeah. fucking ball my, like, I don't want to be eating this. See, so Woody, where you felt guilt by eating the Cheez-Its, I would have never fell asleep with the Cheez-Its. I'd be like, I wish I had something better than these Cheez-Its. Yeah, I would have finished the cheese. It would be like a like a transition food yeah. to something I really wanted to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, does that not like you know the reason that yeah. I'm not falling asleep with cheese? It's on a daily basis. Is that I feel bad about it? Like I, I know the you, the, you the hangover that comes. Yeah, of course with you it. feel bad about it. You still yeah, do it. I've cried many a days because I feel yeah. bad about what I how I eat and what I eat. Yeah, and I'm mean, sitting there and after I eat it, I sit there filled with regret. I'm like, I shouldn't have ate that. Like, what I think a lot of people don't really understand is that if you see somebody who's like 50 pounds overweight, 75 pounds overweight, 100 pounds overweight, these people are able to make a decision, and they're making bad decisions, okay? If you see somebody that's 200 pounds overweight, 300 pounds overweight, 400 pounds overweight, that dude's not making decisions anymore. That's a compulsion for that guy. He is fighting a demon every time he makes a food choice, and it's not easy for that guy. That guy's got something that's making him eat. And uh, it's really surprising. Um, the very first time I ever got that demon to shut up was after about a month after eating uh, low-carb. You can't you ever really get rid of it. Like, look at no, Oprah, for example. No. Oprah has billions of dollars with yeah. a B. Yep. And she has anybody she can, money can buy to help her diet. She loses weight, gains it, loses weight, gains it. She can be as little as she can possibly be, and she'll gain it all back. And it's like, is this where I'm going to be? Am I going to be fighting this food demon my whole life? 
You are. I'm, I'm going to tell you right here, right now. You probably are. It's always going to be in the back of your head saying, I want to eat. But the reality of it is you will learn the same way you learned when you were a kid to brush your teeth, to comb your hair, do whatever it is you do on a daily basis. You will eventually learn, as I'm learning now, the skill to ignore it and say no. And occasionally it's going to give in. Okay, Every skinny person in this world has a cupcake every once in a while. You're going to have a cupcake again too. But you're going to learn how to say no more often than yes and the weight will slowly come off when you do. It's just a matter of practicing every day. It's exposure therapy. You try, you try, you try, you try. And every night you don't cry yourself to sleep while finishing off that box of Cheez-Its, that's a victory. You know what I'm saying? I use Great sleep are actually my, my main weapons. Like when I'm hungry and it's late, I'm like, if I just go ahead and go to sleep, that's eight, eight more hours I don't have to eat. Yep, exactly. I, actually, I think about it. I think about sleep is like eight hours. I'm not going to be wanting, wanting. Elvis Presley. Speaking of rich people who are having weight issues. By the way, number one, if I was Oprah, I would hire some dude or probably some hot chick to just stand in the room and every time I picked up food, just slap me in the face and just be like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm going to eat these cheeses." No, that, no, you fat fucker. I would actually get violent. I would like yeah. if somebody kept slapping me out. Even if it was a girl, I'd probably end up hitting her to eat that sandwich. I know a guy who'll do that for a reasonable price, and you oh, can't that's... take him. Get him over here. <laughs> was that the guy you were talking to? Yeah, with, I, I bet you fighter. I could take Joe Lozon. What would happen is he'd eventually need to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> There's this thing that human beings need. It's called sleep. And He'll I'll, wake up handcuffed would, to the I radiator. Up, he would wake up tied up to the bed. Now I'd have a hamburger in my hands. <laughs> like a uh, handcuffed to a radiator. And you're there like misery with a sledgehammer on his ankles. All right, bitch. The cheeseburger in your mouth. <laughs> Elvis oh, training to do shit when you're sleeping, huh, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, Elvis Presley's eating disorder was so bad that he hired a doctor to put him in a medically induced coma for two weeks so that he could not eat anything during that two weeks, and he would live exclusively off the glucose they were pumping in his veins in the hopes to shrink his stomach, make him not as hungry as he always was, um, and lose weight during the process. They actually came out of it in starvation mode, so his body stored all the calories. His m- bones and his muscles had atrophied a little bit, and he was absolutely lividly starving. He ate more than he ever did. And he said after he woke up from that, he continued to eat more than he ever had, and it was the biggest mistake he ever made in his life. But I used to use sleep as the exact same way. I was like, well, if I just sleep the next 14 hours, at least I won't eat anything. That'll be fun. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a demon, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's you know. I mean, sometimes so what you're you know, saying, Boogie, is is perhaps for uh, maybe I don't know, maybe YouTube commenters or something. Is that it's not because I'm sure people see it. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure we're going to see it. It's not just a matter of simply saying have self control because anybody you, can tell anybody to say health control. Yeah, for, for you it might be. You know, I mean, for you I it might be. I have self control. Like I don't need to speed. Like I can let people pass me on the road, and I don't feel the desire to need to pass them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't I don't need to steal. I don't have to steal from a store. I have control to tell myself I don't want to steal. I don't I can tell myself I don't need this video game. I can put this video game back. But when it comes to food, all that goes out the window. Mm-hmm. I would crawl through a mile of broken glass just to lick a dirty spoon that was used to make chocolate chip cookies. Oh yeah. I shit you not. Hmm. And another thing is I don't know Francis, but I'm hypoglycemic. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Well, what it is is I've eaten so much sugar in my life, like mm-hmm. cookies, candies, you know, carbohydrates, that my body doesn't make, um, I think, glucose like it should, mm-hmm. and it relies strictly on an outside source to give me the sugar that I need. 
So what happens is if I don't take in carbohydrates or like stuff like oranges or orange juice, something with natural sugars, I will get shaky and I could fall into a diabetic coma. Mm -hmm. And it is the precursor to uh, type 2 diabetes. Yeah. So you continue down the path you're going, um, you will end up with type 2 diabetes. It, it almost looks like an alcoholic shake. You ever seen an alcoholic yeah. just shake after you yeah. hadn't had a beer? Mm-hmm. Fat guys get that way too. Yeah. Mm. Um, fortunately for me, uh, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes about three years ago, and uh, I was on medicine for my type 2 diabetes. Uh, with six months on low carb, I reversed it. Uh, my body's currently uh, processing insulin correctly and not producing too much of it, and everything is kosher as long as I'm eating low carb. So, yay! Yeah, that is cool. That's yeah, a that big win. Um, but uh, it's a slow going, I think, and I, I, I know we got uh, people got to be getting bored of this topic. I hope. I, hope I don't think so. Bit. I think they're captivated um, by it. I am. I uh, response to Wings' video. Everybody loves this stuff. This okay. is this well. Is, I'm gonna do it again. I don't know if I can do 20 again. Like right now, my abs are so sore. They're sore sitting here, like good. upright. But I will remind you. Um, and I didn't do it for working out. Let me go and put. I'm sorry, cutting you off. No, no, no. A lot of people in the video are like, "Oh, this ain't gonna help you." I did it because I wanted to see if I could do it. Good. I um, didn't. I didn't do it for any other means to see if I could how many sit-ups I could do. I will tell you right here, right now, that my nutritionist would tell you if you're in the room with her that um, 90% of weight loss at your current weight is diet. The other yeah. 10% is exercise. You want to build your muscle mass so that your uh, uh, basic metal body rate is higher, and you want to get some cardio so you can burn a few extra calories. But at the end of the day, if you worked out for three hours in a day, you're not going to work off a single Big Mac. You know. It's yeah. all about what you eat and what you don't eat. It's 90% of it. So, um, well, God, my, my, your size, we're burning 6,000 calories breathing. I burn, my basic metabolic rate is 4,200 calories. Yours, if I had to guess based on what I know about what do you weigh and how tall are you? I'm about uh, six foot one, six foot, six foot one, about yeah. 440 pounds. Okay, and you're about uh, 26, 27, the mid, late 20s? Yeah, I'm 27 years old, yeah. Okay, so you're probably, if I had to guess, Somebody plug it into the calculator, but I bet it's about 3,800, 3, right, is where you're at right now. Yeah. Get on his level. That's what it would take to keep my body weight. <laughs> yep. Just day. in your – that's if you don't exercise, if you don't swim, if you don't go for a walk, you don't do exercise. That's just what it takes for you to be alive. So if I didn't eat the day, I would lose a pound. Uh, you could theoretically learn uh, burn a pound of fat. Your yeah. body has ways of compensating, and one of the very first things it will burn when you're not getting enough calories is muscle. Because muscle is like a, a constant vampire drain on the number of calories you have in your body. So the problem is with starvation diets is you you destroy muscle first. That's why exercise is so important on The Biggest Loser because these guys have to continue to create that muscle or else all they'll do is eat that muscle mm-hmm. because they're eating 1,200 calories a day, which is almost impossible for a guy your, your size. My oh, size. I know. it's. I've done it a couple times. If I go half a day without eating, I get headaches. I get irritable. I get cranky. Yeah. I get I get very emotional. Like you see me like go on Twitter. There's a good chance I've been I've been starving myself, and yeah. I get really emotional on Twitter. Yep, and I've I've seen your tweets, man, and I I follow you, man, and I feel you every time. And every time I've seen you down, every time I've seen you hurt, and I want you to know I've been exactly there. I know exactly where you're at, and my heart reaches out for you. And I've tried to reach out to you on Twitter. I want you to have my number. I want you to have my Skype. I want to be able to talk to you, man. Anybody here will tell you that. Well, whenever you need me, whenever you want me, you just want to shoot the shit. I'm there for you, dude. I've gone through exactly every step. Great. How hard am I to get a hold of? 
Yeah. Why I show up at your house? He just shows up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, give me your dress, bitch. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> Well, that's good. Good luck to both of you. Keep it up. Yeah. Do we need a new topic? Let's sure. talk about the Xbox. Let's, let's talk about the Xbox One. I. All right. Let's do that. I. Who wants to kick off? Oh, let's kick off with me. Woody. Let's get Woody's going to. Oh, you're yeah. the obvious fanboy in the room. So let's all go right. The I'm glad you said that. <laughs> no, he's not. Wings. I watched Woody's video, and please, Woody, please. Uh, Set Woody, him straight. Woody, I want to be entirely honest with you. I watched the um, your like uh, video today. Uh-huh. That you uploaded talking about this PKA, and this is my impression of you during that video. Are you ready? Oh, oh, <laughs> you couldn't be more of a Xbox fanboy. I was shocked shitless. Okay, so um, it's funny that you said that, and that came off that way. I've been called a PS4 fanboy. I've been called an Xbox oh, that's fanboy. Awesome, yeah. Um, so I think I'm doing it about right, you know, since everyone seems to hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am not a fanboy at all in my own head, like not even in the slightest. I'm sure there's Good. people out there saying that, that I am. This generation, I prefer the Xbox, right? In, in the Xbox and PS4, the 360 versus the, the, I mean the, the, the PS3. In this generation, I thought the Xbox was better for me. Without going into it, a lot of the stuff was like YouTube commentator specific. But I thought it played better. And the exclusives it had, a lot of it being just the COD title, you know, getting it early, was a big deal to me. So this gen, I'm all about the Xbox. Next gen, you know, my door is open. I'm watching these things. But I feel like everybody is loving the PS4 and forgiving its sins kind of without thinking it through. And... It, like in my own mind, I'm the only guy thinking this all the way through. Like in that video you talked about, I said, "Look, the Xbox is a hundred dollars more." I talked to Microsoft employees and said, "What are you going to do about this? You know, you're significantly more expensive." And he said, "Let's wait. Let's wait and see what kind of bundles roll out." And his implication was, the Xbox was going to come with a bunch of games, and the PS4 was going to come with a bunch of like free to plays or something like that. And I thought, if, that, oh. if, if that's the case, that's a step, one small step, on about. 12 they need to make okay to, to win back my love just, to, just to <laughs> so the um uh what else oh the use game thing right so mm-hmm. there are already like online multiplayer fees even in the current gen consoles ps3 and um, xbox 360 and the first party games what first party means is like microsoft was directly behind the development or sony was directly behind the development in both systems there will not be any like problems with sharing or passing it around or selling it used because they can control that but for third party games ones that like activision makes who isn't you know working with microsoft they have the ability to charge like an online multiplayer fee just like they did before or charge for used games and that happens to both the xbox one and the ps4 it seems but, like the world's reaction is Xbox One is bad for that, PS4 is forgived. Um, I, I, I had the source looked up, but I was, I was going to give it to you. But uh, take my word, on a Wednesday, a Sony representative wanted to further clarify their used game policy by saying they would not support or allow uh, online passes in the next generation. That's so, interesting, because they allow it in this yeah, one. I know. So and I, it's funny, because when I opened my copy of Last of Us... Right there, very first thing, sheet of paper, all nine multiplayer pass. And I'm like, oh, dude, it's so disappointing, you know? So it looks like they're doing something pretty clever there, Sony is, and yeah. finding the consumer outrage and leveraging it to mm-hmm. get people to be PlayStation fans, which is not evil, it's smart. You know, that, <laughs> That's good business policy right there. They're doing it right. 
I kind of want to wait and see if that evolves again because it's evolved a couple times already. I like what you said um, in that video, if you don't mind me quoting you to your face. You said that it's the end of the first round, and yeah, they won the first round, but it's only the first round. And uh, I was reading a transcript from a uh, Microsoft, supposed Microsoft engineer on mm-hmm. um, uh, 4chan, and he said that I've seen the, the reality of it is until they're in homes, that's when the fight begins. That's how they see it. And that is true. Once your friend up the street has an Xbox One, your chances of forgetting all of this and wanting an Xbox One, really high. I, when think, your he's, friend... I think he's half right. I'm sorry to interrupt. I yeah. think that... After one month of going live, there's going to be sales numbers published. Yeah. And if, let's say, the PlayStation outsells the Xbox two to one or vice versa, right. whoever wins that first month is probably going to win the second month. You know, one system's going to be declared hot and the other system's going to be declared not. And that will happen before Christmas. Yep. Do you right? think the publicity is going to affect any of that? Like, I, I've heard somewhere that the PlayStation will come out to the 31st of December. That has to hurt it. Well, that's that would hurt it a lot. <laughs> that's supposed to be a placeholder uh, mark. Yeah. Watch Dogs is for sale for the PlayStation 3 on the same release date of November 21st as the Xboxes. So the PlayStation theoretically has to ship before that or on that date. Battlefield people 4 are... is October 29th, which is wow. another rumored date out there for when... But like Ghost is going to be playable on both consoles. Why couldn't yeah. like Battlefield 4... Uh, one of the things that I want to say, for the record, when it comes to this Xbox-Sony thing, w- w- I, keeping in mind what uh, that engineer said, Microsoft was not expecting to ship a lot of boxes. You know why we know this is because, number one, um, they pushed out a new version of the 360. They know they're not going to sell a lot of Xboxes. Let's sell some more 360s. Secondly, they only released it in 21 markets as opposed to uh, Sony's a uh, completely unlocked device that you can use anywhere. One of the more interesting facts about the Xbox One is that there is no Polish re- release. The guys who made Witcher 3 can never play it on the Xbox One in their country. Even if they import one, it will check the IP address, the fact they're in Poland, and not work because it's in Poland. So they weren't what? expecting to have a... They're not expecting to win year one. They're expecting to win year two, maybe. Or year three, or year four, definitely. Are they expecting to win the living room, though? They're, they're oh, wait, 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 wait. We're, we're skipping over this. What, what's their beef with Poland? Uh, it's just <laughs> that they picked. They picked. <laughs> I, I don't know. They picked. You just told of, me that one of the world's largest corporations makes it so that you can't use their product in a country. Out of it, the, all it, the what different, what it is is, is Nazi, uh, Nazi scientists, Kyle. That's the but, wars, the- but Poland is the doormat of Europe. They're in both wars. They're just like, whatever, come on in, bitches. We give up. Lefty, not everyone views them like you do. I know, man. <laughs> you got that blitzkrieg look in your eyes. I got a little scared. I got a little scared. You look like but Russia you're ready didn't have to, to do anything. Fucking... They called up Russia. They were like, hey, what's this USSR thing? Can we be a part of it? Yeah, come on in. Yeah, you Get got in here. Look in his eyes. It's scary. Yeah, I see it. I see it. He's got He wants to be in a tiger tank just crushing through a village somewhere right now. now it, panzer. I'm a panzer too, man, myself. <laughs> well. It is interesting they're missing Poland. I don't know how big a market Poland is for gaming. Yeah, that's exactly like, it. You know, when Very I hear small. they're in the 21 largest markets, I think, oh, that could be 99% of the market. Yeah, know, exactly. You know? uh, I don't think that's proof that that's Xbox point. doesn't plan to sell much. I don't think – what I'm saying is I think that 
The Sony strategy right now is get the biggest market share year one as we can get. Let's just push it out the door. Let's, I don't even know what their software looks like. I don't even know what their dashboard's going to look like. I don't know if they have party chat. I don't know. I, there's so much I don't know about the PlayStation 4 that I wish I did. I know everything there is about the Xbox One, including all the negative stuff. All How the many teraflops does the GPU put out? Right, yeah. You know. on, on the Xbox, uh, is it 1.2 something? Like a, I, I am. Hell if I know, actually. I, I guess they I don't like know that. billion transistors, though. Oh, yeah. Look uh, somebody give me a bottom line on that. I don't know. Like, I'm so hung up on that number because I've seen everything from two-thirds as fast as the PS4, like 95% as fast, which to me is, I'll call a tie, to hey, you know the, half as fast. Hey, you know, the good news is, though, Woody, they said they're going to have about 300,000 total servers at launch. That's really exciting because right. that means, uh, based on the pre-sale numbers, uh, you're going to have your own server. Maybe two. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm at, all I'm over that. Like um, this way, though, like with, the fact is when Xbox One has this many servers, when the next console comes out, are you think they're going to keep that many servers? No, they're going to slowly no. shut them off. And then when Xbox Two or whatever they want to call it comes out five, ten years down the line, you're going to have a chunk. Of, you're going to have a brick of electronics. I mean, Woody, like when you and I have something in common, I'm not. I'm not a fan of either console. I'm not a fan of either company. Mm -hmm. I'm not a Nintendo fan. I preferred in the last generation the PlayStation Three, and right now I prefer. Why do you prefer though, Francis? I'll tell you because I loved their exclusives. All the starting with Heavy Rain, moving to Last of Us, their exclusives are phenomenal. And I'm not a big console shooter, so that's not a big draw to me. What's mm -hmm. a big draw to me is storyline and emotion, and they yeah, but nail it. Like the God of War series had me cry and jump out of my chair and scream with triumph yeah, within an are, hour of each other. I, you know? I see a, a sl slight symbols of fanboyism here because, one, I started on the PlayStation. Like yeah. I, I waited a year on yeah. the Xbox 360. I bought the PlayStation 3 because I love my PlayStation 2 so much. Yeah, I'm like, I'm getting the PlayStation. And then after a while, I changed to the Xbox mainly for commentator reasons for the yeah. most part because there's better security. But I noticed other things that I actually enjoyed with the Xbox Gold versus the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show off my, my biggest one here, but this is what I want to talk about. Is like the, the X and B of, the play, of, the, of, of PlayStation is so slow. It is. It is really ungodly slow. slow. And it, yeah. it takes enjoyment out of games for me. And uh, I like to achievement hunt. Like, I love going from getting achievements and, like, one of the things that Xbox Live has that. Um, that's missing from PlayStation is it's impossible to play with my friends on the PlayStation. It's a pain in the ass. Party chat on Xbox Live is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It gives so much value to the uh, to the console. It, if if PlayStation Four does not adapt at least that model, it's I mean and, and there's a cultural difference too because the Xbox yeah. ship with the mic. There's sort of this expect like everybody has a mic. We yep. all know that everybody has a mic, and like Le Left for Dead, you talked about exclusives. To me, Left yep. for Dead was one of the coolest exclusives of the last generation. Oh, of course, not everyone will agree, but to me, Left for Dead was amazing. I loved it. Oh, okay, loved and, it. Uh, I mean, of course, I played it on PC. Because oh, at the oh. end of the day, now that's something you need to know about me. And if you don't know about me, um, since I have this powerful workstation, mm -hmm. um, uh, I want to be able to just seamlessly go from work to play. And that's that's my play. Uh, that's so, you know. Let me talk so, about Left 4 Dead. Yeah. In yeah, Left 4 Dead, if someone joined your group and didn't have a mic on the on the console, they would yeah. get kicked out. 
People were just oh, yeah. unwilling to play with no mic losers. It's like, this guy doesn't have a mic. And it was like an anger thing almost. Like, how dare you try to play this game without a mic? Left 4 Dead is a co-op game. It involves everyone working together, calling for help when you need it, calling out smokers when you see them. And, and it's like, like get the fuck out, you no mic piece of shit. They're like second-class people. Yeah, second-class <laughs> people. I and I liked them that it, way. But let's, let's throw it under the foot. That's oh, one hold game. on, I'm still going. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I, I feel like the extra... Xbox has way more of a culture of teamwork and communication or trash talk if it comes to that. Whereas the PS4, if someone talks on their mic, there's almost a hint of quit bugging me, what is this noise thing. And on the PC, my experience has been, unless you're like playing with friends that you set up in advance, if a stranger is talking in a PC game, it's almost like they're rude. Like, you know, how dare you interrupt my gaming session with your conversation. And Uh, I like the Xbox for that reason in the last gen. I'll absolutely give you that point. The, with between cross game party chat and uh, party chat in general, and the the uh, I mean, ninety percent of the time when you play your Xbox, you put your headphones on. I mean, it's absolutely it dominated social integration in the last chapter. Yep. Now, my first version of the Xbox didn't. You know, I bought a, a, a white arcade when they dropped, mm-hmm. and my second one didn't do it either. My Elite, and I haven't bought uh, one since then. Uh, but eventually they did patch that in and make it pretty sexy. I guess what year three, year four, and they've dominated that social integration. PlayStation had ignored it up till now, and if they ignore it in in, in the next generation. Um, I doubt they a will, lot of they people will. are going to be really I, mad. I think next gen, all the PS3 to PS4 upgraders are going to see that mic and just adopt it. I hope. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, really hope so. Yeah. I do like the headphone jack on the PlayStation 4 controller. I think that was a really smart decision. Uh, I like Is that. Is it just a, a normal jack? Yes, I guess it's just a normal jack. I don't know if it's set for headphones or not. If it is set for headphones, that's awesome. Have you seen? I hope the... they don't keep that. Uh, you got to plug the mic into your controller. <laughs> bullshit. But what oh, do yeah, you I want? I, I like the way I like the way the PlayStation does it. They do it. They do it Bluetooth. with Bluetooth. Yeah. PlayStation, there's no plugging the mic into the controller. You can actually like on on PlayStation, I can set my Yeti up as my microphone and my headset up as the game bo- up the sound. I can't the, do that on Xbox because i got to plug it into the controller. On the PlayStation, I use a USB cord to connect my mix amp to my PS3, oh. which is, I guess that's good. Hey, Woody, I have a confession for you. Oh? That I have not conf- I confessed it on Twitter, <laughs> and I'd like to confess it right here to our mutual fans if you want to hear it. I'm down. I want, I want to own an Xbox One. I absolutely 100% want to own one. I'll have both, without a doubt. Yeah, and, and, I, I want I want to have both. And let me explain, because uh, I know people are going to be upset. My mutual fans are going to be upset. I want one, but I can't buy one. And that's upsetting. I want to have the Wait TV Wait a features. minute. You got oh? YouTube money. <laughs> no, I, I saw it your stats. Your vid stats. You can it buy one a, for every room, you lying son of a bitch. <laughs> it, ain't a, it ain't a matter of money. It's a matter of principle. Uh-huh. And right now, as long as they continue to market in the way that they're marketing in such a negative way, mm-hmm. it's such a kind of like here's Wait, our in Xbox a negative way. Yeah, they're they're like for example, let's go with um, uh, Don Matrick. Is this Don Matrick? Yeah, His interview Matrick. in which he said, you know, uh, yeah, if you don't have online capabilities, if you don't have consistent online internet, good news, we have an offline device. Just go buy the Xbox 360. And then he went on to say. Um, uh, one guy, I was trying, I was reading the blogs to try to see who is most affected by this, and one guy said that he's on a nuclear submarine. I don't know what it means to be on a nuclear submarine. 
Um, but I imagine the Internet's not very good, so he should stick with the 360. And all I could think when I hear stuff like that is it enrages me because do you know what it means to be on a nuclear submarine, Woody? It means that you are in the armed services and you're acting as the first line of defense for the coasts of our country. And sometimes after a hard day of protecting our country, you want to play a little fucking Madden single player. I think you know? the nuclear submarine thing is pretty much a corner case, though. Like I think it most is. of the most of our it users is. are not but, on nuclear subs. But the right the right way to handle that is to say I was reading the blogs and I read about a soldier, an American uh, soldier in the Navy, and he uh, <coughs> unfortunately will not be able to use the Xbox One. And we are so sorry that our device is not good uh, good fit for him. We are so sorry that we're not going to be able to bring him in. But when he you're lands, right. you're right. So, when, so yeah. let me. Can I interrupt, please? You can't use yeah, a yeah, Dodge Charger in the submarine either. Here's you can't use a Dodge Charger in the submarine. He said. <laughs> Here's my thing, right? As yeah. a guy who talks on the mic a lot, and all of us speak on mics a lot. Oh yeah. I heard him say that, and I thought, yep, this is a classic case to me. If you put a mic in front of anybody often enough, they will say something stupid, right? I know I have, and I bet <laughs> you have too. Wait, oh yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, and I, and I saw this guy with a mic in front of him, and all of a sudden they're saying, well, what about nuclear submarine gamers? And he's like... No, know, he like, brought that up. He brought that up. I, oh, that was his example. Yeah, I did see it. I did see it. But it, yeah. he was... I think he brought it up as an example of, you know, how uncommon it is for someone not to have an internet connection. Yeah. When in reality, it's like uh, that was just a bad mistake, right? You know, yeah. A much more common case to me is you're visiting grandma, right? You know, look, yeah, exactly. I'm going to grandma's house. We're going to be there all weekend. Uh, to me, this is a horrible experience. I want to bring my Xbox, and she doesn't have an internet connection. And in, in your in in his this hypothetical player's defense, his grandmother is a real bitch. <laughs> so he doesn't want to be anywhere near it. No. Right, right. So what, if, just, what if I and, just don't want to hook it up to the internet? Is that so bad? Right, that's exactly, you mentioned exactly the guys in nuclear submarines, but it's not just them. It's it's any armed forces overseas. The I Marines, think, the Army, this. they're out there in places that have, at best, barely have internet. Yeah, They would and really I, run into the same problems, the guys in I, Afghanistan. The worst part about it is I get what they're talking about. You know... Ninety percent of the games I buy are bought on Steam. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't get a first person. I don't get resale license. Okay, I get a, a rental license. Okay, and I like that model. I like that model. I'm excited about that model. Uh, that's how I plan to use my PlayStation Four. That's how I use my PlayStation Three now. I download all my games. You know, um, when Steam that's first came me. out, they were. Um, I, I always forget this word. Not circumcised. Not christened. They were crucified. They were, they were crucified. That's what they were. So when Steam first came out, the servers were yeah. crucified, and, and everybody hated them. And then over time, they started to love them. And I think yeah. the thing that they realized was that online sales gave them flexibility in pricing. That- and if that's what they do, if that's what Xbox does, if on day one, <coughs> 10 of their launch titles are in the store at 60 bucks, but the d- downloadable version is 50 bucks. You've got my business. That's or, what you or, do. To me, here's the bigger deal. If on day one it's $60, but three months later it's $30, that mm-hmm. to me is the beauty of Steam. Right, Being exactly. able to say, exactly. look, this isn't a release title anymore. This is a, a slightly aged title, and we can sell it at half price. And the reason Steam does that is not an act of charity. Steam has run this, and they, they gather their metrics, and they say, you know what? 
we sell four times as many at 30 as we do at 60, make it 30, right? They're not doing it so that people love them. They're doing it because people say, like, associate a $60 value with this game, and when they see it at 30, they buy it. Lots of people are buying Steam games and not playing them. Yep, me too. I'm one of them. I, mm-hmm. I I bought Far Cry. I bought like the super edition for the extra ten bucks, and I still haven't played it. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's fucking phenomenal. By you the won't way. find anyone who doesn't yeah. say that. By the way, everybody yeah. loves Far Cry. I, 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 this con this video will be filled with Woody play Far Cry. You handsome devil. <laughs> They're all going to say that. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> and uh, um, anyway, yeah. So I have Steam games that I haven't played yet. Great ones. If Microsoft and PlayStation by introducing digital sales even without the resale license like you do on Steam is able to implement flexibility in pricing and not mm-hmm. be beholden to Target and Walmart and GameStop etc then um, that'll be a really cool thing and I'll flip it upside down Sony is by far the more indie dev friendly version mm-hmm. of the two right? Sure. They are <laughs> with, that's the problem Xbox has to now commit to the Steam platform but except they want um, I think it was a ten thousand dollars for an indie developer to submit a new game to to be uh, on XBLA for the Xbox uh, One. That's ludicrous. Like yeah. I, an indie developer can't do that. So if you want to be Steam, you're going to have to embrace indie developers. If you don't, you can't compete mm-hmm. with PlayStation, who already embraces indie developers, allows them to self-publish. Microsoft needs to make yeah. it free. It, 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 there's. I don't know how they divvy it up. So right now, you can develop for the 360 really cheap. And I looked into this because I was going to make a game. And I think for, like, less than five grand, you can get a game on... Does anyone know what the, like, cheapest version of Xbox Live is? Like, Xbox Live Arcade, I think, is the premium place to look. But then there's, like, Xbox Live Indie Games. Like, there's two, there's three lists, I think. Is anyone familiar with this? Mm, no, no. Yeah, no. like if you look at Fortress Craft, for example, I don't think that's on the arcade, like the premium spot. I think it's on some sort of cheaper to develop for spot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm, I'm I'm a little short on facts here, but there are different like levels of promotion and certification in Xbox Live now, and I think they're going to try and make that better on the Xbox One, but they don't seem to have any plans to match what PlayStation does, which yeah. is actually able to get your game on there for free. Yes, so. and then once it once you prove um, with the PlayStation 3's marketplace, once you prove that you can make some sales on your own, once you've proven that your game is good, once the reviews are good, they'll push you right to the front. They don't give it and then they'll lump you in, they'll pay you to let them lump you in to the next version of PlayStation Plus's free games update. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting that title for free four or five months. In fact, that's one of the things I don't like about PlayStation Plus is I'm hesitant to buy an indie game sometimes that's successful because I know if I buy it now, it might be free next month and I may have screwed myself because <laughs> I give away too many free games. God like, damn it. Oh. So you really have you not want talked this, about but... Boogie's YouTube money yet? God damn. <laughs> oh, now let me <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about money for a minute, okay? <laughs> I am the cheapest motherfucker you know. And I grew up like dirt poor. Like mm-hmm. I mean, wearing the same pair of jeans three days a week. I saw your draw my life. Yeah. And uh, so now that I've got a bit of YouTube money, you know what happens to it all? It goes into the bank. And I've got got the savings account, and I live off of the same $2,000 a month, which is still a lot of money to me. Mm -hmm. But I live off the same two grand a month that I've always lived off of. I I take that. um, You know, there's a while I lived off $500 a month, but I take that money. And I, that's my budget for the month, and I can't go over it. And if I want to make a big purchase, I still have to save up for it. And all that money goes into a bank account 
that I don't touch and that my wife can't touch, my, my fiance can't touch. Part of it's going to pay for the wedding, but in case something ever did happen to me, I want to know that she's taken care of, you know. And I would love to just spin. I'd love to go get a new car. I'd love to get, you know, and I will occasionally buy myself a gift for my own birthday for Christmas or whatever. But I, you know, I just hoard it, man. It's weird. You know, I except, do about the same thing. I, I save I, almost all my money. I've got it all packed away. Uh, I do have a few expenses now. Like I, I pay someone to mow my yard, which I yeah. love. That's glorious. That nice. And I have allergies too, so that, that get, it means extra to me. You know what wrecks me, and that probably doesn't wreck you because I don't. You're not much of a console gamer or a PC gamer. Steam sales, man. Oh God, the summer sales coming up. I gotta say, uh, no, it's so terrifying. I have got. I spent $600 during the Christmas sale. That's a lot. I have played none of those games. See, that's why I don't go wild on Steam sales. It's because yeah. it's like I'll look at them and I like I buy my humble bundles and stuff like that. But yeah. for the most part, when the Steam sales go wild, I look at it as almost a to-do list. Like I don't just buy. But it's a deal. Everything. You got It's a great deal. You gotta. It's, Screw it. If I, I, I decide you, to play it one day, it's worth it. Every time oh, I buy man. a game, I feel like I'm making like a 25-hour commitment. So I don't just <laughs> grab six of them and, and yeah. you know line up all that time. That's what I do. And, and what do you can speak for this? I'm sure all of you guys can speak for this. A lot of people, when they see a YouTuber making videos a day, they see one 15-minute video I made in a day. And they're like, oh, man, what, what does he do for the rest of the day? The rest of the day, I self-promote. I talk to people on Twitter. I make vines. I promote myself on Facebook. I interact with people. I answer emails. My day is 8 to 10 to 12 hours of work day. I'm writing. I'm filming. I'm scripting. I'm coming up with jokes. I'm reading news aggregators so I know what to talk about, what people want to hear. At the end of the day, I have about an hour and a half to two hour block to a day to game if I'm lucky, and that always just goes to like my daily League of Legends yeah. to get my daily win. You know, every day, I'm almost all my waking time is spent productively. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I watch a little TV as I fade off into sleep, but the rest of my time is spent pretty much, like you said, uh, you know, trolling the world for your next topic. Yeah. interacting with subscribers and, and more. I, I unfollowed everyone on Twitter, right? I unfollowed everyone on Twitter because I wasn't really interested. I was only interested in my followers, right? That's who yep. I follow. I follow people that follow me. I look at my at Woody's all the time and, and respond and engage. Like That's my thing. And people got mad at me for unfollowing, so now I follow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is my favorite move ever. They, I, I would get these things like, Woody's so conceited, he only cares about himself. No. I unfollowed because I only care about you, the people at Woody's Gamer Tagging. Yep. And uh, now I follow T-Mart's mom. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And then when they say, like, what would you follow me? I'm like, nope, nope, only the best. You didn't make the cut. <laughs> I scoured that's, the whole planet. That at the end of the day, Woody, I know you've worked. I know I've seen in my research on you before showing up at PK. I, I know that you reach out to a lot of people, and I'm glad that you do. And I remember when you ran for King of the Web, and you did a lot of good work during that period of time. I think you're one of the better people on the Internet and definitely one of the better YouTube celebrities in fact, I rather genuinely enjoy your content, and I rather genuinely enjoy the person you are. I know you said that, that when I first mentioned that to you, you kind of shrugged that off like, oh, not everybody's going to agree with you. I don't give a shit what they think. Well, thank you. Know? you. Thank you. But, and suck at Wings. He watches me, baby. This <laughs> <laughs> is like going to throw a tantrum. Uh, I don't know uh, watching my bitch ass. So I don't worry about that. Uh, well, thank you. But, seriously. And, and Wings, I have checked out your shit too, by the way. You ain't so bad. I follow you on Twitter. I like you as a person more than I like your content. Just so you know. Well, that's the problem. You. I want to go to a buffet with you and make them scared. Hey, what you just said about staying open. <laughs> I mean, your idea of like searching to forums for these things, mine's just jumping on ABC News. 
Uh, but uh, what I was saying, damn it. Oh, what, what was it? Anybody you talking like, about your workload, your money? In this, in this chat right here. Um, yeah, I was talking about reaching out to people. That's the thing. Like, there's only so many hours in the day, and like, there's so many people out there who want to make a connection with you, a personal connection to you, and it's so difficult that I I can't answer a third of my email. I can't I can't imagine what it's like. For I gave me. up doing that two year two three years ago. I used to answer everything, and it's like it gets overwhelming. And I'm like, I was much happier not answering it. I'll die I'll die trying, I guess. And I even went as far as to get a P.O. box for the people who really, I got a PO really box. want to connect. How did you do you that? Know? A lot of people have been asking me to do that. How do you get – just go to the – Just, just go to the, the post, post office, office and say, I want a box. And they'll, they'll hand you the sheet of paper, and you get to pick what size you want. Make yeah. sure you get Don't the get the big one. size. No. The big size is going to be like 500 bucks for a year. Yeah. Get the, like, the $100 one for – Get like the 100 buck one for like 13 months. If somebody yeah. sends you a big package, they'll, put they'll it give in you the these little keys – that you and they lockers and if it's too big for the locker, they'll give you a note saying you got to come pick it up when the when the thing's open. Yeah, yeah, they always complained though when I got big stuff that was like much larger than my PO box. Yeah, they complained. Well, I was lucky because when I went, I was going to get actually just one size bigger, and they were out of those and they're out of all the bigger ones. So they gave me a medium sized one, and they're like, "Well, you'll just have to stick with the medium size until we get a bigger one." And I'm like, "Well, what if I buy a year today? Then your house stay there for a year. They're like, well, we could still make you upgrade." I'm like, "Nah." Just I'll take the medium one and save a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. My post office is like literally like a six minute walk from my house. I should go get yeah. that done. Are they totally open on right. weekends? They're probably open. I love Dude, my PO box. I gotta tell you, man. So I because I mean not a lot of people watch the money mailbag stuff, but the some of the letters I've gotten have been heartbreak like you it'll sh- it'll wreck your mind so, my letter thing dude, i cry on every one of them i'm yeah. right there with you man i and th- we talked about responding and how we can't respond to everyone yeah that's my challenge it's my guilt it's like mine too i get letters it, sometimes the letters <clears throat> are like i'm 12 years old i'm absolutely heartbroken i don't know how i'm gonna make it she doesn't like me back and i'm yeah. like dude You'll make it, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but other times, there are people with serious problems. You know, people yep. whose parents are alcoholics, people whose girlfriend just killed themselves. People like it's a big deal, and I reply to those. But I know there are more that I didn't see. You know, yep. there's a I, lot. I, I, I don't want to try to one up anybody here, but I'll tell you the saddest story of my YouTube career. Um, back when I was about 150,000 subs, and I was answering mail um, pretty sporadically, but I still wasn't able to keep up. Um, uh, somebody wrote me and I missed his letter for about three months. I finally got to it and it was a suicide note. And the guy's like, look, I found your letter talking about, uh, suicide and why not to do it. And I, I tried your method and it worked for me for about six months. And since then I've decided that even though this is working for me, I'm still not enjoying my life. I don't want to be in it anymore. And I just wanted to say thank you for that extra six months. There were some good things that happened in it. I really appreciated it. And uh, I just wanted to say goodbye. And if I could have answered him 10 minutes after, 20 minutes after, maybe I could have made a difference. Um, so I wrote him back, and I'm like, if you're still alive, you're reading this, please stick it out. You know, life is potential. Death is the end of that potential. You have to live for as long as you can. You have no idea what tomorrow could bring. You have no idea how much you could save a life. You could make your life better. There's no telling what opportunity lies before you have to stick it out. And uh, I, that letter did not get answered for about another three months. And I eventually did get a reply. And the reply was from supposedly his cousin logging into his YouTube account. Uh, because he'd gotten his email address, mm-hmm. uh, gotten into his email, saw the, you have received a reply on YouTube and wanted to see what it was. 
And he said, well, my cousin did take his life that night, but I'm really grateful that you were there for him and so on and so forth. And to this day, I still don't know if I got trolled. And I, the way that I help myself sleep at night is by telling myself I did. But that keeps, that's always in the back of my mind. You know, what if that's, I could, you know, so I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's hard. It's a big responsibility. It's too much for one person, but that's, Point, that's yeah. where we are. Point that I'm making that this job is a lot harder than they think it is. You know, <laughs> it really is. Like it's a time sink. It's a it's an effort sink, and it just rips it's your social heart. life killer. Like if yeah. I do this job the best I can do it, I have no social life. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, I have no time for my girlfriend. Like I can't go to her house. Yep. As soon as you wake up, your whole day is enveloped. Yep. With YouTube. It's the, that's the problem with self-employment. It's literally the work never ends. You're your own boss. Your boss never tells you to clock out. You know, a good woman Clocking blows out. you while you're working. Just saying. That's, that's, <laughs> I, can get, I can get that done, but the fact is, I'd have to pay for the gas to get her over here. If you can just get it done on PKA, million views. Yes. <laughs> oh, I can get that one up right now. Hold up. <laughs> I will edit this stuff. I'll put a. You know what? She doesn't even have to come on. Just put a black bar over your lower third. <laughs> right. Just pretend. We'll just fake that you got a blowjob. We're just texting right now. <laughs> We're just making it happen. He's like, so you know what? This could be a million views. Hey, the odds of this happening over? are one in a million. There's no way this is going to happen. Challenge issued. Please no let happen. No There's way to. No, hold up. How much money are you going to put on it, Kyle? There's, there's, I, I, I don't know, 50 bucks. There's no I way mean, it happens. Let's see, I'll know, I'll, I'll know don't know. Don't show us, don't show the world the phone number, man. Yeah, I don't know if that phone number can uh, be. That's just her oh, name. Oh, okay, it's just the name. Oh, it's, okay. Hey, would wait you on blow her eye. <laughs> oh, 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 that's just inappropriate. That is just and of course, it's not enough for Wade for the potential of a million view video. He's got to bet Kyle money on it. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's extra chance. I've had people tell me million view video and it never happened. Well, Granny Napping was a thing. You just didn't jump on it. And tr and Truck Thursday on Friday or Truck Tuesday on Friday is a brilliant idea. Yes, you just got to do it. You got to do it. You got to break the seal. That's the reason I was excited about you doing the sit-ups today was I felt like it was. Like to me, the whole fitness and 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 you know diet routine, it, the first thing that changes is the way I think about me, right? I think about me as someone who's got like whatever, like degrading month after month to someone who's improving month after month. That is the coolest part of it, you know. Even three days in, you look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, right direction as opposed to wrong direction. Like even if you look the same in three days, it, it's it, I, I, there's a a pride. The problem with me is that after dieting for about a week, I look in the mirror and I can look at the scale and see that I lost like two or three pounds that week. And I'll look in the mirror and I will think to myself, what damn, kind of I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, we want to know more about your scale because Wings doesn't have one. I got from uh, my very first YouTube check actually went to an Amazon.com. They gave me, uh, they had a package scale that went up to 700 pounds and I bought it. And then um, I'm looking at right now. Uh, if you don't know about King Size Direct, I hate to plug them. Can I, can you I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. Oh, for people that don't know, if you're a big guy, most scales only go to what, 250, 300? 350 at Walmart. The biggest one is the 350 my local Walmart. Yeah, mm -hmm. so if you're a big guy, you need a different scale. Carry on. Yeah. Um, KingSizeDirect.com is where I get all my clothes, all my shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm not getting paid by them. In fact, I just spend like a thousand dollars a year there getting yeah. clothes that I can actually fucking wear. And speaking of getting question? paid, subscribe yeah. to Rock On One and One. Best channel <laughs> on I usually go, I usually go to the casual mail outlet to buy clothes, and yeah. like, 
I, I've noticed I've gotten a little bit bigger because, yeah. like, I can still wear my 4X shirts, but sometimes I sit down and they get tight right in the middle. Yeah. And it's like I bought my first 5X shirt, yeah. and, I, and I felt horrible the entire time buying I felt like I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. Do you get that same feeling? Like when Yeah, you- I remember I dated this girl back in 2005, 2006, and uh, we were, she lived in Memphis. I went down to Memphis, Tennessee to see her. And while she's there, she's like, hey, you know, let me buy you some clothes. And I'm like, that's awesome. So we went to the casual uh, Big and Tall, and uh, we picked out a, a bunch of clothes, the largest sizes they had on the rack, and I couldn't fit into a single thing. And it was like the most heart-wrenching experience of my life. So, of course, you know what we did. We went to a buffet afterwards, and I <laughs> ate like – Oh, like all you can eat sushi. I made him regret that decision. You know? I don't think you handled that appropriately. No, I think it's the only way to handle that is drown your sorrows in soy and then you know. That's the, that's the thing that I would do. I would have went like right to a fucking pizza inn and just like yeah. just keep the large pizzas coming. Yeah. So um, you guys have a relationship with food, which is off balance, man. Like, I know. Yeah, you think? If, if food doesn't that's, make you happy, did and, you and... notice what was your clue? Well, it's your fresh clue. <laughs> I had an eating disorder. Okay, you bring up a good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tip my hat to you. You know what's amazing is how similar we are. Like, it's just like this is the first person I've talked to that knows my problem. Most people that give me advice are people that are in shape already, and I try to tell them like, you have no clue what it's like to be big, no clue. You, I mean, you're like you just 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 walk out every day, motherfucker. If I take if I walk for an hour, I've got blisters on my feet that mm-hmm. look like the size of a quarter. My back is hurting. I mean, I get hungry. Like, when I'm walking and I'm walking, I get so hungry it's unbearable. I get to the point where, like, if I don't eat something, I want to rip the door off. I get a, I get a trainer riding me at least once a week, and a trainer's like, sounds man, sexy. All, you, all you gotta do, all you gotta Wait, do... riding you or riding you? Like, oh, right, writing. Oh, oh she rode If you. I get me some trainers riding me, geez, I wouldn't be getting married. Well, uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> a point that I make, oh, man, I hope she never sees that. Um, she won't. This is a private show. You should make her a trainer. Get her to get certified as a trainer she and then you're is. good to go. She is. Oh, what the I, damn? She puts, she puts an hour into the treadmill every night, seven days a week, you know? I mean, she's killing it, killing it, but she struggles with food a little bit too. But um, I will have a trainer write me one, once a week and goes, all you got to do is walk like two miles a day. All you got to do. Gotta do. It's easy, man. Just walk two miles a day. All you got to do is run the decathlon. Dude, I have arthritis in my knees and my back. If I can walk to my bathroom from my bed, I'm having a good fucking day. Yes, and they got me winded getting down to do the sit-ups. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not easy. There's nothing easy about this. And the fact that I lost 67 pounds is nothing short of a fucking miracle, you know? And I'm proud. I'm prouder of anything. I'm prouder of that than I am of my YouTube channel, of having overcome the shit I've overcome. That's what I'm proud of. That's 67 pounds. I guess it's 50 right now, but... Still proud of every pound. Well, net, but gross. I mean, at one point, yeah. You know who David Smith is? I'm sorry we're getting back on this topic. Yeah, again. David Elmore Smith, uh, the 600-pound version. One yeah. of my favorite people. He broke my heart. Yeah, mine too. You been following him on YouTube when he went back in the hospital? I've been following him, and like he was the he was. I don't know if he, I've told this story before, but David Smith, he was 600 pounds. He was a virgin. He he basically called a newscaster and said, you know, I'm gonna go out into the desert tomorrow and get myself a kiddie pool and fill it full of gasoline and burn myself so I don't have to have a piano coffin. Yeah. And basically, the news patient sent him a trainer, and the physical trainer lived with him for like six months to a year. 
and he, he lost everything. He went all the way down to like what a normal person should be. They actually paid for the surgery to have all the skin cut off and everything. And you know, and, and during that period of losing the weight, he actually got a girlfriend and she you know, was his hot life, too. His life was turning around. And now he's five hundred pounds again. Yeah. Oh. Like he actually became a physical certified trainer, like to t- help other people lose weight and he's five hundred pounds again. Yeah. And it's like and, that's what scares me. It's like and, and I wings, know I I can't win that battle. Wings, I hate to get emotional here on you, but I want to tell you something right now, okay? Uh I have read so many case studies of people like you and me who battle with this disease, okay, battle with this mental disability, and you have to accept that that's what it is, okay? And I've seen people who've lost and gained 400 pounds. One of my favorite stories is about the guy who did this for the first time on the Phil Donahue show, and he lost some 450 pounds, and he ended up on the Donahue show in New York City in his new skinny body. And the day of the Donahue show, he says, well, I'm in New York. I may as well have a hot dog. And... Well, I'm having one hot dog, I should probably have two. Oh, and they got chips, so I'm going to get some chips with it. And it started a binge that put him right back to 700 pounds. And this guy, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard. But let me tell you something. Your life is on, you're a gamer, so you can understand this. Your life is on hard mode, okay? Are you going to set down the controller and walk away from the game, or are you going to fucking play? Okay, and if you're gonna play, the the quest is to eat less and move more. That's the quest. You do it. You just fucking do it. That's all you got. It's your only choice. This is the one life you have. This is it. Okay, and it sucks. It sucks that this monkey's on your back. It sucks that these are the rules you have to play on. It sucks that everybody else that are listening right now, a lot of us have Our their game on normal or easy have, mode. Yeah, yeah, genetic freaks that can eat a full pizza and not like Kyle, for example. Yeah, but are you going to eat? Should be a four hundred pound man. I are you going to beat this fucking game or not? Are you going to beat this game or not? Okay, yeah, that's play. The There's no game that can beat me. There's no game that can beat me. They're right. Yeah. That's Wings' thing. He plays every game on the hardest mode that they offer. So that is yeah. a perfect, absolutely perfect metaphor. And and you think we're alone with this? We're not alone with this. There are people out there who've had their heart broken. They've had the, they have addictions to drugs. They have addictions to alcohol. Video game addiction. They have a father who beat them. They have a sister who who killed herself. They're fighting depression and anger and issues too. Ours happens to be food. Theirs happens to be whatever else. Life is fucking hard. It's never going to be easy for us. It's never going to be easy for them. But it means we have to play our best. We have I'm, to. I'm do real our selfish, best. I guess. I mean, like, man, like you say, somebody's getting beat, beat up. I'm like, I would trade my addiction for an ass whooping, because I, I can take do. myself out that ass whooping. I, I, I can do. take myself out of that situation. I can go get two jobs. I can go get my own apartment. That situation's behind me. Yeah, and the worst part about it is there's no instant. Somebody needs to make a meme. There's with no wings of redemption space, and it says <laughs> plays life on impossible mode. Yeah, but I mean, buddy, you got this. L- just listen to me. Just listen. Trust me. Every meal you eat is a battle. Okay. All right. You're grinding XP here. Okay. And that scale's going to go down instead of up. But every meal is another battle, and and, and you're going to do this, and you just got to keep fighting. And this attitude you have of, I can't beat it. No, you can't. That's true. You absolutely can't. You're going to die bigger than, than Woody. You're going to die bigger than somebody else, okay? But how big is that going to be? Is that going to be 700 pounds? Is it going to be 300 pounds? Where do you want it to be? How far, how hard do you want to fight? I can, if I was 300 pounds, I'd be 100% legit. Yeah, well, then push to that. Push to that. 
this, 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 I can't do it. I'm not even striving to be Lefty or Woody. I'm not even striving to be Kyle, which I'm not trying to say you're fat, Kyle. You're just the biggest of the three. (laughs) Don't. Don't strive to be anybody other than yourself. Strive to be one pound saying, one I, pound more. Shoot, I my believe. goal right now is under 400. Yeah. If I get 399, that's what, I'd be happy. Well, then I'll just make it to the next step. Yeah, Kyle's not the biggest. I weigh 178 pounds right now. <laughs> I took, no, morning, I'm probably the third largest. I'm about 275. I took a shit this morning. That was 178 pounds. Yeah, I'm like 6'5", 275. Yeah, stand up. Stand up. We got to see this. Well, no, I'm not standing up. I've never up. seen you stand up. Let's hey, I'll say no. this. I, I don't know. I hope Lefty day, doesn't I mind me saying this. Earlier. Maybe I'm not wearing pants, okay? Maybe it's comfortable Lefty not wearing pants. Lefty didn't go pants. to paintball because you he to, said... You'll, you'll, you'll see my underwear, Lefty? I mean, like... Come I, on. No, I don't want to see it. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I kind of want to see it. Carefully. Carefully. Oh, wait, wait. Wings, let me put you on the main screen. All right, there's Wings underwear. All right. I mean, like, why you... I am a 400-pound man, and I'm less, in, less insecure than Lefty. Okay, that's fine, but my... Okay, my very complex consciousness is different from your very complex yeah. consciousness. I'm point. sorry. Yeah. You jerk. I, I'm just saying, I've never <laughs> seen Lefty in a full body. That's that's the way I like it. Lefty, Lefty I gotta tell you going, something, man. I want to say do. this. Lefty didn't go to paintball because he wanted one more year to get himself in fighting shape. I, I would have never said 275 on Lefty. I mean, Lefty, if I if you're looking at him, I guess 180, 190. No, 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 no. Lefty is the face of a 6'4", 215-pound guy. I I was that in high school, and I was awesome. Then I discovered you're... beer. <laughs> I don't drink. Beer. I mean, I don't drink because my, my father's an alcoholic, and I know as soon as I start drinking, I'll get addicted to that as well, and then, like, I don't need that. Man, you or me are so alike. It's ridiculous. I've never put a drop in my body for that exact reason. I won't touch a drug. I won't drink because I know what I did with food. I'm not responsible with my toys. I can't fuck around. No, I'm not. I'm like, I'm the kind of guy that if I get a game, I can't stop playing it till I beat it. I can't. Yeah. And that, like, like, oh my god, like I got back into Dragon Age like last week, and that's partially the why I didn't upload a video for a week because that game takes so long to beat. Mm-hmm. And every waking moment I spent beating that game. Yeah, dude, I was up one night at like 4.30 in the morning, like watching a movie, and I look and it says Wings of Redemption's online. You're playing that fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> all night long. Do we need all to... night, dog. That's the reason why I didn't show up last week, because I fell asleep, I passed out playing Dragon Age. Hmm. Sorry, with, it's the, hot like, with the Xbox on, or just... Well, no, it's not. I, I was able to cut the Xbox off, obviously, but I'm looking. It's like seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning, and it's like I just hit the bed, and just passed out in full clothed. Hey, before we drop to our next topic, Wings, do you have Boogie on your Skype list? No, I don't. Can we, can we make this matchmaking happen right now? Can, can we get the the, the request sent and? Uh, yeah, might as well send it now because he'll get lost in the in the hordes of people. That, I know it. I know it. Yeah, you probably get a hundred requests a day and it'll just. Be okay, lost. give me your phone number. Give me your address. I'll just hang out. Come on, I'm I'm all available kind of guy as best I can be. You know, I know exactly what you're talking you about. Live in Arkansas. So you know. that's, a, that's a good drive. <laughs> Wings, do you see his uh, his secret Skype thing in the chat? Yeah, I, I see it. And, and like, I'm a big guy, and I know what plane rides are like. And it's oh god, I, it's not I, fun. I was in LA for uh, that. That's the reason I didn't go to E3 this year. I had an all expense paid uh, offer on E3 this year. I just couldn't do it. I knew I couldn't do it. Uh, but I went to LA for that Volkswagen uh, Super Bowl ad. I don't know if you guys saw that, but 
Uh, oh my god, it was the worst experience of my life. I thought I was going to die. So were you in first class? No, they, in fact, first class, as it looks like, would be worse for me. I had to get two coach seats. Okay. And that was actually not that bad. My fiance, they flew my fiance out there as my handler. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she kept me sane. I thought I was going to have a panic attack a couple What was points, the challenge? But, uh, the challenge was just um, getting in and off the plane because I was wider than the aisle. So mm-hmm. I had to bruise myself to get in and out of the plane. Then it was walking through the Dallas airport. My body can't handle that, so eventually I ended up in wheelchairs. And then the worst part about it was the I did not fully understand what the shoot was going to be because they had not fully written it by the time I agreed. I was just like, uh, L.A., Volkswagen, sure, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. That sounds wonderful. Um, so I got out there. Did it pay a lot? It did not pay that much. Okay. It was mostly an exposure thing. Um, I mean, I mean, it paid a lot in that there are – Chinese kids who will never see that much money, but I mean, I'm I'm really grateful to have that money, and I put it all away. And I mean, I'll tell you that it was reasonable. I mean, it's a hell of a half a year's pay for a lot of people. Okay, but um, uh, we ended up marching up and down this hill over and over and over again, and I I can't walk 25 feet, so I'm now walking um, two miles that day. And I push myself, and I'm on painkillers, and there's these gopher holes. And my arthritic knee keeps hitting these gopher holes every time, you know? Like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. And uh, by the time uh, my uh, lunch rolled around, they had an onset medic. He's like, are you going to die on me? And I'm like, no. And he took all my vitals and stuff. And he goes, look, what, what have you taken so far today? And I told him, and he goes, cool. You've taken as much painkillers as, as, uh, as there is. So why don't you tell me what you took? Uh, you've taken your limit today. And I'm like, oh, that's bad. And he goes, why don't you tell me what you took again? And so I lied to him the second time. And he goes, oh, yeah, then I could give you a muscle relaxer. And uh, I just, I mean, I nearly killed myself. So did he, it was, worth it. was he asking you to lie to him? Was that the no, unspoken vibe? I, I don't know if he was or not. Uh-huh. But he's like, I, I, that sounds like a lot. Are you sure? What did you actually take today? I don't know if he was trying to make it so they could give me that muscle relaxer. I'm by no means in that, in that better shape, but I, I've done Good. a physical labor job most of my life. Yeah. i got a lot of muscle under my fat. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the sit-up video. I mean, Not Yeah, yet. that was – I. if you strapped me into a wingsuit, no way I could do the sit-ups. I mean, but, like, I can I can walk. Like, if you asked me to walk five miles, it would suck, but I could do it yeah. without stopping. All right. Are we ready but for But I you? would be dead tired, but, like, my problem is – like the first guy I got on the plane with wanted to fight me, and I'm a redneck. I'm a Wait, redneck. The guy on the plane just wanted to fight you. He was unhappy. He had to sit next to me. He paid for his ticket. He was cussing at me. I was ready to go. So Wait, the guy was just straight up cussing. What? He was cussing at me. The, here, He's like so I paid three hundred dollars for this ticket. I can't even have my own seat. This fat fuck over here. I was ready to kick him in the jaw. You beat that dude's ass. What the hell's wrong with him? It hurt his feelings. That window seat. Hold on, hold on. Back up, back up, back up. So this is to the billionaires challenge, and I was with Wings throughout the billionaires challenge. So I saw Wings on the other side. Wings, his feelings were hurt. His feelings were really hurt. The the Wings that you're hearing right now is like you know, smash his teeth with a mag light. But I remember the Wings from two years ago. And but you guy, remember the wings after the fact. But mm-hmm. when you when you're escalating and your drilling starts pumping and you and you're getting embarrassed in front of everybody in a place you don't want to be to begin with, it's not. A it's, good day. it's a whole. Di- I would I would if he if he wanted to get up and start tussling, I would have tussled with him. 
would have elbowed the shit out of him. I would have put my weight on him. I would have. Hey guys, I'll be be right back. I'm sorry to do this. To you, but BRB. <laughs> I'm a, I've got. I'm like closing my eyes and imagining that fight. It's it's, it's I mean, elbows. I'm a big dude, but I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I, I can move pretty well for my size. I just imagine it as the manifestation of because uh, this guy was he was like late, he was like forty five he was really skinny he was by no means a fighter. What was interesting though was the wings on the other side. Like so, you were in I, it, L.A. It, it really, it really detrimental to me. Like I wanted to rent a car and drive back to South Carolina the entire trip. So by the way, this was kind of a neat thing. Wings had I don't know if you've ever left South Carolina, but you'd certainly never been in California before, and that was kind of a cool thing. You were hanging out with a billionaire where you know this is Ferrari parked outside. You're being treated like a professional gamer, which is a really a neat little thing, you know? Like it Wings was one of the talent, you know, to the draws to Billionaire's Challenge. And if you've never been treated that special before, it's kind of cool. There was a like 1950s like curvy limo that took us to where we were going. That's not something we get to do every day. And the entire trip that Wings was on was sort of tainted with this knowledge that he had to get home and how oh, bad yeah. it was to get it's there. Like, I, was, I went to bed every night early dreading that plane trip home. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't have deodorant either, and that kind of bothered me. Like a big guy without deodorant is not, not fun. I gave you deodorant. Yeah, I used your deodorant. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it, it bothers me when I don't have deodorant on because I'm conscious of how I smell. Because, you know... Wing smells good. We've said it on the show before. The man I'm, always I'm smells good. I'm very conscious the way I smell because he's I've, a, I've he's been... He's a fine-smelling man. He is a fine-smelling man. You I, know who I, else I, smells good? Rock on 1M1. On oh, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube.com slash rock on 1M1. Yes. I think he wanted us to say that at some point. He has the best-smelling YouTube channel. Yeah, I think that was on the list At this point in the show, he wanted us to tell you how good he smells. He describes it as, quote, wings of redemption good. All right. <laughs> it's not. It's not that I, I tried to smell. It's like I'm conscientious about it because I've been in a situation where I've been embarrassed before, and it's like, oh, people well, are shitty. Way. People are shitty when you're big. I mean, I I know people are shitty all the time, but um, these days, like I, I was about 2006, or the very first time my knee was bad enough, where I had to use a Mart cart at Walmart. Hey, it's the most embarrassing thing in the world you can do. Like, I, was, I, I would actually get back in my truck and leave if I yeah, had. To I, but I had to do it. I was the only way I was going to get my shopping done. Had to get done. I wrote it. And on the first night that I ever did, I was we went at 2 o'clock in the morning, so we wouldn't see anybody. I The very first night I did it, I got the worst looks you'll ever see in your life. It was the worst nightmare of my experience. And people will just straight out call you on being fat. One guy I, one guy very recently uh, walked up to me and said, Hey, man, it looks fun to ride those. I, I, bet, I bet you're real lucky to get to ride those, huh? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, it's not fun to ride it. It's an embarrassing shit nightmare. What the fuck is wrong with you? I, you know, I just one. thought in my head, it's got to be you're, you're, you're doing something that everybody can see. It's out of the ordinary. You're, mm-hmm. you're in a place with your number one addiction. It's yeah. like a crackhead being in the Scarface mansion. I used it's, the cart at Target, and I didn't need it, and I got looks that were terrible, too. Yeah. <laughs> we were, dude, but for different reasons. We man. were getting those looks for completely different reasons. Yeah, they, I was writing on the back of that thing. They threw us out of Target, and I thought that was bullshit. <laughs> we, 
<laughs> there were like three of us on it at one point. It was just ridiculous. Yeah, and they're like, he's really old. He needs this. And they weren't buying it. And... <laughs> I think they were shocked by the fact that, you know, you, you're in your 30s, and then, you know, we're kind of in our mid-20s, and we're all hanging out together and doing weird shit at a, in a Walmart we're late at night, Target late at night. <laughs> yeah, we such were... a motley crew. Like, <laughs> We're not like three seventeen-year-old dudes. We're just like she's like you guys are like professionals. What the fuck are you doing in here? You're like white right, collar hooligans. All right, then I guess it's time I come clean because you guys are right. That shit is fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's fun. awesome. It's, kind of it's, it's cool. how fast can they go? Like uh, not fast enough. Seven, eight miles an hour. Yeah. Like, well, like fast for like like inside now. Come on, Kyle. Seven, eight. It's less right, than a right. job. I'm gonna I give can... Lefty a choice of topics. Do you want to talk about NSA, Prism, all that fun stuff? Or, I don't know, random topic? Um, well, I, I do want to talk about the NSA Prism thing. But at first, I, I was thinking about this, and I wanted to ask you, and I might as well ask you now. Can you do a Tech Tuesday on ESRAM? Yeah. The 32 megabytes? Have you not done that? I haven't I seen it. I covered it briefly on the Xbox One versus PS4 video. I saw it, but I want to know why it's so cool. Like, why it's like, why it could be the equalizer. Why it could be. It may not be, but why could it be? Just so if if you're thinking of topics for uh, me, it's, thank it, you. Well, thank you. It's so dangerous, though, because it's positive on the Xbox One, and nobody wants to hear that right now. Like, nobody <laughs> wants to hear it. Right. But, well, if you, do it, if you do it now, I'll dislike it, but I'll still watch it because <laughs> I want the knowledge. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'll just, I'll just drop a dislike on it. So, yeah, Prism, NSA. Fuck it. This is hey, look, point. if we're going to talk about the NSA for a minute, can I just go ahead and get this out of the out of the way? Because mm-hmm. I know the NSA is eventually going to see this. This is getting logged. Everything we do is logged now. Mm-hmm. So if I can, my character Jesse had a little something he wanted to say. And it's uh, uh, to the folks at PRISM and at the NSA and what have you. I know y'all taping this, so I just wanted to give y'all a message real quick. And that message is plain and simple from me and the rest of America. Please do not arrest me and detain me forever because Guantanamo seems scary as shit. And uh, I don't think I would survive even a single day there because I am way too pretty. Okay, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Please do not detain me illegally and hold me without bail, without a trial. Please do not drone strike my ass with no (laughs) trial. (laughs) You know, so I remember one of my, you know red state friends at the start of the first no the second gulf war was -hmm. telling me how you know it's for freedom america is free no other country enjoys our kind of freedom etc that just seems like bullshit now said no one (laughs) since 2001 yeah like it wasn't true at the time you know like the truth is i think most countries are pretty free like it most of the successful – freedom is all over the place. I think non-free is almost the the exception. But also I take issue with that kind of moral relativism. It's the same thing with the first world problem. Like kiss my ass. Yeah, I'm not in the Sudan. I know I'm not in the Sudan. But I'm still pissed that I can't find my car keys. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> stop trying to tell me that I shouldn't think things are problems because other people have it worse than me. Yes, I won won the genetic lottery for a little bit. Okay, this is my slice of the human experience. Maybe I'll come back as a conscious archetype. Who knows? But, like, yes, there are people that live in, like, it sucks to be in North Korea relative to the freedoms we have in the Constitution. But still, we're supposed to live by this this document here, or the government's supposed to live by it, 
And they're not. And th- so what? Other people have it shittier than we do. We're not supposed to have these things happen to us. That doesn't change the fact just because other people have it shitty. While it is shitty for them, and while I feel empathy for them, I'm still not going to completely disregard the problems in my life and the problems in our country and our freedom because of the problem with freedom elsewhere in the, in the world. So for people that don't know what we're talking about, it's come out that the U.S. government is kind of just grabbing all the data about phone calls. That's one of the things they're grabbing. And data about phone calls includes pretty much which number's calling which, uh, how long they're talking, and when they talked. So if I identify, you know, Wings as a terrorist, beard, then, (laughs) (laughs) just saying, then, um, you know, we look at everyone he's calling and texting and doing that stuff with and know that these guys are potential, they're potential co-collaborators in whatever nasty thing he has planned on doing. That's that's why they do what they do. I would say do. you're very bad at your job. Says, Muslims hate me. <laughs> that's because you called them sand niggers, Wings. <laughs> no, it's not even that. They what? hate the video. If you like religion, don't watch this video. <laughs> Still get Muslim death threats through this day. Wings is like they're sand niggers. No, that's not a racist term. No, no. That's, it's just a descriptive term. Bro, there's <laughs> worse terms. There's dune coons. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. 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 I thought we were going to make it a whole show. I thought we could make it a whole show. (laughs) We actually knocked Boogie off. Look at that. (laughs) Yeah, what happened to Boogie? (laughs) All right, I'm coming back if you guys can stop saying. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like the the exact guy from Clerks 2 in that whole scene when he was talking about porch monkeys. (laughs) Randall, where they're trying to tell him that's a racial story. He's like, porch monkeys not a racial story. Wings is a real-life Randall. (laughs) I'm not racist in in any shape or form. Neither was Randall. (laughs) Exactly. I know the names. There's just names that I just don't confer with racism. It's like calling... Me a gringo. I'm like, I don't consider gringo a racist term. I mean, it's, uh, it's another way of calling somebody white. Painkiller already <laughs> desperately needs a black guest. It's been way too long. Oh, God, please. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's we're not racist. We're really not. Me yeah, three, we really dude. aren't. Next week, I'll leave me blade. That'll fix it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you something. I live in, I live in, in Arkansas, and um, uh, this, this, this particular podcast is whiter than corporate Walmart. <laughs> We can create a banner now. We could put like one of those mixed race banners and have like a Latin woman married to a black man and like all happy with like PK. We haven't been able to book any. We haven't been able to book any black guests since Lefty. Oh, I can't imagine why they're wings. I can't imagine what reason a person of color would have for not wanting to be here. It's Lefty. I'm not actually racist. Everybody's. I'm not actually racist. He's not. He's not. It's just annoying. I have Bash, and I have um, a guy named uh, Chris Move. Mm -hmm. Oh, somebody. Somebody keeps sending me a meme of like the Bad Luck Brian thing, and it says it's Bad Luck Brian, and the the top bracket is uh, successful on YouTube, and then under it says best known for being racist. (laughs) 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 Damn it! Yeah. Yeah, and what I said wasn't even know. racist, you jerk. He's not actually racist. And the thing he said, which now it's going to be a thing. The thing he said, which was a variation of America no longer lives, it wasn't even racist. But you know, we just pretend that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if we're if we're going to be controversial here, can I just go ahead and get something off my chest? 
Uh, we I am no longer. Do what? We don't do controversy on this show. Oh, we're doing no. it now. Buckle in. <laughs> uh, Just don't ask Woody about rape. I uh. personally, oh, I personally you. am no longer mad at Hitler. What? And here's why. Here's why. <laughs> Hitler did. Oh, my God. <laughs> listen, listen. And you're gonna agree with me when I'm done. I Hitler did. Right? You're gonna be like time heals all, and we're gonna be like. <laughs> no, Hitler. Hitler was responsible for the Holocaust, and that was a fucking atrocity. Okay. Yeah, fuck the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about all the uh, slave camps and the underground tunnels. The, that exa- all that in. awful shit. Okay. <laughs> but he did something good that a lot of people don't think about. He killed Hitler. <laughs> I mean, so honestly, that's a wash, kinda. Yeah. Okay, I'm, kidding. I'm still really mad at Hitler. <laughs> no, 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 like that. No, Nazis built underground tunnels, and what they did is they used. Do you uh, have sympathy like, for him because he was the guy that was killed by Hitler? Ooh. Oh no! He was no. the last yeah, guy I mean, killed by Hitler. I mean, no, a lot. Yeah, and Hitler plus, killed a lot of Jews and such, but I mean, he he was also killed by Hitler. I think you your think, heart should extend to him. Actually, if you're going to go that way, if you think about it, he may have killed Hitler, but then he also killed the hero that killed Hitler. So now ah, he's back in the shit yeah. again. <laughs> it just keeps going all the way 360 back to one. <laughs> well played. Oh, all right. Back to 360. Those, back those tonight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see what I'm doing. Probably would have been a pretty cool leader. Yeah, I was slow oh, on that. God. What was that, Wings? If he didn't have all those like the super super religious, and, you know, spectral views, <laughs> probably been a pretty good leader because he took after the Versailles Treaty was signed. Germany was really bad off, and when he rose to power, he turned their entire economy around. And actually created a war machine capable of almost taking the world over. Right, but that it was slave had one labor. Purpose. Right, and that country had one purpose. It's not like he did that with like computers. Yeah, exactly. He did it with no. guns. He and just said, "Okay, people <laughs> you know, have a few million people, make the, them slaves." No, 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 no. That's our economy. That the rest of us will kill people in conquer. That was after the war started. He didn't like slave labor. No, no. He created. He recreated the autobahn. He created all this. With he created slave the labor. <laughs> It ain't slave labor. Listen, people the didn't Autobahn have food. was slave labor, wasn't it? People had nothing, and he gave them something. And uh, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I, I mean, you are wrong. He I, was a good leader on that aspect. Look, look, what I've learned from history is you always think the worst of Hitler. That way you're always safe. Just think the worst <laughs> of Hitler, and I mean, you'll always be either right or at least safe. Like, what if Santa Claus is real, Kyle, and he ends up being like a mall shooter? Santa Claus didn't... Like Start seriously, Santa Claus is right. is actually real one day, Kyle, and he like starts shooting people up at the mall. Like, blang, 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 blang. The little kids get it first. Machine gun down right in the front row. You gonna forget everything else he's done? All the joy and happiness and the sleigh ride. What planet are you from? Where <laughs> he this also is said mind, he also said no Russian before he got off the elevator and like yeah the yeah. This sounds like this sounds no like Russian. your dreams. When I was twelve, I asked Santa Claus for my little pony playset and I never got it. So I don't care who he kills. I hate that fucker. Can I talk <laughs> about my little pony for a second? I really want to wrap back around to the Prism NSA stuff again. But oh god. <laughs> so here's the deal. I did a dual com with FPS Russia on Mail Monday like nine months ago, and I didn't realize that bronies were a thing at the time, right? Like, oh, wow. it, you're familiar with bronies, right? Everyone is. Mm-hmm. Nine months ago, the guy was like, I really like my little pony, and people are making fun of us, and etc. And FPS Russia and I decided to just like completely like also make fun of this guy for liking my little pony. <laughs> <laughs> and. I didn't realize there was, like, there's new My Little Ponies that I've never seen before. 
And since then, people have been reaching out to me to educate me on my little ponies like repeatedly <laughs> there's a there is a chapter at some university in south dakota and i, I think it, like the president reached out to my agent and said he'd like to come on painkiller already and represent my little pony enthusiasts like bronies and so that we can be better educated on the culture that we're and he was a really well-written likable guy i they're actually turning me around and i, and I see these bronies and, and at first i thought that it was something to be ridiculed and now i'm like you know i i think they're right. actually good-hearted let's, let's people go. just like it, it's it's just I, people like me that only saw the like i like the care bear version of it a long time ago i i actually have seen the first season of my little pony part of the second this is the new stuff this is the new stuff. Uh-huh. I have a friend who is a, a hardcore uh, pony all the way from fanfic to uh, art drawing. I've talked to a lot of fans who are bronies, and I'll tell you that I can actually explain the phenomenon if you care to hear. Um, yeah. Okay, here's my understanding of it, and if I'm mistaken, feel free to harass me about it. I'm okay with that, guys. But basically, the show comes along, and it's a decent show. It's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. So they... Um, uh, these people attach to the show and the overall message of the show, which is tolerance, love, friendship. It's kind of cool. And so it really appealed to a handful of people who uh, get behind that message and then to a lot of people who are on the fringe of society who have not been treated with friendship, love, and kindness. And this concept and this idea speaks to them. So they became fans of the show. Um, the people at the show who are creating it began to respond to that fellowship, that adult male and adult female fellowship, and they were really pleased with it. And even though they were creating a, a, a kids' show for tween girls at the time, they started marketing towards this demographic as well. And um, because they started marketing towards them, it, the entire movement began to flourish. And there are some bronies that are a little laughable with their obsession with it, and there are a few bronies who are like on the fringe of society, and they're a little laughable. But most of the people in the subculture are it's cringeworthy I'll admit that sometimes it puckers my asshole to see these you know videos and stuff sometimes but at the end of the day I mean they're just passionate about something we're passionate about gaming and they're and passionate about friendship you're saying it's so great and I appreciate your help they're yeah. passionate about something and that something is unhateable you know, yeah, it, it, tolerance, right. love, let, and let kindness, hate, is that what you on. said? Oh, let let me hate hate on. <laughs> oh wings. Let me I want to know whatever he's about to say. About I don't co-sign on That doesn't <laughs> stop that he believes he believes in a magical man sitting up in the sky while he's trying to run my fucking state. <laughs> wow. I love you, dude. Can you say that <laughs> is an atheist. Can wait, you tell? Wait. We were talking over each other. Would you so say edgy. That? So brave. Is this thing what? on? Wings, we were talking over each other. Can you say that again? I didn't catch it. I said, yeah, let me help me out here. You you don't want to call him stupid because he's believing something for happiness and friendship. But look here. My mayor believes in Jesus. That means he's trying to run my state. He's a logical, well-spoken, well-read individual that believes in a magical man in the sky saved him like 1,500 years ago. From hell. Um, well, in fairness, because you're well written and well educated doesn't mean you're fucking dumb. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I, I'm I'm agnostic myself. Uh, no, 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 no! I have to stop you. I'm sorry. I know you're. We're gonna have this fight. Let's have this fight. 
Okay? Agnosticism is kid gloves trying to hide atheism from people that don't want to hear you're an atheist. I am a gnostic theist. Here's what I believe, okay? And then you fucking fucking tell me what classification you want to give me, but I'm telling you it is agnostic. I believe that no religion on the planet has it right. I believe that no religion, all of them are man-made, but there is very likely something more to this universe than we can comprehend, potentially a god, but potentially a plan, potentially something. I don't know what that is, and I am not so filled with hubris that I will guess. But I believe that there's a chance that there's something, and therefore I believe that I'm atheist. Or, if you want to clarify it further, Gnostic theist. I don't know, but I hope that there is. Agnostic theist is perfect. There you go. Yeah. Okay, then that perfectly paints oh, a victim. But just saying, I was looking for a fight. Well, no, just saying because people that say they're agnostic are just trying to, to skirt the issue. When it comes yeah. to the question of the Christian God or, or uh, well, the, the Jewish God is the same one, but uh, or Allah or whatever, you are atheist. Your answer to the question of do you believe in this God is no. By the very de- definition, if you question your faith, the ver- your answer has to be no to do you believe in this, and thus by definition you are atheist. And then you can throw up your hands and say, well, I don't know what lays, lies beyond that I, I have no idea here's which is question. true here's a question if you could pick if you could pick one of the mythological gods to be the real god which one would you choose Zeus kicks ass flying spaghetti monster I love pasta that, that's <laughs> these are no, two good answers a, no flying spaghetti monster is awesome yeah you go to the the beer factory in the sky when you die with all the cheerleaders and hookers. That's the shit. And you say ramen when a... when you yeah. when you after you pray ramen. Hey, uh, we got an <laughs> update on this. We got an update. Let me just throw this. I was here. thinking of like you know. Oh, wait, wings. You have an, <laughs> she replied to your text. A blowjob update. I can't see it. Can I'm you like, put it in your uh, Gmail? You show just read it to us. Just just read it to us. I told you I would. Lol. Prove it. Can no, we no. answer the text for you? To prove it. There's one way to prove it, and it's not by <laughs> saying you'll do it. Uh-huh. I, I don't want this to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it so bad. Please, someone please, someone be mature enough not to make this a thing. Uh, I can't help no, it. What do you mean a thing? Like, t- tonight or ever? I... Alright, Lefty, are you ready? Ready. You see a very attractive person. What does that person do next to suddenly make you lose all interest? Ooh. Um, I, I don't know. I guess that means I'm easy. Can I do it? <laughs> I guess I'm just really easy. Can to... We can come back to you, Lefty. Wait, yeah, you got yeah. something? She says, I love Jesus. <laughs> I'd be ready to debate at that point. Uh-huh. You'd be ready to bail if she's a Jesus. Uh, no lover. debate. Oh, like, debate. Jesus, debate. Huh? What, what is your oh. stance on Jesus? She's got she's got missing teeth. If she's got if she's got lefty. missing teeth. She's attractive lefty. No, yeah, I don't think, no, I don't think we can go with unattractive as a way to make you lose interest. Hey, lefty, you need to see my smile at some point. By the way, look at that. Look well, at that's that. fine. No, okay, I'm pretty. But, I mean, I'm pretty. If she's if she's like if she's a ten and then she smiles and her teeth are like a five, we're not accepting this answer. That's okay. You're not accepting. It. Look here. If she's a ten on the body and her teeth are like black and rotten, I'm like, all right, that's we can go ten. to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> can I get an false teeth? 
Who? I got an answer for this one. Good. Buys an Xbox One. Oh, oh look, God. I'm running all the way back. Oh, somebody's a front runner. You're just going to hate on the Xbox she One. She parks in the NSA gonna, parking lot. You're going to ride yeah, that yeah. wave of popularity as everyone else dogs the Xbox One. Yeah. See, what, I, here's what I want. Like, hold on a second. I, I want the floor for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the next six months as this thing comes out, I aspire to establish myself as an unbiased critic on the next gen of consoles. Please be. I, 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 I'm, like, a lot of people are calling me an Xbox One fanboy because I think I'm centered while the internet is pure PlayStation. And if it swings the other way, they'll call me a PS fanboy again as I stay centered and, and fact-based while the whole internet rides the wave the other way. That's, that's where I aspire to be over the next six Do months. it. Please be. I'm going to... I'm going to continue to do what I've always done, which is try to get a feeling for what people are mad about and then have Francis scream about it, because that's my job. I mean, at the end of the day, I still want to own an Xbox One, and I'm sorry to do that. It's what we call in the comedy world a throwback, you know, to a previous topic, to mm-hmm. try to get a cheap laugh, so I'm sorry to do that. It's not going to be good for a cheap laugh, but... Um, yeah, it's you know at the end of the day, I want it to be a good product. I want them to fix the problems I have with it, so I can buy one too. You know, I would like to think that I'm relatively neutral, even though when I looked at the E3 games list, 90% of those games I'm going to get on PC anyway. Boogie, you, know? you see an attractive person. What does she do next to make you lose interest? Uh, see, now I want to do another throwback, but I can't bring myself to use the phrase. <laughs> Let's. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Please forgive me. Uses the phrase "sane." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wiggs. <laughs> Honestly, oh, jeez, I don't know. I've got one. It's here. Smoke a cigarette. Oh, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I knew that was gonna be yours. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't deal with that. Yeah, if she was Kate Upton and then she lit up, I there'd be no place in my life for her. All right, uh, boss of all bosses, Kyle. What's yours? Ah. You I don't know. It would have to be something really bad, right? Yeah. Like, like mine might find be really bad, like bust a crack rock out, smoke a bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if Stands in a out, urinal. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, Kyle. Three little kids come out from behind her. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, if if, if there's three mystery children coming out of nowhere. Drugs me and takes my kidneys. Anything like that, yeah. If she's got, bla- if she's got a blade... Of, for some reason, if she she has some sort of razor blade, razor knife situation. Yeah, snakes are okay. You know what else I don't like, and this sometimes, is kind of like lefty's sometimes. attractive thing, but if she had tattoos on her boobs, you know, sometimes women have tattoos in that cleavage area. That's not for me. I can look past that. I can look past anything physical. Like, yeah, it's, it's I, like I have tattoos on her face. My girlfriend, my girlfriend, says about her weight too. I told her I don't love you because of the way you look. You could be five hundred pounds. And I would still be, you know, your boyfriend. Ooh, I got the perfect... Because my girlfriend does this. If she doesn't accept my compliments... Yeah, that's hard. If, if I'm trying to say, I love you, you're beautiful, you're the most beautiful girl to me, you, you, you know, it's cliche, but you completely... All that stuff... And and they I, I can I can withstand a little bit oh ha 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 no I know blah 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 you're just saying that but if it gets to the point where I'm like no seriously I find you very very attractive and they're like no you don't no you don't no you don't at some point I'm like bitch accept my compliment it's pissing me off now this is fucking determined work <laughs> right so if 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 the girl if if I'm interested in her or I'm with her and she won't accept my compliment, that's that's an ultimate turnoff because it's like, I trying out, to be I, nice. I went out with a girl. Um, Chris, I'm getting married now, so this, these all old stories, war stories I'll tell over and over and over again. But I went out with a girl who was way out of my league, just 
completely out of my league, and she was attracted to my mind, but she hated the body I was in. And she just could not get around the fact that I was fat, gross, and ugly. And uh, she really, I mean, we dated off and on for the better part of six months. Um, and she was upset all the time that I didn't compliment her enough because she knew how out of league, out of my league she was. So that can be just as ugly as a girl that's expecting it and wanting it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the worst feeling in the world, I hate, too. I hate, I never want to go out with a girl who thinks she's better than me. Yeah, I didn't want to either, but, man, she was hot. And uh, I, I had no I, self-esteem, you know, could, so I was like, fuck it. could be it. a 10 out of 10 what she is. I'd kick her straight to the fucking curve. Yeah. And when she's sitting there crying because she just got fat by dumped by a fat, lonely loser. <laughs> I, I, that's a, actually a, exactly what I – she was a, what we call a feeder. Are you familiar with that phrase? Have you ever heard of that before? I know it. No. Yeah, she was a girl that liked to make people fatter. And so she got with me and under the pretense that, you know, you're a big guy already. It probably wouldn't be that bad if you got fatter. And I'm like, well, I don't want to get fatter. She's like, well, you know, we could date, just see what happens. We'll date, see what happens. We'll date, see what happens. And um, so, I, you know, at the same time, she hated all the restrictions and all the negative aspects of my body and how I couldn't move as much as I wanted and how well, it she made certain things difficult. But at the same time, she was, I, she was crazy. That's why she was a feeder because she was fucking batshit nuts. And uh, I think I would have fed her was like a little bit of the Tootsie Roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually she. Uh, eventually, I got. Jesus Christ! Wait, what? Wait, uh, wait, what did he? Could you repeat that? Uh, it would be funny the second time. Kyle. The only thing Wings would have fed her is a little bit of that Tootsie Roll. Okay, mm. that sounds like a meme to me. Somebody <laughs> should write on that. Yeah. Get to work, mm. put it on the subreddit. Oh, I'm just what what could he does he mean an actual Tootsie Roll? Is no, Tootsie I Roll a euphemism ro- for something? It's his penis. Okay. It's, 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 it's a penis joke. You know, yeah. you gotta you gotta unwrap the fat around it and you just pop it in your mouth. I was mildly oh, concerned oh, it was poo. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. oh, even I threw up a little in my mouth for that <laughs> yeah, one. That's, that's pretty bad. I, I got oh. a, I got I got a visual image when he said those things. Oh God, that's what oh. I do. raped my mind a little. Okay, so so bring it back because that's not why oh, we all okay. called. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Woody. Are you scared a little bit more now about the NSA thing and the, you know, your information is? I don't even know how to feel. It's like it's scary, but I don't know what's worse is whether a judge would actually sign the warrant to give to make the the Verizon give the NSA these because apparently there was a warrant involved in on some level. It's not give the, a, like. What it was is they went to a classified court. I hope I have my facts right. Our, our standard disclaimer, if you want really accurate information, painkiller ready is not the place for you. But my understanding is that a judge signed like an approval. They, they went to them and asked about the constitutionality of this kind of behavior. And instead of it being like a warrant to check out Lefty, it was kind of like a judicial approval to do this kind of mass collection. And it, no one is arguing that it's against the law that I know of. The problem is that it's not against the law. Like the, the problem is that they went to a judge and the judge was like, oh, yeah, so long as you're just collecting all the data about the calls and not the actual calls themselves, I don't see what's wrong with this. But there's more. You know, they're also collecting lots of emails. And, you know, and, and with the email stuff, 
they're suspecting it's not just metadata about the emails. It's not just who you sent it to and when you sent it and maybe if there were attachments. It's the actual content of the email. And they're scanning it and they're you know, searching it and they run these algorithms across it and see who's talking about what. So it's emails and it's phone records. And then, you know, now people are starting to worry, perhaps uh, valid, I'm trying to say, you know, mm-hmm. validly, that... Um, they have the content of the phone calls as well because it seems like every three days the scope of what they're doing or the scope of what we know they're doing is going up. You know, it starts off with, ah, it's phone calls from Verizon. And then it's like Apple, Verizon, Google, AT&T. And then all of a sudden it's ISPs, which is gathering our emails. And then tomorrow it's going to be the content of the calls and, you know, just goes on. A, then it's going to be your browsing history. And then it's going to be your Facebook records are being collected and mined. And, you know, that whole privacy thing you've got going on in Facebook doesn't apply to the government. Like they, We don't know where the scope of this ends, but we do know that our government is spying on us as deeply as they possibly can under the guise that they're going to find terrorists. And, you know, then where does it expand from there, right? It, at first, their motivation is terrorists. Soon, maybe their motivation is, I don't know, drug dealers or, drug, or, yeah. or crimes or whatever. They've already used the Patriot Act to catch drug dealers, Dude, which may or may not be a good thing. People. Yeah, and, and they've never stopped the terrorists with it, but I can I was listening to Bill Maher. Do you guys know him? He's like a liberal on mm-hmm. HBO. And um, he said something that kind of sunk in with me. He's like, this is not a no-brainer. This is a brainer. You know, it, to give away this kind of privacy about who you're calling, it is really clear that this kind of information could be useful. If I identify Wings as a bad guy and then know everyone he's talking to, this can really, really help me take down the entire operation. In a way that you know, would be super effective. Well, I, I will counter so you can put it into the slave we know as the American prison system, which is basically free labor. Let me counter with this. This NSA program has been going on for how many years now, if I'm not mistaken? I believe it's seven. And Something they've collected like a ridiculous amount of data, and they violate it. They have shredded the Constitution to do it. And a spokesperson, uh, another leak, came out and said that this was worse than we could imagine, and that the, uh, the what we know now is the tip of the iceberg of the amount of data they've collected. And all of this information is there, and all of those algorithms are there, and all those computers are crunching the numbers right now. They could not stop the Boston bombings, which was literally two fucking idiots with some soup pots and some gunpowder. They couldn't stop those guys, so... Uh, you think they're going to stop the next 9-11? I sincerely doubt it. It is really, it, really difficult to stop people from doing bad things. Uh, people that's what forget. I'm saying. There was a terrorist attack in Chapel Hill. Nobody remembers it. It was an ass with an SUV screaming Allah Akbar. Go ahead, Google it. You'll find it on Wikipedia. Screaming Allah Akbar in Chapel Hill, running over as many people as he could in an intersection. How do you stop that? Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, it, guns are legal in this country. Even if they weren't, you can get them. How do you stop one guy from taking a gun and shooting up a mall? Like, it is incredibly difficult to stop a population from having it's a single easy. bad when apple. You do when you go to the mall, you start passing out pistols at the door. <laughs> <laughs> you want everybody armed. I, 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 I feel like... Hey, welcome to the mall. Here's and the your actual pistol. Threat, <laughs> here's, my, here's one of the things that burns in my head. The threat isn't big enough to have this kind of counter threat, I think. 
right? Exactly. It, 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 the truth is it would be so easy for a guy like me to do something terrible and it would be so easy for so many people to do terrible things. But yet the fact that hardly anybody does it means we shouldn't be spending a trillion dollars a year on this bullshit or whatever it is, 500 billion a year. Now, the NSA is very expensive. This whole program is very expensive. What if we just spent that on something better? It, it's and it, it's like, how about this? How about a boxing ring for the community? So when you hate somebody, you can call them out and you got to fight them in public. <laughs> I hear you, but like more seriously, they spend a lot of money trying to solve an impossible to solve problem, right? Which is preventing any group of whatever sixteen from doing something oh, it's bad. Like, it's like marijuana. It's like they, they spend like billions of dollars trying to fight marijuana, and they 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 net all these man hours beating it, and they get very little back for it on a drug that they're most likely going to legalize in the next ten years anyway. I can't wait for that. Not because I want to smoke pot, but because, I mean, it, clearly it was a bad call to do prohibition on some of these drugs. I mean, alcohol is way worse than weed. I'm not – I don't know about Think that. Think about it. Weed's not addictive. Alcohol is addictive. Mm-hmm. You can't really overdose on marijuana anyway. You, can you can't overdose on, on marijuana. You can overdose on alcohol. That's true. Alcohol has never been a to so operate a motor vehicle. Oh, wait a minute. It, it, I, no, well, no, yeah, being impaired on marijuana is going to slow down your reaction time. Yeah. I, well, I, I would assume, just from I understand. There's other people be I know who may or may not have marijuana. smoked marijuana, they their reaction time seemed impaired, yeah, and I they didn't seem like they were... I'm not saying there's not going to be a driving under the influence charge for marijuana. No. I'm just saying it's not yeah. as severe as alcohol. It is like not as severe. I would, I would line up with that, but I would guess that sober people are your best drivers. Yeah, yeah sober, sober people, people be are your best drivers. Uh, but 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 marijuana. All right, if marijuana caused an accident, that they weren't actually killed by marijuana. They were killed by a forklift accident. No, no, that's the same thing. Under you, same with like alcohol. The guy weren't killed because he was drunk. He was killed because yeah. his car hit a damn forklift. Yeah, he got hit with a fucking I mean, car. But, no, he, his reaction time, which was impaired by marijuana, is what killed him. That would say marijuana killed him. One yeah, challenge aspect. with marijuana is it's really difficult to tell if you're high right now. That's what I've been told. I'm sure there's some expert out there who thinks I'm wrong. But, like, it, for example, I could take a, uh, you know, a, a tuft of Lefty's hair and test it for pot and know if he had used it in the last three months. But I can't tell if he's driving impaired. Not my beautiful locks. You leave them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, well, you know what? I was looking at wings when I said it, and I was like, that won't work, guys. <laughs> I guess we'll get some beard or what something. beard hair? Would, I, I would, no, they do aren't. No. I actually know this. I've asked this question before. I had to take a drug test one time, and, and I was like, what if my head was shaved? And they're like, we go to the armpit. I'm like, well, what if I was a swimmer? We go until we find hair. <laughs> <laughs> so right, the then. keys to shave your body clean? Yeah, your eyebrow, they're going to go for your eyebrows, man. They're, they're, they're pulling Shave something. them off. They'd be like, come up here looking like fucking Moby and shit. <laughs> hey, bitches, I'm ready to take my drug test. How funny would it be if, if, if that was if that was like a, a, a gag in a movie? Like the guy had to shave all of his body hair off so he could get this gig. But he gets there and it's a urine test. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, um, it, I, and oh, and then there's other stuff. That, like, people act like, oh, you know, pot's not bad for you to smoke. It's all cool. No, dude. It, there's bad stuff in cigarettes. Even superheated clean air is bad to smoke. They, I, I've said this in videos before. When I was little, 
they had cigarettes, quote unquote, with like nothing in them, like they burned clean. And it turned out just inhaling that really hot air was bad for your lungs. So yeah. that's not how, because so smokers, I'm told, as they quit, one of the tough things is they don't know what to do with their hands. They just feel like they're antsy. And they would give them these cigarettes that weren't cigarettes. But the hot air was a problem. So um, the statistics, yeah. the no- the numbers are coming in on um, the numbers are coming in on e-cigarettes now, and as it looks, uh, they're not that much healthier for you than the actual thing. I'm obviously the non-additives are there. Get behind those; those are wonderful compared to yeah, compared to, but mm-hmm. obviously not smoking is. I'm better. just going from the side effect of like my friends that smoke e-cigarettes. I much rather them do that than regular yeah. cigarettes. It's e- not offensive to me. I think Kyle, is that the thing you tried? Yes. Yeah, e-cigarettes are not a problem to be next to. You can be in the same yes. car as a guy on an e-cigarette, and you does you don't care. You're cool. It, it's it doesn't, it doesn't smell bad. It doesn't stain my interior. No. It doesn't smell. You're like, wait a minute. The car now smells like vanilla. <laughs> I like <laughs> I like your addictive habits, sir. Keep it up. <laughs> Maybe next time, Sherry. I got no problem with cigars. They smell like chocolate and like grape, new grape and shit like that. Yeah, apparently it's illegal to flavor cigarettes in nice things like cherry and chocolate because they were worried that would make it attractive kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so remember when there were chocolate out? cigarettes. I, I, they must have stopped that like around the time I turned 18 because I yeah. wanted to try those chocolate cigarettes so much, but now I could never find like, them. they're all bleach-flavored. You're like, really? You picked ammonia? <laughs> like, who, who requested that? <laughs> uh, I, you guys will need a brand-new topic? Well, Actually, before we leave, like, before we leave the topic, can I say one more thing about the NSA? Yeah, I'm 40 years old now, so I'm gonna sound like a crotchety old man here, but I don't give a shit. Wait, I okay? thought you were 39. Well, I'm I'm th- I'm turning 39 this year. It's old enough to where I can remember a ter- period of time where we had most of the liberties Are that we sacrificed in the past. Now? I'm 38 na- now. You now I turned 30. I- this guy. I'm 30, listen, I was born in July 31st, 1971. I turned 39. In July 24th, uh, 19, uh, 2013, I'll be 40 in, in 2014. Wait, you're born right. in 71? Born in 74. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, heard, so I'll be I'll be 40 years old in, in 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember when a lot of these liberties we had were still available. You know what happened? Just about, just about as much as bad shit then as is happening now. What it really comes down to is you can't stop crazy people from killing other people. There's nothing you can fucking do about it. The only way to treat it is to treat mental illness in the in this country, which we ignore entirely. Gun control is not going to work because you get rid of guns, there's still guns. And there's going to be guns for another 100 years. And crazy people are going to find those guns. If you take away guns from crazy people, they're going to find they a fucking rocks. knife. Yeah, if you take away the knife, they're going to find a fucking rock. Okay? As long as they sell fertilizer, they're still in trucks and... and, and, and and I guess pressure cookers, there's still ways to kill hundreds of people. PCV it's pipe. just the right. What it comes <laughs> down to is you treat mental illness in this country and it goes away. It reduces greatly. We're safer now than we've ever been, but it has absolutely nothing to do with what the NASA is doing. It has no, absolutely nothing to do with what the Patriot Act is doing. And the fact that we are not standing up against this, the fact that this is not the only thing we're talking about, the fact that we have another topic to go to is heart wrenching to me. And, but there's only so much screaming about it I can do on Remember Twitter. the color grid yeah. they used to throw down your throat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. orange today. Yeah. yeah. I'm scared. I mean, at the end of the day, it all comes down to a select few 
crazy fucking people, and it doesn't matter how much data you can get, you can't predict crazy. That's the definition of crazy. The other thing I want to throw out there is if this doesn't bother you, right, maybe you have complete faith in Obama, and you say, I'm going to give this a pass. You need to remember that you're not just giving Obama a pass. You're giving your government a pass. And whoever it is that is your worst-case scenario leader, maybe for you that's Chris Christie. Maybe for you that's Hillary Clinton. Maybe it's you know Rubio or whatever. It, maybe it's someone in the past. Maybe George W. Bush was your version of the worst president ever. That guy will come into power again. Somebody that represents who you don't want to be president will eventually win, and he will have all the powers that you didn't fuss about because it was Obama at the time. Yeah. So. Can I just hey. give a quote? Can I just bow this with a quote? Just all a right. quote. Tie it up. They who can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. And that was from ben that's from Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. So keep that in mind as you move forward about the giving up a central liberty to receive just a little temporary safety. Yep. What is one you always lose that liberty, and that safety is only temporary. Mm -hmm. And that liberty is not coming back once it's gone. And, hey, how about the fact, because I know you went through this with two wings. When I flew, I had to have a guy, both in L.A. and here, grab my nuts and move them from left to right because the scanner doesn't work for me because I'm big. So they can't yep. see all the way through me. So that dude had to reach into every fold I got, Fuck every yeah. sweaty fucking. Now I know crevice, what I'm doing after oh, YouTube. Right, cut <laughs> my fucking balls. Let me, yeah, let me, let me, I got a story right on the Benjamin Franklin quote because this actually happened oh, to me God, at work. This topic's been going on forever. Oh, oh no! It's, we, we it's, only, it's only our liberty at stake, Woody. I've aged more I mean, than Boogie here, during me, this conversation. It, 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 <laughs> people are so stupid in this regard. It, this kind of simplifies it up because this is what happened at work with us. At work, I I think who told me this? I so, don't know. You had a <laughs> you had a story ready. I'm questioning it. What All just right. happened? Let me just tell the story. Okay. Basically, people would take would have, have a um, a loan. Basically, they did away with raises and they dropped everybody's pay. But regardless of that, they gave them five thousand dollars. For that year, as a bonus, but for what they didn't see is they're getting fi they're all happy and they all accepted the the clause because they were getting five thousand bonus right now. You get five grand, but you lose five grand. You lose more than five grand over the next five years, and that's money you'll never see again. And over a lifetime, that could have been forty or fifty grand that you could have had. Yep. Not to mention your raises are often done by a percentage, and now you're just working off a lower base. People need to think ahead. That's your bottom line? Yeah, that, that, that's the whole thing. People don't think ahead. People are in the moment now, 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 now. This is the thing. I've been going with my girlfriend over this over and over again. She is so bad with money because she doesn't understand that tomorrow is another day. She doesn't have to have that article of clothing or that cell phone app or whatever it is today. She can have it next week. It's going to still be there. But you always try to keep your priority or bases covered for today, next month, next week, next year. And if you, you destroy that to get something faster, you're going backwards. Kyle. The guy that works for me is terrible with his money. <laughs> Kyle, what's the biggest yes. scam ever? Um, like in, like historically or kind of in pop culture? I'm kind of going for pop culture. I've got two in my head. 
Yeah, because you could just you drop like this, the Ponzi scheme because it's been repeated so many times. I, 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 one is the cost of printer ink, right? It's oh, like eight thousand ga- dollars a gallon. I got you. One. Crazy. Got yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Wings. What's yours? Soft drinks. Soft drinks are a scam. Soft drinks, bottled water. I mean, like a bottle of water, you could fill it up, I think, something like 436 times for the amount it costs in the store. Bottle you know what a great deal is? Cheaper than gas. Yeah. Think about how, I was about to say, gasoline is the best deal ever. When you think about what it is, mm. it's exploding dinosaur juice. <laughs> <laughs> and you get it for $3.50 a gallon and you complain? <laughs> exploding? <laughs> Dinosaur juice. Now fill up and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> when you what put about, it like that, it sounds about, really um, cool. What about those fucking replacement plans at Walmart for your PlayStation 3 game? They tried to, just last night I bought uh, um, a bunch of games, and they tried to charge me an extra five bucks to replace my disc, I guess. If it were to break, what the f- actual, that's pure profit, it's 100% profit. Who brings their disc back to Walmart? <laughs> text messages text messages what, what do they charge you if you don't have a plan like 50 cents a message they're oh my like God. they are like all but free for the telecom company it costs overdraft nothing to send that even the monthly fees of like unlimited text messages for $20 it, it, I, I can't describe how inexpensive it is for a phone company to deliver a text message. They have their own protocol to make the payload smaller. It's, it's about infrastructure as well, right? It, but it, it puts no load on the infrastructure. Your phone call, like a, a five-minute phone call, must have 50,000 times the load that a text message does. Like in your life, your entire text messaging history will never amount to much at all. Like it's next to nothing in terms of cost. I it's see. It's all profit. It's, it's it, bastards. It's yeah. They charge you a bundle well, they're, for they're, something that's free. Who is them. more evil? Who is more evil? The cell phone companies or the internet service providers? Internet service provider. So, yeah, I, easy. I don't know. Yeah, you think it's I'm easy? with I'm with Cox Communications. <laughs> they're actually pretty good about it. But uh, last month they they called me to tell me that they were going to throttle my account because I went over my 200 or 400 gig limit and I'm just like I it's one of the very first times I've ever went like real life Francis on uh, somebody and I'm like look it's my fucking job to create and upload videos okay some of these videos are two or three gigs of pop alright I pay for the best plan you got and if you had a better upload I would get a better plan if you ever fucking throttle me I will change to AT&T tomorrow even though it's a worse service that costs more and is slower just because Fuck you. If you don't give a shit about my 15 years of customer loyalty to you, I will change in a heartbeat. If I so much as see a fucking email about this again, I will not call to complain. I will call only to drop your ass. And I've never been so mad in my life. But even Cox Communications, which is one of the best ones, is still really shitty. I, I, have hate, a, I hate to do I have a business line. So like, I, I'm lucky. I, I worry about nothing. Like, maximum upload? There is no maximum upload. I could run the thing 24 by 7 at full throttle, and they'd never say a word to me. When I call for support, I call their special business support line. I don't get that. I don't get that, Woody. I have a business line, too. Remember when we was having that DOS problem? Yes. 
Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I had. I called them to change my IP a couple times. I'm like, dude, I'm getting. I'm getting dosed. They're keeping my line down. I have no access to the internet. I'm not getting the service I'm paid for. Could you please give me a new IP? First time they did it. Second time they said we're not going to do this for you anymore. And I went ape shit on them. I'm like, look here. I pay two hundred and fifty goddamn dollars a month. I pay for a business class line. That includes business class service. You should change my IP as many times as I want, no matter how often I ask you to do it. Because one, it's your job to sit there on that phone line and deal with customer service. Two, I pay money for that customer service. It's ridiculous that you want you would even give this and worry about what I'm doing on the internet. The far as I care, I'm you're giving me access to the internet. I give you money for that access. That's the end of the contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess it depends where you live. In my area, I think the cell phone companies are the bigger crooks because my internet, although it's just fifty by five for like ninety bucks, <laughs> I got yeah, a well, phone bill. I when I was a kid, just so you know, when I was a kid, the customer was always right. But these days, we're not customers; we're consumers, you know. And uh, and uh, we're never right. They call people like me a demon customer because I want, I know what I want, and they won't give me what I want. I say I want offline single-player games. They say, "No, you can't have it." You old fart. Sorry. <laughs> Xbox One again. I swear, I I should make a whole new channel and just be like, Xbox One sucks in every video. I'll get 8,000 subs a day. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, okay? I'm a comedian, and I have to go with what's funny, and their business plan is funnier shit right now. That's all I I can do. You know, they're using the EA business model, and that shit doesn't work. Yeah, the EA business model of here it is, like it, and shut the fuck up. Here's what it actually is. They're trying to be developer-friendly, right? They're trying to make their platform the one that developers prefer to code for. And that's why they're doing stuff like, you know, hey, everyone that plays this game buys it. That's what the 24-hour DRM is about. That's what the use game policy is about. That's All that stuff is designed to make that platform more attractive to developers. Actually, the 24-hour DRM is actually about checking for patches and downloading all of your patches for your game so you never have to wait. And that's the entire reason they designed it according to that engineer, and I really like that. I actually really like the fact that it's going to check every 24 hours to make sure all my games are patched and up-to-date. That way I don't have to patch the very next time. PlayStation Plus already does that, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it it does, but still... I mean, that's... uh, PlayStation is a free service, not PS Plus, I know, but... PS Plus is not, but... um, that's why when you want to download like Black Ops Two, I mean, I mean to say Black Ops One, it takes a day. You know, yeah. they, they, like they've got some sort of mm-hmm. whatever three eighty six on a modem serving up all your crap. And, I downloaded um, and and, and that's why I'm sorry, Xbox okay. One is going to have three hundred thousand servers because people have been paying for it for a decade mm-hmm. now. I downloaded um, my free game for the month, which was Uncharted Three, mm-hmm. or one of my twelve free games for the month. And it took, I think, eight hours to download 40 gigs. It was ludicrous. Yeah. I was, crazy. like, really upset about that. So, Lefty, did you do your biggest scam ever? Um, Social Security. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Giant pyramid scheme. And it's probably going to come crumbling down in the next decade. Yeah, you young kids ain't going to collect it, I can tell you that. But you're going to be paying into it. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, we, we, I, yeah Wings and I in our, and Kyle probably not going to collect it. Hmm. But yeah, it, Social Security is a giant, giant pyramid scheme. And I'm still paying. I just paid shit nine hundred dollars worth of taxes today. 
I'm going to have a Social Security. Uh, when are estimators mm-hmm. due? The 15th or the end of the month? They're due tomorrow, aren't they? Estimators are due tomorrow, yeah. So I pay my esti- I pay my estimates on the 13th. God damn it. I hate paying taxes. <laughs> taxes just, are horrible. I hate taxes so much. Uh, and I'm not one of those people that acts like every tax dollar you spend is a total scam. Like, you know, oh, they just robbed this from me as if I get nothing. Shit, they, I just paid for a th- 183rd of a missile. Fuck you, IRS. No, but that fucking self-employment tax is a scam. You kiss my ass. I paid for a whole missile. <laughs> 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 can we can we agree on this? Because you may be the only people that I'm connected with this self employment tax. What the yeah, fuck are they doing? Well, you I don't understand double. why it is, right? I know. Yeah, I understand why because I don't have a, a employer backing me and matching me into Social Security. I get all that, but at the same time, fuck you. Like, so for viewers that don't understand, here's the deal: when you work for another company, like let's say you earn whatever 100 grand and you pay in something like seven. My numbers are surely off, but something like. Seven grand on your side for Social Security, your employer matches it, and he also pays in seven grand on your behalf. So together, you pay roughly fourteen grand. When you're self-employed, you pay both sides of that. You pay seven grand, and then what they call self-employment tax, which is the other half that your employer otherwise would have paid for you. Now, when your employer pays seven grand in tax for you, it's really just a pay cut. You know, the, your your cost to your employer includes that seven grand, and they understand that. If that didn't exist and the employer didn't pay it, he would pay you seven grand more eventually. You know, just supply and demand between employees. You know, you are a resource that they pay for, etc. It would level itself out. If I introduced a new tax, all of a sudden, you know, everyone who hires a guy has to pay five grand for no good freaking reason. Over time, salaries will reach five grand less than they otherwise would have because we introduced a cost associated with employing people. So what Francis is so upset about is he sees the full cost that everybody pays, but he pays it out of his own wallet. Yeah, it sucks. You get $10,000, you might have him like, Francis. yeah, I'm sorry, five, trust me, when I get mad, it's Francis. Trust me, I'm go that. <laughs> if you get $10,000, you might come home with like 5500 of it. Yeah. You can actually spend. That's about right. And don't get me wrong. Unless you're Apple. Of... And then, hey, you don't pay anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I Like, last year, I, I'm, I'm, there's people in this call who would elope me, but last year I paid something like forty or $45,000 worth of uh, income taxes. And, you know, at the end of the day, man, I'm a patriot, okay? I don't, I don't have any problem paying my fair share. It upsets me. The only thing that really upsets me is that there are people out there who don't pay their fair share. I don't like the fact that Apple has dodged billions of dollars in tax due. I, I don't like the fact that Microsoft has done it. I don't like the fact that Sony's done it. If you're doing business in America, you owe taxes, pay them, shut the fuck up. You know? I mean, this country is not going to run itself, and it's currently not doing a particularly good job of it. So mm-hmm. if I'm not paying my taxes, the country fails. What's well, infinitely more true if Apple doesn't pay its fucking Can I interrupt taxes. you for a second? Just for yeah, the record, right. I just caught a fly midair like a ninja. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> wow, all right. That's Fuck talking about taxes. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. Ninja. I don't know if you knew that. Call uh, Pat Morita real quick. He's <laughs> in the room. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh yeah. It, but, Why does Kyle sound like he's being like muffled? He's talking to somebody else, I think. I'm I not talking to someone else. He's eating that burrito. Oh. Kyle and his burrito. What? What are you talking about? Kyle's actually getting Wings' blowjob. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> hey, no, that's that's completely untrue. I played a game of zombies with Mirka Durka, and during that game, 
a friends with benefit came over and blew him. And he like the conversation started getting really like he just wasn't carrying his side. He's normally really witty and funny. And all of a sudden it's like, if you don't want to play, we don't have to play. And then later he's like, I, I was getting blown during that game. Like there's a, there's a period there. And that's why he wasn't the witty, I, I have funny one of the best worker. girlfriends ever. Like my girlfriend will do literally anything I ask her to do. Oh, no. <laughs> Tell me If more. I ask her to come over right now and cook me a, a eight-course meal, she would be over here cooking An me an eight-course meal? meal? Jesus Christ. Describe to me an eight-course meal. I want to hear about it. I don't know what eight-course meal looks like. You get a salad course? You get a a salad, salad, I guess, like a bread. Uh, Of course, the main one, a dessert. We're up to four. A soup, that's five. You know, like fifth meal. How many appetizers are there? Is there some sort of gelato? Gelato? Custard. There's there's, there's <laughs> espresso. Sherbet or sorbet between Coffee. servings. Yeah. We're talking about like a 9,000 calorie dinner here. Mm-hmm. And her bag for dessert. I have the best girlfriend you could possibly ask for. Okay. See, so I thought you were going to go somewhere else with this. No, She's so good, it. she'll do anything. I thought it was going to we going to. Yeah, I for well. sure thought it was going to no, be. Sexually, she'll do anything sexually, too. You're a lucky guy. Good for you, Wings. Mm-hmm. You're topic. <laughs> New topic. Will she lick your butthole? Yes. Oh, sorry. Wait, before before or after the washcloth in the shower? <laughs> I don't know if we've gone that far, but like I'm not, I, here, my stance on stuff and sex is like this. If I'm not willing to have it done to myself, I'm not going to ask you to do it. I got a, a topic for Wings. Wings, sure. I looked up the most popular trucks in the U.S., the number one most popular selling truck in the U.S. is the it's Toyota cool. Tacoma 4x4. The number two most popular selling truck in the U.S. is the Toyota Tacoma 4x2. The number three most popular selling truck is the F-150. When did that happen? No, no, no. I got a link, though. I mean, F-150's been for like 35 years running. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe that's the most popular full-size truck? Mm. It might be. A link in the chat. But I, I just I just want to let you know my truck's better than yours. I know you've had truck envy for some time, and I thought I'd rub it in. I, I ain't gonna try to I ain't trying to say you have a bad truck, Woody. No, well, it would be impossible to say such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't give me a Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> this is. Wings is so truck respectful that he will not say a bad thing about my truck. I can sit here and go on for an hour about how it's better than his, and he'll be like, well, I don't want to knock your 10-year-old dented piece of shit. <laughs> you know, that, that would hurt. That this would is Yahoo me. Autos. Come on now. Like, the Tundra? The Tundra's number six. Tundra's nowhere near number six for selling. I'm just this, saying. This week. Top ten trucks for this week. Mm-hmm. You're talking about this week. I'm talking about old time. Yeah, well, I'm, I live in the in the moment, baby. Most popular vehicle, number one and two is Toyota the Tacoma. Tundra. Sells annually, sells like two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. The Ford F one fifty annually sells nine hundred thousand. I don't do. You, I don't see you get providing links. <laughs> I can I can get you links for it. Please do, Mister No Fact. Why is this a topic? Why is this a thing? Because we always have to do trucks. Because my truck's better than wings. I got to tell you something. <laughs> Um, my girlfriend is a bit of a gamer. She's a casual gamer. Mm-hmm. But when we like start talking like League of Legends strategy, she just zones out because she has no clue what the fuck anybody's talking about. I know exactly how she feels right now. Because you guys are all <laughs> like, Toyota truck, truck, truck. I have no clue what the actual fuck you're saying. 
it's complete gibberish to me. All right, here's like the sales. I, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I can give you a link if you really, really want it. I'm a Giazzo I'm sales sheet just to Boogie, make it simple. This is every week. I'm so sorry that you have to do this. This isn't every week. This, this is just one time. I get a break. Like I just get to cruise Reddit, Twitter, just like whatever. <laughs> talk about yeah, trucks yeah. again. Zone out. 2012, zone the Ford F Series sold 645,000 units. The Chevy Silverado sold 418,000. The Ram pickup sold 293,000. The GMC Sierra sold 157,000. Toyota Tacoma 141,000. The Tundra 101,000. Then you, it drops off. All right, I see your numbers. Um, screw you, my truck's still cooler. You ready for the next topic? <laughs> I mean, you, you, I thought, I was like, the coma ain't, no, but did they, did they give them away? <laughs> <laughs> for people I mean, who don't know, Wings has like the freaking Ferrari of trucks or something. Like, it's very nice. So I like to insult it. Uh, All right, lefty. I'm hoping to keep it. Let's give hmm. me some money, motherfuckers. What have you ever desired so badly that it hurt? Only to acquire it and then say, meh. I'm a Ford F-150. Really? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I wanted it so bad it hurt, but now that I have it, I want to get rid of it. Like, it's not worth the payment to me. Mm. Like, but that's pretty much with all vehicles, and that pretty much is a standard. Like, a wise man once said, you desire a vehicle. Save every month for that vehicle with the amount of payment the bank would make you pay. And when you have the money, see if you still want that same vehicle that same year. For me, recently, it's, it's probably not the biggest thing in my life, but um, Crisis 3, because I had just gotten a, a brand-new 4-gigabyte GTX 680, and I was pumped, because I, right, I had all the frames, and then the 780 and the Titan came out, and I was like, it sucks. But uh, I was really pumped for Crisis. I'm like, this game's going to look beautiful, and I got the 680. I'm going to be playing it at, like, 75 FPS, all ultra. Everything is going to be the greatest. And then I played it, and I was just like, eh, meh. I didn't make any videos about it. I didn't, you know, I didn't do any live comms. I didn't look for anybody else. This is Crisis Two, you know, I assume. Are you talking about... No, Crisis Three. Okay, Crisis Three. The Crisis... one that just came out. I was really pumped about it, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I got it, and I was, you know, I had to because I had to buy it new through Origin because Origin doesn't do sales nearly as often as, as Steam and stuff. And I got it, and I was pumped. I'm like, I can't wait to see this beautiful game. And then I was just, hmm. How many frames per second did you get? All altered up. Uh, about uh, 50 to 60, I averaged. About in enough. A, in, in a yeah. server in game. Hmm. So, it was pretty good. It, it was still, it was very smooth, very fun. But I was like, I was kind of expecting, I don't know what I, what I was expecting, but I just, I felt melancholy. I was just like, oh, eh, that sucks. It's still just a game. Yep. Kyle? Exactly, that's what it is. It's still just a, it's just still just an FPS game. Ever desired it so badly it hurt, then you acquired it and said, meh? Uh, I've been trying to think of something that was like that. I'm having a hard time, though. You know what I have? And there's going to be a community that hates me for this, but almost every gun I've ever bought, like, I'll get gun fever to the point where I think that, like, this thing will complete me. Like, I want this. This is the coolest thing in the world. It's it's just like this thing I played in a game, or it's just like this thing that's used by these people. You know, oh, yeah, the Bulgarian special forces use this. It's the neatest thing in the world. And and then I get it, and I, I love it for a couple and of days. And you're also a piece of plastic that throws lead. <laughs> yeah, and then I realize, like, just like all the other guns I have, it's really just a remote hole-poking tool. And it mostly sits in my safe 
doing nothing, and it's cool-ish, and I, I guess I like having it, but, you know, for some reason, during the lead-up to purchasing the gun, I'm all ready to slay real-life zombies, and then after you get it, you're like, I actually didn't need this at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, now it doesn't make me anti-gun or anything, it just makes me, like, it it wasn't the life-changing purpose that I... No, heard. Woody, you, it's not that you didn't need it, it's that you haven't needed it yet. <laughs> That's why I look at it. I've well, never needed it's it. Coming. I it's never coming. My 40 I don't know what it is. I still but only have it. It might be people parachuting in. It might be mole people <laughs> from underground. Yeah, it's more likely going to be like an animal coming into your yard uninvited. No, no, mole people for sure. <laughs> <laughs> mole people. <laughs> but mole people are coming. They're, they are coming. They live just below the Earth's crust, and they're plotting and planning their return to the to the surface. How does the line at the end of The Incredibles go? Like, I'm always beneath you because nothing's beneath me, or something close to it? No? I I, I don't watch cartoons. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> um, mole people, alright. Well, it, mole people. Oh, damn it. I think I'd be looking at trucks. I'm like, I'm looking at F 150s. Like, I'm literally looking look at up this with... goddamn picture. I'm like, that's a beautiful fucking truck. The wings you have. I wish I want one. Bull traps. I've got mm-hmm. one. Fuck. See, I'm trying to look up what weapon the Bulgarian Special Forces uses, because I'm like, I think that, that's, that's going to be something special. The FS-2000 is the gun I was talking about, and I'm not sure oh, okay. which. I think it's them. I have legit shot one gun in my life. You guys are all gun guys. I have legit shot one gun in my life, and it was a shotgun, and I was 12 years old, and it knocked me on my ass. And I'm like, well, that was fun. Done. <laughs> How about this? I'll lose 150 pounds if somebody could promise me a brand new uh, LTZ Silverado. Anybody out there want to take it? <laughs> what, what do you call the people of Belgium? Bulgarians? I don't think so. No. Belgiums? <laughs> Belgians? They're Belgians. Be- they're oh, Bel- Belgians. Belgians, yes. The Belgian special forces use it. Ah, okay. The so. Belgisians. <laughs> I always call Gervin the Belgian beast. They're Belgists. Hmm. The Belgian Beebs. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so almost every gun I've ever had is, is like, I don't know, for some reason I think this thing will complete me, make me oh. pure head. Oh, wait a minute. Feel we regret, uh, I'll Thrones. take the F2000 wait. off you, Woody. Why haven't, why haven't we talked about Game of Thrones yet? Because oh. it's boring and it's not a fun topic? <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'll talk some Game of Thrones with you. We can't go too long, but all right. So the most exciting I have to, thing I have to set down the headphones because I'm I'm not caught up. So I'm literally oh, gonna shit. be like, I was gonna be like, uh, oh, man. no, I'm all right. You, you got five minutes. You got five minutes. I'll be right, all right back. I will time drink. it. I will literally time it. Go ahead, Kyle. All right, and he's out <laughs> of it. too. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> I don't think Wings just left because he doesn't like this topic. I know, <laughs> a, I know. Well, that's let's how do you it, know I'm I, I, like, I don't but participate. I'm at least going to stay here. And... Right. Yeah, exactly. Let me just lead off by saying, fuck Rob Stark. Fuck Rob Stark. He was lovestruck. He got weak. You can't win the Game of Thrones if you're not in it to win it. The guy was in it to bone his new wife, and Rob Stark, dude... dude there are more hardcore players on the board. You lost the Game of Thrones, and you should. No, my new favorite character, I think, is the sister of that guy who's being tortured. Oh, I think she's my new favorite end? character. 
she's at the very end. She's like, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the fastest ship, and I'm going to take the 50 greatest warriors from all the islands, and we're going to sail up the river, and we're going to get my brother back, whatever it takes. And, like, there's all these, like, slow motion cuts of her, like, looking really powerful. And, like, uh-huh. these and, like people soldiers. Loading, loading cargo onto a ship and, like, soldiers <laughs> sharpening swords or yeah, something. Like the, like the, like the, they're, like, the A-team out there. they got scars on their faces. They've been through, like, ten other campaigns. She obviously likes her brother because she let him finger her on that horseback ride. She she did. <laughs> she did like that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, she's pretty badass. Daenerys is pretty badass. She's OP. I like her. Like I, I've said this before. I don't know if it was PKA or not, but she's OP. She's bad. She is Superman in Gotham City. She totally doesn't. If Superman was in Gotham City, he'd like laser beam eye the Joker in ten minutes. The guy would just be caught. It'd be the end of that. The Joker presents no challenge to Superman. The guy's like lightning fast, laser beam eyes, freezing breath. In, impenetrable to bullets and if the Joker was there he would just reach through the windshield grab him by the neck and be like seriously this you were being hazed by a clown this whole time <laughs> that is Daenerys she has three people who are capable of taking down a city by themselves warriors she has 8,000 unsullied she has three dragons getting bigger by the week she she just took over a new city. I don't know how many warriors were in that city ready to to follow her too. And no. that 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 other army, the like the mercenaries that are controlled by the ponytail guy. Yes, she's yeah, added them the, in. They're called like the brothers. The broken the, swords. Something like that. Um, she <laughs> nobody else is anywhere near her level, and it'll be interesting to see what they do with her character because she is literally too powerful for this game. Yeah, it reminds me of that line from uh, from Step Brothers when they're when they go and they're taking their job interviews, and they're, they're like, "We're gonna be uh, interviewing as a team," and the other one's like, "Yeah, we're here to fuck shit up." <laughs> <laughs> That's how I imagine her character. Um, what is he doing? <laughs> That's wings having sex. <laughs> no, it's it's. It's Boogie playing something on his iPod. Anyway, the last episode was a total disappointment. We only have two minutes to talk about this. Uh, the second to last episode was pretty good. I liked it. And then at the end of the season, I was a little disappointed. Like, I can describe the entire season like this. Here's what happened. Two people got married, or I guess four. There were two marriages. There was one death. And not a lot else. Hmm. What happened of note during the season that I left off? One death, two people got married. Daenerys took over some cities or something. The little guy married the Stark girl. That's one of the marriages, yeah. That there's yeah. two marriages, one death, and other than that, the plot line barely moved forward. Yeah. I I need next season to advance the story. Yeah. Right. I got the feeling this is gonna be like a twelve season story. <laughs> yeah. There won't be that much budget. Holy shit. Uh, do we need a new topic? Sure. And I'm back. All right, Lefty. Yes, sir. This was asked in the Rape Squad Killer subreddit. Oh, is it the one we talked about before the show? No, it's not. Oh, okay. It's, what is Lefty's story? I've been looking around and I can't find any info on Lefty. I love his content. And I'm just curious who he actually is. Does anyone know what the deal is with him? Is this his full-time job? What's his background, etc.? Lefty. Who are you? 
like who am I in the existential sense or I'm just kidding. I mean, so yeah, lay it out there. What do you got going on? What careers have you had other than YouTube? Uh, while I was a student, I went to college and did uh, you finish? Uh, no. Okay. How far did you get? Uh, four years in. I'm like, (laughs) I left because I was out of money. I didn't want to take on any loans or any more loans. And, um, and I just, uh, a lot of people were like, the, the whole thing about, you know, got to finish. Gotta, and I just, I, I just said, screw it. I don't want to. Um, I, I've worked odds and ends. I've actually worked a day in my life. I used to work home foreclosure. I was a securing, securing office, not an officer, but a guy on the securing department, um, that we would work on foreclosed homes. And, uh, I do YouTube full time, and weren't you a radio DJ? I, I hosted a uh, an internet sports radio show for like three years. I oh. got into broadcasting, and um, it it's not really was it like paid? no, 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 no. We did it as a as a thing. We sold some ads, but it was really just a a, a farce. Really, it was just. Oh, a, speaking of ads, subscribe to Rock on One M One, best goddamn channel go. on YouTube. Yeah, uh, Wait, were we supposed to say that or no? No. I like to watch his gameplay videos because they make me feel like I'm playing them with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I come, to, I I do YouTube. Uh, I try to do YouTube full time, and I um I I try to bring a little. I don't I don't know what I bring to YouTube. I don't know. Thought about that. I guess I should probably try to figure that out. Hmm. You need a, a thesis, a mission statement of some sort. Yeah, I guess I do. I don't. No, we just came up with the. We just came up with a uh, a, a byline for my uh, my podcast, which I do on Thursdays. Um, we are the penis raping the ears of America. So, I well, guess that, that would probably apply to what I do on YouTube as well, just in a general day to day sense. I was well, uh, I was taking a shit just a minute ago, and I was watching some of that Rock 101. He has this nice uh, heartbeat sensor he has on his videos. You guys seen that? I, I, it's, it's the most. It's incredibly good. It's it shows that he's uh, really impacted by the game. Yeah, I tried that actually. I saw after seeing his video, I got one of those heart rate monitors and I hooked it up to me while I was playing um, Amnesia earlier today, and it told me to go to a fucking doctor immediately because I was <laughs> fat as shit. I, I wasn't in that so, bad. As shit. <laughs> I was sitting on the toilet thinking, I wonder how much the shit affects my heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I and and also on the on the subreddit talking about how do I articulate too much? It's a four hour goddamn show. Yeah, we specifically asked Lefty to take twenty minutes to say anything so that so that the show reaches four hours every like, week. Okay, I get uh, the thesaurus thing. Okay, ha ha ha. But like he talks too like he takes too long to say things. It's a four hour. Show what you want. That's like having a blowjob that's too long. It just doesn't exist. Oh no, that actually does exist. As you will, <laughs> you will thing? actually get raw. Just so you know, it is uncomfortable. I hate, I hate these conversations. Yeah. Whenever, whenever, whenever Wings brings up something sexual, it's never in a positive light. It's never like, yeah, that was a good time. It's always like, this will create a rash or this that burns not real me. bad. That was, that was, that you was me. Bad people now. Where's the thread about you, Lefty? I can't find it. Yeah, I, I think Kyle's a little racist here. He's like, oh, all you people. Reddit.com are rape squad. Fat people oh, are not is. a race. Yeah, it's a. I, I I don't have a I don't have a Reddit, so. You're the fattest. 
I don't have a Reddit There's account. There's no so Fat People's Protection League. There should be. Oh, my God. People are naturally hate fat people. I've noticed this. Oh, they really do. I mean, there's people out there that's like, just don't understand fat people. It's like, you fat slob. I mean, this is going to be the... Do you know Miley Cyrus is a gangster? Miley Cyrus is a gangster? Which gang does she belong to? I don't know. Is she a blood Bloods or a crypt or... I don't know. She, she's, she's turned really Hannah Montana, um, uh, Lindsay Lohan lately. She rocks the M1M tattoo. No, 1M1 tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he uses a blue Yeti microphone on his videos. It's spectacular. With a, <laughs> with a pop filter. With a pop filter. The pop filter. One of the only few people on YouTube to do it. Absolutely. I've not never heard of such technology. That. Yes, <laughs> not many people do that. Where could I, I buy such a thing? <laughs> I happen to have one right here in front of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're copying him. Rock on 1M1. You're copying him. Stop a, it. He's a trendsetter. Yeah. He is a I'm trendsetter to... in, in some of his videos, just not. He does. I mean, like, that, that heart thing, I'm going to do that, too, but I'm going to be, like, driving actually, down Conway Ford truck lot, though. I actually saw um, that it... Uh, he was the first person to do that on YouTube. I, he, said, he, I, I, I believe he's the first person to do that. But yeah. see, when, you, when you're a trendsetter, you get biters, and I will be a biter. <laughs> Bite your style and use it. I'm going to put a hard thing on me, and I'm going to drive down and look at all the new Ford trucks. Well, when are we going to get... Well, please make that video. <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> Just wings. Like I, I want a fucking like diameter measurer thing on his cock as he drives by the Ford dealership and see if he gets a chub. But <laughs> on the way. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It could be fake. I don't care. It could swell up to fucking nine inches in diameter. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> Just make it awesome. Park thing. Just pop up to like. 300 triple bypass <laughs> level. Do you remember? Oh, who? At it's like, oh, goddamn, Wheezy. My, 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 one, my I, life insurance plan came early. So this was a year ago. Wings of Redemption said he did. He raised money for Ashley Seals, right? And he did it because he was at a. Is that like a strip mall or something? And he met her. And he met this like salsa. No, no, no. Stuff. I was at a gas station. Okay. And they had this. They had this little cheap ass. Thing on the counter that had like a picture of her pasted on the front of like a mayonnaise jug or something. There's like maybe twenty five dollars and change and like singles in there and like they were struggling to get this girl help. And Wings like, was like, "I can do this. I can make something. I'm like, big I can happen. do a lot better job than these people." So I so I took the initiative. I called, made some arrangements, met to them, talked to them, and asked them if they'd like some help. Of course, they said yes, and then I basically made the video. I didn't make them no promises. But it went huge. And you raised, what, like nine grand or 11 grand or something like that? $8,000. And I promised, well, I did make a promise. I said, yeah, we can get you 10. So I, I couldn't get all 10 by the time she needed it. So I donated the other two out of my own bank account. There you go. And oh. it went like super well for Wings' channel. Like, So he did it with nothing but the purest of intentions. But afterwards, he was like, Woody. Everybody loves this. I'm going to start doing good deeds all the time. And he's like, I'm going to go to a nursing home and just start like playing checkers with the elderly and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, if you do that, I'm going to one-up you. I'm going to go to a cemetery and watch a movie with a tombstone. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm going to be an Adam Sandler movie because that shit's going to be boring. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> I wish that we had done that and just went to the end. We still need to do, like, the food drive. I think that would be a good thing. A food drive? Yeah, like, go out and do- volunteer for, like, to feed the homeless and something like that, like Raleigh or somewhere. Wings is a Columbia. feeder. Now you know. He's going to start <laughs> spooning it in himself. Mm-hmm. Make homeless people fat. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, just, just go out there and donate time. There's a video called... How is this on the internet? On, on the Rage Park Killer subreddit, it says Woody does sit-ups, PKA 137, and it's the sit-up challenge, but this never made it on YouTube. Oh, did you? because you posted the... Remember you posted the, the video... Oh, that's of the right. recorded from 137. Fixed. Yeah, there's just no audio. Oh, I see it. Huh. Maybe I should have put that video up. Anyway, I'm sorry I got distracted. I was like, I never put this on YouTube. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's me doing sit-ups, rocking it like it's hot. Sorry, I got distracted. That was terrible. You got distracted by yourself doing sit-ups. I, I was did. watching myself do sit-ups, and I, well, you know, get a little distracted there. <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about? Mm-hmm. I, I'm. Oh, it goes up. To, I did 54. That was my number. <laughs> now I know. 45 was the thing. I think if I had said I could do like 60, I would have hit that instead. But since I said I could do 45 afterwards, I was like, well, well the rest is just gravy. But whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think I could do a setup for my life or for love or money. I think you know like, what? Wings did so many. Wings did like twenty five or thirty or something. Twenty one. Twenty one was how many was it, Wings? You're muted, Wings. Wings, you're muted. Oh, twenty one was the official number because I did two halves and I didn't count those because I didn't make it all the That's way. That's twenty two. Two halves. Come on, baby. Two, I don't count two. In setups, it doesn't count as two halves because. That's like two times you've attempted and failed. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. No, no, I'd give you the extra one. Yeah. Okay. 21. Lefty started college, and, and even he knows that two halves is one. Like, I don't know. I, it took me so much to get those last, like, the the extra one I did just to do it. But, like, to get to 20, like, my muscles started having spasms. That's why I showed my foot on the camera, and my toe was twitching. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it was, like, locked in a position. Yeah, they were yeah. all cramped up and everything. Uh, it took a while to get out of bed this morning. And I still got to do 20 more today. Oh. We, you might as well knock those out right now, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I guess I could try. I mean, I don't have no way to set the camera up here. Wait. Yes, you do. Be there creative. is no try. Only do. There you go. Well, I've got no place I can actually or do not. See. Mm, there is no try. <laughs> Only do. Are they naked, do we? <laughs> I'm looking. I'm watching the. It's for some reason I find Wings repositioning his webcam to be really interesting. I think I would like to have Yoda read my narrate my life. Like everybody always says, they want Morgan or Morgan Freeman. No, I want Yoda. What are you going to use to hold your feet down? Um, nothing right now. That's why I said I, I can't really do it in here. Can the you exercise can bike help out? It's. Uh, Is it too light? Out on the floor and it weighs a lot. Let's. <laughs> Just do crunches. You could put your feet up on top of the chair. I could try crunches. You could do bicycles. <laughs> bicycles would be good. You really can. Do you know how to do that? Just touch each, touch each elbow to the alternating knee as you sort of put no, it in there. No, I can't do that. 
I think you. I'm hurting right now, just laying down here. You could do flutter kicks after you do crunches. <laughs> flutter kicks. Well, are I difficult. can do sit-ups. They work the lower abs. Yeah, they, they do. The... They suck really bad. They do. Like, I don't think I can pick my legs up right now. My abs are so sore. <laughs> yes, I love this. This is entertainment. Do it, wings. <laughs> oh, he can, can wings hear us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God, I really don't feel a sit up. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> all right, all right. Try touching your elbow to the opposite knee. And then each one of those... Oh, no, it's not working out. Okay. Um, I could probably do it if I, my abs were 100%. Okay. I can guarantee you. The only thing you probably going to get right now is just a straight sit up. Can you even do those without anchoring your feet? Yep. All right. The show this is, is about to begin. This, this is exciting. This is entertainment. I don't oh, know what that I is. I love it. The psych out. I don't know what that is. That's, that's scary. One. Oh, God. Two. Three. Four. Oh, he's trying so hard. Five. He's going at it. He's six, digging deep. Seven. He's digging deep. You got it, buddy. Eight. Two more. Come on. Nine. Ten. That's now ten. we go backwards. Ten. ten. Keep going. We're going to count down. Feel free to throw up. It's okay. Nine. Eight. Oh, he's still going. Seven. You got it. Six. Here it is. Five more. You're in the home stretch, big guy. Here it is. Five. <laughs> Four. Three. You're not doing the Rocky music. <laughs> Two, come on. One now. more, buddy. Two. One more. Last one, last one. Bring it oh, home. Push it. Come on, buddy. Here it is. Go, 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 go. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's 40 sit-ups today. 41. 41. No, wait, we counted the two halves. 42. I'm not yeah. counting this halves. Screw you, Kyle. <laughs> two halves is one. You yeah. all right, Wings? Yeah. All right. Give me a second. Dude, I you am take proud all the time you. you want. And I'm oh, turned man. on like I've never been. I could not be this horny ever again. If we had yeah. that chub measuring is, device uh, on Francis right now, or Boogie, <laughs> whatever you prefer, then... Uh, then we would be breaking the scale. You have no idea. <laughs> I do. I now that I've really got to see uh, the, how uh, the wings is actual size. I remember being that size back in fucking high school. It's been so long since I've been well, your size, man. I'm sit, glad. It kind of got busted because it started really hurting right here. Oh, I bet. Wait, what like, are we, I don't think we're seeing what you're seeing, wings. Oh, I'm sorry. Cut the camera's not in the same spot. Uh, yeah. Oh dear! Like right is, here. Oh uh, yeah. It it feels like a like there's a fist back here, mm-hmm. like a golf ball, and like it just it went numb from here to here, so I had to use this side to like wrench it up. <sighs> yeah. Do you like, feel? Do you, how do you feel? I'm shaking. <laughs> but is there a pride? See, see that's. I, I I know like when you and um, Boogie were talking, 
you were like sort of dismissing the thoughts and ideas from people who weren't big. You know, like just walk two miles, and you're like, go to hell. That's not a, a viable option for me today. But you know, if I could join in, like I feel a pride after I worked out. Like I feel like you know what? Today was a step in the right direction instead of the wrong one. Yeah. I like after I'm done working out and I look and I'm not breathing as hard as some of the people that are there. <laughs> I, I, I compare me to the previous me. Like I, I'm, my my cardio is better each time I hit it. My you know my wrestling is better. My everything's uh, better. I'm not better than the last time I did. I, let, the first twenty were easier. Well, Even yeah. I'm not sweating as much. That was this morning though. You need you know, two or three days rest. Then you then you then you'll maybe do thirty on your first round. No. I need somebody holding my feet instead of planning it. For sure. You got a girlfriend that'll do anything for you. She's she's not heavy enough. Oh, yeah. I need somebody with some ass behind him. So my legs are really strong. You know, Francis, your legs are probably like tree trunks. Uh, I got that lymphedema. I've noticed you don't have that. I'm so grateful for that. My legs, my knees, uh, they're all. I'm, my body's actually pretty weak, all told. Uh, my doctor tried to convince me once that I was like Superman from bench pressing, you know, or squatting. 550 pounds every time I stood up, you know? Uh, but I was like, man... I, I think you're undercutting yourself. Shit. You're literally picking 500 pounds up every time you stand up. When you went to change your shirt, you picked up more than most people can do in their lives. You don't, I don't think you're understanding it. Even if you're not picking your tire weight up because your bones and your muscles weigh something, yeah. you're still picking 300 pounds up to go get that shirt. Well, I appreciate that. That's a good way to think of it. I hadn't thought of it that way. How many people can pick up 300 pounds here? Lefty, can you pick 300 pounds up? Uh, by, by pick up, you mean like lift over my head? No, like like say you, say you had a, a vest on and we put weights in the vest. Uh-huh. Could you walk and around 300 a, extra pounds on you? I ooh, Probably not. I'd like uh-huh. to see that. I wonder if they make that. I'm the biggest loser I've seen it where they do the vest with the like the individual weights in it. I'd like to see some the next fucking kid that like points and laughs at me at a uh, at a restaurant or whatever is like, oh dude, look at how fucking fat it is, taking pictures you know, of me. You know what else I hate? I hate. I always try to avoid this myself because I don't like the way it looks. But you know when the big guys they want to go and they they do this number. That oh number, yeah. That, that I don't know why they do that. They do that because your stomach is so is hanging like this, so your yep. upper body goes back to kind of give you balance. Yeah. And your body's trying to balance itself. That waddle. And it's called people call it the penguin waddle. I try to avoid that as much as possible by stalking my head forward mm-hmm. and just dealing with it, but it's called me back. It's called my bottom of my spine to harden. Yeah, one of the more fascinating things I discovered in uh, some of the weight loss stories, there was a guy who uh, lost several hundred pounds after weight loss surgery, and uh, he lost it so rapidly that he had to go through physical therapy to teach him how to walk correctly in his new body because he was still doing that wide stance waddle thing that we do, and um, he had to have surgery to remove a bunch of skin, and when he was doing that, it ripped his skin apart. His new skin was so much tighter because he was he was moving his body wrong. Kyle, I think your mic is really low. Do the back and forth thing. Oh, mine. Like when you're standing still, like waiting in line, do you do the back and forth thing where you? Oh yeah, I I have to lean on something or else my knee will buckle. I mean, I will actually go to the ground if my knee is is stressed for too long. I I try not to do that, but I catch myself doing it from time to time. Yeah. I feel like if I do that, it's going to take away from my core's inner strength. 
I'm a cliche, baby. I'm just a pure cliche. You name it. You know, after I work out, you know what I feel like? I feel like a Cinnabon. That's what I feel like. Dude, I, really? It's just like... delicious. <laughs> I see the. I was in the bathroom taking a shit, and uh, I was reading uh, one of the new uh, Game Informers, and on there they had a picture of a pizza, and I'm sitting there like, I haven't ate today. I'm like, that can taste that sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting here eating almonds the whole uh, whole podcast because that's a pretty low nutrition uh, nutrition low carb snack. So I'm just popping. I'm gonna have a salad for for a lunch here soon. Soon. Yeah, lunch. It's not lunchtime. It's midnight. I woke up at six o'clock. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, people don't understand uh, being nocturnal, but I've been nocturnal for the whole uh, my whole life. So I'll tweet out I'll be like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna go have breakfast," and some dude's like, "Isn't it 4 p.m. where you're from?" I'm like, "It's fucking 4 p.m. I just woke up." You know. <laughs> Mm. Like, ain't no sleeping tonight. I'll go to sleep by 10, 10 or 11 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, as soon as I'm done with this, I'm crawling into Last of Us, and I'm not coming out until I'm covered in zombie blood. See, I, I'll crawl into it, and I'll beat it. I'll beat it in one sitting. I wish <laughs> I could do that. I, I was surprised. Woody kept up with me on Modern Warfare 3. I beat you. No, you didn't. I beat I, you by 17 minutes. That's how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> we had this discussion back then. Yeah, I remember we yeah, we we played Modern Warfare three at about the same pace. That's one of my best games though, like as far as how good I am. Someone called me a non gamer because I didn't play Final Fantasy. Oh that... shit! You never played Final Fantasy? Yeah, that no, would make you I have a, a swinging pair of balls between my legs, and I play. Board oh games. fuck you! I'll fight you right now. And <laughs> <laughs> I could have whole debates on Final Fantasy, but nobody here plays actual games uh, but me. I I will tell you about an experience that you've never. Like you, can, you never had anybody on the show that's done this. I bet. When I was a kid, I used to. I had an NES. I begged to get that NES for Christmas, and I didn't get it for Christmas, so I got it for my birthday when it had its first price reduction. And um, I played The Legend of Zelda on it, and it blew my fucking mind. It completely changed my life. That a game could be that adventurous and that in depth and that fucking phenomenal. It's just so well made, and the combat was great, and the story was just everything about it was great. This is the 16-bit, the NES, the, is that... This the is the 8-bit, the 8-bit. And it was gray and red. It was... Let me, let me look. It was a great oh, car. Gray. Car was too. It had the, the front door, you slid in the cartridge and pushed it down. Oh, yep, I had you know? one. I had one, yeah. and I played the same game. And, uh, and uh, so Final Fantasy came out, the first Final Fantasy. And you know why they called it Final Fantasy? Because it was this the, uh, the creator's last final, final game he actually yeah. made. Well, it was the company's last game. They were going they, they bankrupt. Were going bankrupt, yeah. Yep. So they pushed the game out, and it's such a hit that it saved Square. And uh, so I try that. I rent it because we can't afford new games. So we rent it, and it became a lifelong obsession. So you can say that I'm kind of a like pussy bitch because at the end of um, uh, Final Fantasy X, I cried. I cried like a... Like, just this fucking well, nine-year-old. Because, because Titus died, or you cried yeah, because, yeah, because of the whole. The dream. Like I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Oh, but yeah, spoiler! Yeah. Now I'm not yeah. gonna play this. No, oh, dude, you can't spoil a game. It hasn't been. Uh, that game came out beginning of oh, yeah, PSP. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, when you find out that Titus is a dream, I was like, what? How? What? Like a what? You know? And the, it was but Ten Two kind of oh. ruined that whole idea of Titus being a dream, though. Yeah, I never played Ten Two, and I Ten Two. He's actually either. he actually comes into Spira. Who yeah, else played Final Fantasy? Lefty, did you play it? Nope. Kyle? Never. I even right. wrote songs about Final Fantasy motherfuckers. What yeah. y'all want? What about, 
What about I don't know Fire? what Final Fantasy is or what you do in it. Or it's a game that looks a little bit like um, what's it's the J- sword game, yeah. Devil May Cry. Yeah. Like, isn't, oh my God, F- Final Fantasy oh. was basically one of the first like electronic renditions of like. Is it D- like Mario? No, it was like it's almost like D and D. It's like Mario, right? D and D. Yeah, Sonic it's like that dragons. cartoon game, right? In the arcades, it looked like... It's Sonic the Hedgehog. It, it basically... <laughs> like <laughs> the of, um... <laughs> I'm gonna kill a motherfucker! <laughs> you, like, spin around and get a lot of rings and shit. Yeah, what and guns are in that game? Are there any good guns? I played yeah, there SpongeBob are guns in oh, It's like SOCOM, right? Is it a little like Bikini Bottom on the PS2? It's no. exactly like... It's exactly that game. <laughs> You're like mixed with playing. Grand Theft Auto Vice. Is that where you play the volleyball as hot chicks with the bouncing boobies <laughs> and stuff? That's or alive. Oh, okay. Hey, what about what about? Here's a game I know you can relate to. What about Bioshock Infinite? I have loved it. That I thought one. it was the I best one of the series. I hated Woody, one. What the fuck do you two. do with your time? Play some good games. I played all the other Bioshocks. Bioshock oh, Infinite. Play the shitty the Bioshocks, one. but you missed a good one, dude. I don't Bio- know what it is. I swear the the transportation mechanism with the cables and stuff was just oh, such a turn off to me. Dude, Dude, I love the in-depth of it. I, like, I love like the the little vigors and how you can mix them together and you create like your own tactics. Yep. Like yeah, I, I used the, uh, that the... octopus vigor, like it was going out of style. I beat the game on 1999, but the second day it was out. The first two Bioshocks were completely addictive, to, and then the, somehow the trailer for the third one just didn't appeal to me. Yeah, it's something. But Elizabeth, man, made that game. Like once you easy. and she's like that game best. was beautiful. That that, that game yeah. was. That's that may be the best looking game I've ever seen. And that You've ending. You've not seen many games in Kyle. <laughs> Dude, the colors are so incredible. Yeah, the game first gets, really when it first gets to the city, the game looks good, but it's not great. I mean, there's some. I don't know. They use the same color palette over and over and over again. The same building set over and over again. It was okay. It was good. But it was I the storyline. The most in-depth stories you find in a video game. It was the best story of any video game I've ever played in my life. I would say Simple. the best. It was for me. I mean, really like, complex. What was the best story of any game you've ever played? Let's hear that. Like, look, there's a topic I, for I, you. I, I, you're gonna be saying it's cliche. Say, Final Fantasy VII. It was so fucking good, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I beat everything there was to be in that game. I beat the ruby weapon. Fantasy I didn't give a probably shit. Probably has the most in-depth in and interactive story I've ever played. And that mechanic, the materia mechanic, was the best mechanic. But at the like, same time, I feel like Final Fantasy VII's where Final Fantasy started to go bad. Best story yeah, ever? Maybe Modern Warfare 3? <laughs> no, no. no Halo. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think it's Halo. I think, I think honestly, I think the... What, um, Kyle, let me ask you this. What, what, the, what is the Halo 4 ending? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't played Halo 4. I, I have no idea either. I beat the bitch twice. I don't know what the fuck is going on. No, it's, Halo 4, get... is that the one where you had, like, the... It's the new it, one. There's one you can play make. with four of them? Oh, I'm thinking of Halo Reach. Yeah, so I, I I didn't buy Halo Four. I'm not interested in Halo Four because it's outside of the Bungie universe. It's like, uh, you know, if somebody else if somebody else really other than George Lucas out. is making Star Wars, I'm not as interested. So you're not watching the Disney Star Wars? Oh yeah. Eh, we'll what see. What was that amazing looking game from like the '80s? Do any of you know it? It was in the arcade. Uh, what well, got to be more style of gameplay? It it was well, the style of gameplay was almost memorized with the button sequences. But the, it was uh, uh, Dragon's, Dragon, Lair. Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Yeah, I'm sitting here googling Dragon's Quest. Dragon's Lair is the shit too. I just bought it on my iPad. The iPad port is terrible, but um, a lot of fun. It's really fun to the arcade. Cost a fifty cents to play, which is unheard of at the time. Yeah, I spent like five bucks on it, five. and it was all button memorization bullshit too. 
Exactly. The gameplay was horrible, but the look of the game was. I mean, I'm looking at the, the still shots it, now. I mean, it looks as good as today's games. There's a version on Steam that I haven't gotten. If the developer's watching, send it to me. But uh, <laughs> um, I really want to play it, but I won't pay for it because I'm a stingy motherfucker. But how much uh, is they, it? Did you play the NES? Port? It's, it's probably like ten bucks. I don't give a you know. I'm not gonna pay money for stuff. <laughs> but uh, but they um, uh, they revamped it to HD and like cleaned it all up, and it's supposed to look fantastic. I'd love to try it sometime. If I ever start getting on my Let's Play channel again, I'm re- I'll probably play that. I'm thinking best story ever without the Modern Warfare 3 troll. Which, by the way, I really did enjoy that story. I don't know. You know, now, let's talk... Can we talk about Call of Duty for just a second? Because sure. Call of Duty Ghosts, I really feel like the whole series is going to the dogs. <laughs> so what I've been oh there. my god. <laughs> did you happen to catch my hot dog rap? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, woof, 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 woof. Okay? <laughs> Now, do you honestly think that, or are you just jumping on board with I, what people like to hear? I think they're like going to gonna kill that dog off yeah, I, within you know, the last mission. I like that idea. The dog looks awesome. The modeling's pretty good. I think it's cool. They're going to add something to the game. Call of Duty, uh, I am a Battlefield guy, so I know a lot of people are going to... I like both games, but Battlefield, at the end of the day, I'm all about vehicles, you know? You know the I toughest part about Battlefield for me? Yeah? The what? community doesn't want me to play. Like, really? I'll Why? jump in Battlefield, I'll goof off, and they'll be like, go back to COD. And it's like, man, really? Like... It is the most unwelcoming community in gaming. Wait, you mean like in the game, in the game chat, or like in comments no, on a video? comments on a video. If, oh, they, if they learn stupid. that I've played Battlefield, the Battlefield guys will come and fuss at me. And no one, like I can play any other game. I can play Far Cry, I can play Warcraft, I can play any. But you jump in Battlefield, and all of a sudden they're like, go back to where you came from. I don't, I never understand... One of the things that's really confusing for me, like, I get it. I, you guys are really passionate about the Xbox, and I'm passionate about other things, but I can admire your passion about the Xbox 360. I can admire your passion for Call of Duty. Call of Duty's not a game that I routinely play, but the fact that you guys play it so much and you love it, and it's a passionate thing for you, I'm passionate about things too, and I can empathize with your passion. And I don't care what you're passionate about as long as it's not hurting anybody else or it's not a, you know legal, it's going to wreck somebody's life. And so when I see you passionate about something, I can say to myself, I love to see how happy he is, how important this is to him, how much he enjoys it. That's wonderful. That's the joy of life. And I am I'm passionate about other things, and, and I don't expect you to ever make fun of me for the fact that I spent six hours today off and on while editing videos playing... Animal Crossing, you know? Yeah, it's not a game that's for you, but the same way Call of Duty's not for me. I feel your passion when you talk about it. You feel my passion. I don't understand hate Battlefield players hating Call of Duty players, and I don't understand Call of Duty players hating Battlefield players. You both are passionate about gaming. Let's celebrate that and not concentrate on the negative the whole, differences. Uh, I don't understand this line of thinking. Xbox people are better than PlayStation. I don't understand it honestly either. I, there's no. I mean, it's uh, a if, fucking machine, dude. It's what it is. A machine yeah. does not dictate the person behind the controller. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's a piece of hardware. It's a fucking plastic box filled with wires. And you may like the Xbox One, Woody, and I may not. And you may like the PlayStation 4, Woody, and I, I, I may not. It doesn't matter. We're both passionate about the same thing, and it's gaming. And I'm not going to ever hate on you for your f- particular flavor of gaming. That's stupid. You know, yeah. and even if you hated gaming, but you liked musical theater, if you're all about Phantom of the fucking Opera, I'm not gonna hate on you then either. I'm just so happy that you found something you love. You know, yeah. I to me, the only nasty stuff it. is the people who are trying to hurt the other people, right? Those yeah, are the exactly. Yeah, those exactly. are the bad people in the community. And and in terms of Battlefield, if you guys 
are maybe not fans of mine and, and somehow you're watching this, but you're really a Battlefield guy. I have been relentlessly, doggedly playing the objective for this since 2007 now. If there's any COD guy who would fit in the Battlefield community, it'd probably be me. You know, you don't see me kill horn it up in objective games. You'd be on those damn MCOM stations all day. That's it's it's my my purpose in gaming is to sit there and win games. It's it's what I always work on. I don't my have a purpose. purpose. I destroy fucking games. I've won the game in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> this asshole comes in and says he destroys games. My purpose in gaming and say Battlefield is to jack the airplane from the best pilot and fly it into a nearby tank. My object into League of Legends is to pretend I'm Korean so that I can find some bigot to scream at me to go back to Korea. I'll literally type in in just the beginning of a game. I'll say... Good luck, have fun, me Korea, and that's it. No, just like, leave it at that. You <laughs> eventually, some guys like, oh, you fucking Korean. I'll be nine and two. They'll be like, you fucking Korean, go back to your Korean server, and I'll be like, oh, you fat America, you fat America, you cheese eating fat pig, you pay for healthcare, you fat America. You just fucking unload. <laughs> I troll. That's why I play video games to troll. I don't know why I do that. I'm like the nicest guy when it comes to YouTube or whatever, but then. On my video game, I will wait till somebody else is a dick, and then I'll unload on that guy. I can't wait for that. I love that when unsuspecting people want to come and talk some shit. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, Woody, real quick. Now, huh? Uh, my friend who I play League of Legends with, my best friend, uh, says hi. He says watches PKA every week. Oh. Loves you. His name is friend. His name is Tim. Loves your show. Loves everything about you. I thought I'd throw this in there in the hopes it makes the final cut so he can see that. Oh, well, thanks, Tim. It. I appreciate um, your support. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Hey, you guys need a new topic? Yeah, the fact that we're cutting Tim out of Painkiller already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this show's really all about Rock On 1M1 and his brilliant YouTube channel. Yeah, subscribe. We ain't got room for Tim. Did you, know, did you guys know he does uh, face, picture in picture, puts his face on there so you can see his reactions while he plays the game? That's, a, that's innovative. Check I've never seen that. Oh, stop. Hey, no. It's going to get mad. <laughs> I'm just playing. He's actually, I started watching his uh, tentacle, uh, uh, Day of the Tentacle stream. He's really good. He's actually really entertaining to watch. There you go. Hey, Rock so... on M1M, you will win my view and all my subjective likes if you play Dungeons & Dragons, Warriors of the Eternal Sun. Shit, yeah. Play some all Final right. Fantasy. In the chat on this thing, I gave you guys a link. And... Uh, there are two life coaches. They have a radio show. And, and the first thing I noticed on their radio show was their mics because you can see them. They were <laughs> Lefty, can you identify that mic? Uh, yeah, those are both the Electro Voice RE20. At least the one on the right is. That's my man right there. That's my man. <laughs> um, anyway, they are life coaches. So they people call in and they're, they're motivational speakers and psychotherapists. And the two of them committed suicide together. And I thought it was a worthy PKA topic. Holy shit! On the on the air? Not on the air. They left suicide okay. notes, and it uh. said, "I can't take it anymore. My wife's pain is too much." And they killed themselves together. They had yeah. a radio show called "The Pursuit of Happiness." Shit! I guess what, I got lost on the way, about? huh? What was the pain like? What, I'm looking for the article. I don't see it. Like, uh, you should see a, a link in the chat on the right. She. She she was a bad Call of Duty player. 
They had plastic bags over their head and a tube attached to a canister of helium. So, wow! Can you imagine the high pitched voices on their death? (laughs) I love you. It's (laughs) honey. Are you still awake? Are you there? All right, this is not. No, this is is horrible. I don't like this now. This quickly went from mildly funny to just horrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, dead radio host. I apologize. At the end of the day, just so you know, the reason we make fun of horrible things is because it's one of the ways that human animals deals with terrible shit. You know, and I know there's some harm to be done when you make fun of stuff like that. Like, if we make fun, if someone's suicidal and they're watching right now, and they're like, see, they don't even give a shit about people commit suicide, it could do some harm. But most of us make jokes because it makes us deal with what's almost impossible to deal with a little better. My first if they didn't want somebody to make fun of killing These themselves, they shouldn't have used helium. What kind of yeah. is that? These guys were probably killed. I, I'm not going to put it out there. They it's were not suicide. killed. They left a suicide note. I can write. I can write a bullshit suicide note for you. Yeah, Kurt Kurt Cobain wrote a suicide note. Didn't mean Courtney Love didn't blow his fucking brains out. Why did Courtney? Why would Courtney Love blow his brains out? I've heard that before, but because he was about uh, to retire, and uh, he was the money train, and he was worth more dead than retired because he controlled his entire estate. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's funny if you ever look at the suicide note. The first two thirds of it is actually a retirement letter. And then it changes tones at the two thirds mark, and also changes handwriting styles. Oh sh! Oh. Yeah, and then that becomes a suicide note. Now you can say he was fucking doped out of his mind, so he was writing different. But I, I've never been more sure after reading that, seeing it for the uh, myself for the first time, that she fucking killed it. And I don't give a shit. You know, I mean, it sucks. Mm. I'm really sorry. But at the end of the day, I know Kurt was miserable, and he probably would have killed himself eventually anyway, but I still fucking think either she arranged it or manipulated him into it or something. But anyway. You know who won't kill himself? Uh, Rock on 1M1 on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> will never happen. You should go check hey, him out and subscribe one, to his channel. One more thing, because I've covered this really topic so many, so many times on my YouTube channel, but uh, what do your followers, followers have never seen me talk about this? So I want to talk about it for just one second. I have been suicidal in my life. When I was 15 years old, I practiced self-asphyxiation in the hopes that I could kill myself. When I was in 2009, when my mother passed, I thought about killing myself there. You all see my draw in my life, so you know about that about me. And I want to talk about that for a minute. I chose not to do it, and look at the life I'm leading now. You know, right now, I'm here on PKA with you guys. It's phenomenal. I'm making YouTube money. I'm getting married in September. If I had written the last chapter of my life in 2009, I would not have lived to see this. And this is wonderful. And it helps ease the pain for all the shit that I went through. If you are suicidal, if you're somebody you know is suicidal, there's a lot of places for help. But teach them this very lesson, simple lesson. Death is the end of potential. Life is potential. Then it's limitless potential. There is no telling, most situations, 99% of situations, there's no telling what tomorrow could bring. If you choose to write today down as your last day, then you're choosing the end of that potential. It's gone. It's over forever. If today was a shitty day and you kill yourself today, then your life was shitty. If you choose to live, there's a chance your life can be good. So just buckle up, young man, and get ready Morgan for Freeman it. Morgan Freeman to become live. a millionaire yeah. until he's like seven, 68 or some bullshit. Yeah, that's these, exactly right. These guys know this in a lot of my substitute. Did you know I tried to kill myself? I never knew. When I was 17... I 
you know, a big part of it was bad grades. I had bad grades, and I'll try to tell this quickly because I think all my subs are, are rolling their eyes at this point, having heard it before. But in an effort to motivate me, the tactic that my father used was to tell me that I had no future, right? You know, you've got bad grades. This is what your life is going to look like. And he painted a really, really bleak picture. And I couldn't really see past that. So at one point, I took a, um, a dog leash and I looped it through the part where your hand goes to build like kind of a noose. And I hooked the um, the little you know, part that goes to the collar, the little clippy thing, onto a skylight, set up a chair underneath it, and then I kicked out the chair from underneath me. And I hung there. So this wasn't a... And I, I like to detail it because it wasn't a cry for help, right? I didn't take nine ibuprofen and call that a suicide attempt. Like, I, I didn't jump off a six-foot wall and, and act like I was... Tra- no, dude. I hung myself, I kicked out the chair, I was done. And after, I don't know, it's hard to estimate, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, the thing that the leash was was hung onto, it broke, and I fell to the ground. And afterwards, like, I felt like, ah, I can't do anything right. But in this period of depression, there's like an extreme lack of motivation that I think a lot of people have a hard time relating to, you know, who've never been there. D- just sleeping all afternoons, being awake at night, um, not wanting to do anything. It's just, it is it is a full-on, like, I've got no motivation to do anything. And the same applied to suicide. It was like, oh, I fucked this up, now what? You know, I'll take a nap or something. And just like you said, you know, if that had been the last day of my life, I'd have missed out on the cool stuff. You know, I'd have, I'd have missed out on being Woody's gamertag. I'd have missed out on being the father that I am and the husband that I am. And the like it, <laughs> my life got so much better after high school. Like wildly, it, heck, that was my junior year in high school. My senior year in high school was markedly better. It, it gets better. Like, you know, what you're going through now, your lowest of your low is a terrible time to make the decision on whether or not you should go forward. Exactly. That's one of the, that's the, one of the things that always – and look at you now, man. That's the worst part about it. If that kid could see who you've become now, can you only imagine what he would say, how proud he would be? He'd be very much looking forward toward today. That's exactly right. And uh, the other thing that I will remind people who are suicidal, death is inevitable. You are going to die. You don't have to put – any effort into that. It's going to happen. People look at me and they say, Boogie, you're going to die one day as fat as you are. Well, so are you, dude. You and me and everybody in this podcast, we're going to fucking die, and the empires we're building are going to turn to dust, and everything we've ever built will fall into the fucking sun, and that's the fact. That's how it is, okay? So all you can do is rage against that. All you can do is rage against the dying of the light. Help each other out. Help your family members out. Reduce the amount of pain you're in. Reduce the amount of pain of the people around you. Hug each other. Love each other as our world fucking slowly dies around us and we rot where we stand. That's life, man. And and it, you don't have to put any effort into it. Don't end your life today. Just wait. Build as much as you can. If, you tar- if you're tired of your life, if you're so depressed you can't feel good things anymore, then ease the pain of others. If you can't fix your pain, fix other people's pain. And maybe through that you will find joy again. But 
I mean, you don't, you're don't. you gone. You're as good as dead. It's just a matter of time. And between now and the time of your deathbed, it's going to be a blink of an eye. So just stick it out, buck up, and do it. So, you know? Boogie, I got a question about hate. On your in your videos, you often sort of talk about how your past hate, how how you now your skin is thick and that it's hard to get to you. Yeah. But I mean, politely, I walk away unconvinced. I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. he's maybe you feel that way temporarily, but you're still talking about hate. You know, it the opposite of you know like it. it Vulnerable isn't invulnerable, it's indifference. And that's not what I see. I see like, yeah, you're not hurting me anymore. And I think, oh, that makes me think they are. I'll tell you the difference, and uh, I'll, I'll try to... I want you to think of Superman for a minute. And I'm not Superman, but he's a good example. Superman's bulletproof, right? And every mm-hmm. bullet that hits him bounces off of him. But if his best friend was shooting at him, it still hurt his feelings. And that's exactly how it is for me. Like your individual joke of, hey, you fat piece of shit, you're going to die for you're 40, you fuck you. You don't deserve to live, I hate you. Eat for the record, I didn't dicks. say that. No, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if, someone, <laughs> if someone does say that, like there's nothing, there's nothing there for me. But it hurts that this person feels the need to say those things about me. It hurts to know that they hate fat people. It hurts to know that they hate gamers. It hurts to know that they hate the type of person I am or the people that I represent, it hurts. And, I mean, there's always there's always going to hurt my feelings. But the time of being able to outrage me by saying, well, you know, you're going to be dead by the time you're 40, you fat piece of shit. You shouldn't be on YouTube, you toothless fucker. That's never going to hurt me. Your motivation is what hurts me now. Does that make sense? And it sucks that people feel that... And I understand trolling because I used to be a terrible internet troll. I used to do terrible shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Um... I understand that that person is in pain, and they're trying to transfer that pain onto somebody else. I get that. And it's still, at the end of the day, what keeps me awake at night is knowing that there are people out there in so much pain that that's what they feel they have to do with their time. And it just, I don't know. But it it does, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm fat, and I accept that I'm fat. It hurts not to call me fat, but when you think that's the only thing I am, because there's so much depth behind this layer of blubber. And when people stop short, that breaks my heart a little bit. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think I get it. You know? I mean, uh, you know, you can individually attack me, and you can say something about me. You can summarize me in three words. I don't give a shit. That's that's just the bullet, and it's going to bounce right off. But at the end of the day, the fact that you feel the need to pull that gun hurts, you know? I felt I, I was I was with Lefty before the show started, and he struck me as a rookie hate dealer. I don't know if that's a better way to <laughs> I could describe it any better. Lefty, you know what I'm talking about? The uh, the articulate thing. So there was a thread in the Race Squad Killers thing. That was that, a joke. I wasn't <laughs> serious. Let me carry on. Jerks. You guys will see that I'm right. right. Okay. So Lefty, there was a there was a there's a line in there, and they're like, do you do you guys think Lefty articulates too much? And what he did is he opened the thread. And the top-rated comment was in his defense, so he ignored that. And then, like, there's a couple <laughs> others that, you know, were, like, on his side, and he ignores that. And he just starts scanning for people who had negative things to say and read each one of them to me. That's what I happened. I didn't read each one. No, 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 no. I read one. I read the one that was, like, 
Why are you a, lying to my subscribers, you dirty bastard? I didn't lie to you. I read. I, I I'm, to, what did I read? Hold on. Let me go back to the Rave Scott, Quilla, Rave Scott Killers. He read more than one. I don't know if it was all of them. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> but the, that behavior is one that I would have done two years ago. I would have, like, freaking scanned my comments looking for the negatives to find anyone who had something bad to say. Now, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, like, so much, so much tougher to get my No, attention. I only read you the one. That was, I swear, I, I could, the only reason I brought it up, the only reason I mentioned it out loud was because, um, it was just like, it was like, how can they not, how can this person not understand that I'm trying, that the, the exposition, a lot of the exposition I use is to try to fill time. Because I can boil down my points to saying, this sucks, that sucks, fuck this, fuck that, and that's it. But that's not, it's the ride, I As think, you were that doing people it, enjoy. I even called you out on only reading the negative comments, and you laughed and agreed. Because it was, the, it was the one negative one that I was reading. I was like, yeah, ha, 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 I'm going to go through and read the rest of them. I didn't. I just uh, focused on that one because I f found it to be like, you know. I'm just saying maybe if Lefty had more hate, he'd be more experienced at dealing with it. No. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying Lefty is uh, really jokes, defensive jokes. right now. Oh, what? that's all. Oh, that's my least favorite thing. When someone says he's getting really defensive, Yes. I'd put him in a position to defend himself. <laughs> like, you know, when you knock someone for being defensive, because I've been said that too, that some, you know, irrelevant internet jackass call be defensive. And it's like, well, you're offensive. The natural, <laughs> you, you, yeah, why would you, anybody would get defensive well, when somebody he, gets you're offensive. You're calling him out for a certain thing, and he's like, oh, my Lord. Dufty, I, I go through the same thing, dude. I shouldn't read bad comments. And what happens to me is I just don't read comments to avoid the bad ones because I can't stop myself from reading the bad ones and just Your getting under my skin. Been shockingly positive lately. Have you seen? Yeah, it? the the ones on the, uh, like the sit on your video, sit up video were awesome. The search and destroy video. What are you doing, yeah. Wings? Wing, I'm sorry, Wings is busy texting his his girlfriend. <laughs> he's trying. He's yeah, trying to lock so down that blowy before blow, the show ends. Blowy incoming. What'd you yeah. say? What'd you say, Wings? I didn't say nothing. Oh, I missed it. I thought somebody said something. You're about to, ask, you're about to, you're saying something about the S and D. Yeah, people really like the S and D video. The only problem with the S and D video is, you know, I'm only good at search and destroy and capture the flag and league play. And if you ever played league play, it's ninety percent hard point, and I really struggle with hard point. Um, be it a mixture of my connection, be it a struggle mixture of um, just inexperience. Uh, hard point forces me to engage people like two or three deep in a room, and I just can't win those. But I find myself better in the games that have a, a spawn delay, a capture the flag, because it lets me set up my engagements and my fights to give me the greatest chance to win every fight that I get into. And it's about cutoffs. It's not about pushing into an area. And I play with some strong players. Mm-hmm, you do. Like Magmar, Mag for those you don't know, Magmar actually is a two-time MLG free-for-all champion. If you go to MLG events like Columbus, Raleigh, Anaheim, they have free-for-all competitions there for like people that show up. Mm -hmm. And he's won them twice. Both times he's went. That's he's a strong do. player. Yep. He's hard to keep up with. <laughs> In the Halo world, they often use those like free-for-all competitions to f fill out teams. Like They get noticed, and then they start joining Instinct and... Um, 
Who's the other one I'm thinking of? Um, Fatal something? Oh my god. I haven't watched for a few years. I mean, Magmar's so good. Like, I guess the hobby is to, like, troll Twitch TV for, like, nade shotting people and try to join their session just to piss them off. <laughs> also, he's that, that I mean, he's your friend, but that shouldn't be a pass. I, I, I told works. him that's a douche move. I'm like, come on, dude, don't do that. They're just trying to, trying to make their living. Was it Frenchy Angel that joined my stream and dropped a swarm? Yeah, I mean, it's just people with something to prove. I was there at one point, and some people would argue that was my best stuff, but... I realized that I'm not that good. I mean, I'm above average. I'm probably a little bit above above average. Yeah, for sure. Can I interject but and defend myself really quick? Just because I want to. I want to. <laughs> I got one more thing. Lefty, we I, know you're not really racist. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> maybe a uh, little. I to to your point about responding to the negative stuff. That is a thing. And I am. Somebody pointed that out to me last week uh, on Twitter, and I'm like. Yeah, and it's like it's something I'm really trying to do, and sometimes I, you know, I fail at it. Like uh, Boogie said, you know, sometimes everybody screws up. Everybody has a, everybody's gonna have a cupcake when they're dieting. Everybody's gonna go fuck that up. And so I've been trying to focus on the good and respond to the good and and shine the spotlight on that instead of just responding to the haters or whatever people that just have an axe to grind that want to get upset about things. Um, but in, in this instance, I really was just responding to that one comment. But the responding only primarily to the negative is something about me that I do need to work on and something I am trying to. And I'm open to any and all suggestions on how to do that properly. So right. if you got something, lay it on me. No, you don't want my advice. But like, what works advice? for me is to get ungodly amounts of hate until you actually grow numb to it. Does, that seems that... to be the best way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even then, you never become numb to it. You just become different. Mm -hmm. Indifferent. Like... I become indifferent to it. You know, my wife was reading comments on Feedback or Wife Wednesday, and there were like 1,500 comments, and two were bad. And she told me about the two. And I was like, I. I just don't care. I, don't know. I didn't see him. Let him go. Stupid people are stupid. I'm sitting there looking at this picture of his dog saying, I can eat poopy diapers with no problem, but change my dog food and I have explosive diarrhea for days. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, you equated them to our haters. <laughs> that, that dog is on the keyboard typing mm -hmm. with his, his wet nose. Um, oh, Kyle, are you there? Yeah. All right. If your parents let you pick your name when you were five years old, what would you be named today? Um, when I was five. Huh. That's hard. I don't know. As a five-year-old, I might choose, like, Dinosaur Man or something. Mine was Superboy. I actually had this conversation with my mother. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was complaining that Matt was such an ordinary name and that there was nothing, like... It just didn't distinguish itself. It wasn't exciting. And she's like, well, what would you have named yourself? I think Matt and Matthew is a perfectly fine name. And I said, Superboy. And she's like, I'll remind you of this. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been uh, Cookie Monster. Cookie so, you know, Monster. Yeah, I was obsessed with Sesame Street at about five still. And uh, I had a little Cookie Monster. I had just everything. And I could relate to that. Uh, unquenching thirst for cookies. <laughs> I went to school with a kid who, in the fifth grade, said that he wanted to. When he grew up, he wanted to be a dinosaur. <laughs> I said I could be anything. 
That makes him like 11. Five years old or he was in fifth grade? No, he's in fifth grade. He's like 11. <laughs> Why is that so You're starting to take science classes at that point. Yeah. You've been taking uh, science classes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Lefty, oh, if you named yourself at five, what would it be? Probably one of the Ninja Turtles. Leonardo Donatello, Michelangelo. Nice. Something. I was I love the Ninja Turtles. I used to watch. You gotta be Leonardo. No, I like Donatello. Because nah. he was my favorite to use in the video games. Let's uh, just get the cheap ass bow staff. Don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> I played Ninja Turtles, motherfucker. Turtles in time on the hardest difficulty to try to demolish that game or did that destroy game have that. difficulties? Yeah, it did. I think oh, it did. Yeah. Okay, I stand corrected. Turtles in Time was a great game. I was talking more about the original Ninja Turtles with the stupid-ass turtles that only defining characteristic was their weapons. Ralph was like, pew, pew, little short-ass side. Oh, it's all, the all about the range. It's all about the range. And you have Donatello with this stick, and he's like, phew, phew. <laughs> Wings, what would you be named if you named yourself at five? If I named my personal self? Mm-hmm. It, I, 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 it, is my adult self naming my chi- child at five, or is my childhood at five naming itself at five? Your childhood self is naming, and now you're stuck with it. Okay. At five, I probably would have named myself Yoshi or Mario or something. All right. Kyle, did, did you ever figure out what you'd be named? I, I, it's hard to say. I, 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 at five, I was mostly focused on Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles, so... I don't know. I'd have probably wanted to be like a Dr. Vinkman or something like that. <laughs> well, at least you've got a PhD, yeah. right? Yeah. I wonder if you could do that for like a name. Could you name yourself Dr. This? Oh, for sure. Oh, I yeah. Like, just spell it D-O-C-T-O-R. I'm going to name my kid that now <laughs> since you thought about Lefty. I'm going to name him Dr. Joey Jordan. I had a... <laughs> horrible name. I had a high school teacher who pretended to have a doctorate. And pretended? Like, yeah, like he, he he was not a doctor of anything, but in circles outside of school, for like people who didn't know him very well, he would pretend to have a doctorate and pretend to be a real big deal. And every so often, I like I saw books that he had signed, like Doctor Mulvaney, and it's like you're not a doctor. Like he, <laughs> yeah, he lived like outside of high school. He pretended to be a much bigger deal than he really was. So, yeah. Being a doctor doesn't make you a much bigger So dick. basically, he was on the internet educated. Before, before in, the internet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, in the world of education wings, they, they're especially sensitive to how far you went in the educational realm. Like, it, wherever he was going, like a conference or the people he was meeting would very much care that he was a doctor, more so than they would, you know, in day-to-day life. That's like trying. That's like a car salesman trying to tell you vinyl's just as good as leather. <laughs> They're the same. How view? is it at all like that in any realm or universe? Does vinyl go to school to become leather? <laughs> um, <laughs> but the is, like, does it go yeah, to a special yeah, process? I look at them all as, like from an outside medium. I look at them all as educational personnel. I don't care if my assistant principal is a doctorate in education or he's just a master's in education. He's the fucking assistant principal. But when he gets into an educational setting. There's small differences. Obviously, a doctorate's a little bit better than a master's, but to somebody outside the realm, it's not that damn important. Obviously, I'd want a do- I want a doctor in medical, not a master's in medical, but that's just because I'm paying money. 
If I if I, if I was on so the scene anyway. of a crime and my arm was ripped off, and he goes, I got a master's in medical education. Good enough, <laughs> motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> Open me up, bitch. Hey, did you? I just, I just have an associate's degree in medicine. <laughs> I took a biology course in high school, bro. <laughs> Do this. I did first aid in the Boy Scouts. I can stitch your arm back on, sir. I slept at a Holiday Inn. Let's go. Let's put it this way, Kyle. Let's put it this way. Let's say you get into a car wreck and you maybe you need your leg. You, you know, your leg's bleeding out. and You need somebody to put like a, a stent or something on it. Uh huh. And a guy comes by and says, "I was a combat medic in the Marines." Would you let him do that stint? Oh, of course, of course I would. However, like however, if I'm going into medical. an office, I'm going into like a doctor's office for some non-emergency I'm health care. Saying, like, under no circumstance will anyone who does not have a doctorate in the field they are practicing. On the other hand, it's moving that way, and there's nurse practitioners all over the place. Yes, yeah, but on the other, but just look at it, Kyle. You're willing to take the guy who was a, a combat medic to stint your leg in the field. Yeah, Where a guy with an associate's degree in medicine would actually have more experience. I want to talk be about something up. related. Are you guys ready? I yes. have recently, I've not done anything, just to be clear. But the whole idea of like mood-altering drugs, are these awesome or horrible? I have no idea. You like prescription drugs? Like yeah, uh, Proloft and Proloft, or like, would it make me happy all the time? Because that sounds glorious. Don't take drugs, Woody. What about Adderall? I am I, I am totally the guy to answer this question for you. By the way, if you care to hear. Before you get there, have you seen the movie Limitless? Uh uh. Uh, Oh no, I'm aware of it though. It is like a two-hour commercial for Adderall, as far as I'm concerned, and and it turns you in the movie. What he took turned him into the super version of him. It made him, I don't know, attentive. and It, really it opened up his entire brain so he could use his entire mass. He reached his full potential. He, it, it like, What if I woke up every morning and was just like compulsive about being productive? No, dude. Um, all right, so I was Wait, just... what are you doing below there by your crotch? Just, just ignore it, man. We all okay. do. <laughs> okay. So no, I was prescribed Adderall at one point. It it in my opinion, it makes it turns me into the better version of me. It turns me into a version of me who doesn't value sleep very much at all. The idea of like going to sleep and resting, it's like, well that's wasted potential. It's it turns like, you into someone who who not only wants to do something, but you want to do something important. You want to like build new life goals. You're like, I want to get my life back in order. Holy shit, I I need I need to do some stuff. It's steroids for the motivational part of your yes. brain. Yes, exactly. All right, Boogie, what did you have to say? What was your... Um, when it comes to psychotic drugs, the psychosis or whatever, um, the most of them can do one thing, and that is almost always mimic the effect of depression, in that if you're depressed, Good. it will remove most of your negative feelings by causing you to feel much, if nothing at all. Most of the different versions of Prozac do that. I did have a, dr- a drug called Effexor, which did, at the time, I could have claimed, gave me a lot more energy and had a lot of positive effects. But recent studies, I've read two different studies uh, that have claimed that 75% of the, uh, 75% of the time, the effects of a... Uh, Prozac variant or whatever is um, a placebo effect. 
that 75% of the time the people taking the drug are having no noticeable effect from the actual drug itself. So it's actually really fascinating. Um, most psychotropic drugs actually do more damage than good, um, with the exception of the placebo effect. But what they can do, and most of the ones that do work, uh, just keep you from having high lows, high lows, in that they regulate you, and they prevent those lows by regulating you. But when I first took Prozac um, in 96, I felt like a fucking zombie. I've never taken Adderall, and that sounds fascinating to me, uh, but at the end of the day, I like the way I work just fine. You know, I apparently seem to be fairly productive. I don't know if I would want to take a drug that would make me particularly productive. I also don't smoke um, marijuana because I know for a lot of my friends, at least, marijuana is a drug that makes them less productive. That's... I so I'm not an expert in marijuana, and my subscribers get mad at me when I talk about it. But yeah. the, those people can lick my nuts. The um, the problem with marijuana that I see, like my observation, has been that it often like it's the, it's almost the culture of marijuana as much as it is any kind of medical effect. Like people yep. deprioritize all the things that I consider to make them successful in life. Yeah, they really do. Uh, there's three... Not everyone, think, of course, but... I think there are three types of people who smoke uh, weed on a pretty regular basis. There are three types of users. Is the why. This is personal opinion. This is based on almost no facts. They're like what he says. You don't watch PKA for facts. You watch it for opinions, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're looking for accurate information on cannabis... Yeah, don't fucking... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the what I've observed in my 38 years of life is that there are three types of users. There are users who casually use... And sometimes it's good for them, sometimes it's not. You know, they, they'll use on the weekend, sometimes they use every day. But it just is, they're still just as productive as anybody else in the world. It has no noticeable effect on them. I've known a few people with some severe anxiety issues and some other problems, and using on a regular basis actually made them more productive, and they were better off for it. And if the, when they gave it up or were forced to give it up because they were on parole or they're about to have a job application, their lives spiraled out of control due to their anxiety and their other issues. And that's very, very cool. There is legitimate medicinal uses for marijuana. And I think people with anxiety disorders, the studies have shown that they absolutely affect um, anxiety disorders and make it better. It also, one of the more interesting things, I read a study or read the headline about a study on this one. I didn't read the actual study. They said that marijuana actually affects the center of the brain that's affected by loneliness. And so if you're lonely or you're alone and you smoke weed, you don't feel it as much, which is awesome. Um, but then there's the third type, and there's the burnout. And we've all known one. We've all known several. There are people who lives become, I'm going to go home and smoke a bowl and smoke another bowl and smoke another bowl and smoke another bowl and I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to fucking play Xbox and reset it on my ass. I'm not going to do anything. That's going to show work up in my... a 10 minute loop somewhere. Yeah. Just smoke another bowl, <laughs> smoke another bowl for 10 minutes. It's good. Uh, they, you know, they, they work their mediocre job and they come home and they, they have no aspirations to do anything other than earn enough money to buy the next bowl. And that sucks. But that's true of anything. There are people who are addicted to gaming, and you can't be addicted to marijuana. You can be addicted to the lifestyle. Like you said, that culture, you can be addicted, admired in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so that's the downside to legalizing marijuana. And the problem is there are a lot of burnouts, and how will that affect the world? How will that affect the you, But do you problem? think that there's anyone who wants marijuana right now who's not getting it because of a law? Yeah, there's a lot of people in jail. There's a lot of fucking people in jail not smoking any weed because they were carrying 
and uh, they accidentally carried across the state line, and they're fucking serving uh, five to ten. And now their yeah. lives are ruined because they're felons. Yeah, and they're never going to fucking. And they're going to be again. recidivists because it's just marijuana. So as soon as they get out, they're going to smoke pot again and get. Yeah. And they're really like, oh, America is the most recidivist country in the world. It's like, well, yeah. because we're putting drug people just want to get high. I read jail. a statistic that um, out of the world's population, we have only a small fraction of the world's population, but we have a high percentage of the number of incarcerated humans on the planet. We have the majority, we have like, not the majority, but one of the largest numbers of incarcerated humans in the world. 35% if I remember the statistic, but, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, you don't quote statistics when you're talking. Like, I have no fucking clue what it was. Yeah, if you want to accurate statistics, go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember it being like 35%, but then we only have 313,000, 313 million people out of 7 billion. That's insane. Like, we are literally a police state at this point. So, wait, what you're saying is, America, we're number one. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... I love the country we live in. I I do. I, I'm a patriot. I would I would die. I would bleed for the fucking soil I'm standing on. I, I will not shit you not. But at the end of the day, there's some fucked up shit that goes on here, and I don't believe you can be a patriot if you do not understand and accept what's fucked up. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Sorry, I'm a preachy motherfucker. You no, didn't you're know doing that pretty about good. Me. I'm, I'm listening. It's the, I knew that too, right? The, the our our rate of incarceration is ridiculously high. If we're not number one, then we're Working on it. Yeah. Hey, I found this weed in the fucking uh, woods, and I fucking smoked it, and what do you mean I'm going to get put into the same jail, this overcrowded jail, in which I'm going to share a bunk in a room with 200 men, uh, all 15 of which are fucking murderers. Yay! Are you safe like, what the actual men fuck? there? I don't know. I, do I, what? I, would you rather be in... Wings, is that you eating into your mic? No, it's Kyle! Kyle? Kyle is no, not me. That no. is you. Kyle. No. My mic's muted. You can see me, motherfucker. You told no. me is that me eating into the Wings, mic. What were you eating? Did you have something hidden in your beard? I was doubt. about to jump in like Kyle's finger in another burrito. <laughs> Kyle, back me up here. If someone's eating in the mic, you just blame the fat guy, right? I was, I, I yeah, was right? reasoning it. Like, don't, don't go into not. <laughs> me and Woody already had the nonviolent crime thing. What he feels like people like Bernie Madoff deserve like 40 years because they shitted some rich people out of some money. Hey, guys, yep. I need five. I'm going to take this. I'll be right back. All right. Yeah, absolutely, because the damage that you do, even a white-crawler crime, can well, be every Apple? Bit Why don't we throw Apple in jail? They just shitted the taxpayers out more money than Bernie Madoff did. Yeah, they should go to jail. Yes, their executives should go to jail. No, yes. they, they didn't break any laws. But the fact is they shitted taxpayers. Let me. Let me. I owed them fifteen thousand dollars. They're ready to take my goddamn house. But let Apple owe them like billions of dollars. Wait, wait, well, not, that's no the laws difference. Are broken. They didn't actually break any laws. That's an important di like you know, whatever, you claim the charitable deductions that you made. What if I was like, Wing should have paid more? You know, he had a, he donated a lot to charity. I think if you want to say the laws are wrong, that it's too easy for these international companies to skirt US taxes then I can get on board with that. We can look into it. Yeah, but, but if you want to say, you know, whatever, they made it so that overseas sales happened overseas and they never brought the money into the U.S., therefore they never had to pay U.S. taxes. It, if I own a company and it has two sections, one in freaking California and one in London, and then I make something in London, I sell something in London, and I keep the money in London, I don't have to pay U.S. taxes on that. 
And that's essentially what they did. They kept overseas money overseas. I think they even took a loan in the U.S. I know Cisco's done the same thing. They took a loan in the U.S. so that they would have some cash on hand because it's nicer to take a loan and pay some interest than to, I think it's called repatriate that money and pay taxes on it as it comes back into the country. So the law might be messed up, but I don't jail people for not breaking it. I, I, I think you hold the law in too high of an esteem. Because it's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's what that is. That's like saying, um, say you have two business partners, and we're not we're, we're talking. I know state lines and countries are two different things, but let's just go and simplify this. You have, you have you have a store. One store, one half of the store sells pizza. One half sells apples. I don't know. Whatever. Insert food item. They both go together like we're going to share profits. All right, but mm-hmm. then the Apple side is like, well, I sold more money than you, so I'm gonna keep more money. Seems unlikely. Oh, it's unlikely. But <laughs> yeah, the fact Apple's is, this is what they're doing. What are you doing with this country? Money can never come back in, but that money's gonna come back in in another way. They're gonna find a loophole somewhere to get that money from London back to their home base in the United States without paying taxes on it. They've done. It, they have had um, amnesty, it, I think. Be before. it giving it as a gift, charitable donations, buying stuff in another way from the from a company that you own as a subsidiary. The con- I think the country's done it before with an amnesty thing as part of like the stimulus package and said, look, you know, you want to bring your billion dollars into the U.S. and spend it here, you can go tax-free this year. Just freaking repatriate it, no taxes for you. We'll get your money in the country, and then presumably it'll be spent here. They've done that before. It's bullshit. It's what that is. That's tax evasion. So the deal with taxes, like let's say we're talking about state sales taxes. If you own a retail store in South Carolina and you're selling stuff in South Carolina, they're buying it in South Carolina, they're using it there, then you pay South Carolina taxes on it. And you get South Carolina services on it. So you should. You know, it makes sense for you. There's some policemen helping keep the, you know, prevent your store from being robbed. There's some trash man who's, you know, collecting your, your that's municipal, but work with me here. There are things happening at the state level that are you know, keeping everything so that you can run your business and do the best it can do. If you're in South Carolina doing your thing and you're selling whatever over the internet in Washington, they don't make you pay Washington state taxes because you're not getting any of the benefit of there. You know, it, it's a foreign sale. And the same thing happens in other countries. If I make a phone in China and sell that phone in China, I shouldn't be paying U.S. taxes on it. That's the that's the logic behind it, and that's mm-hmm. what companies like Apple have done. And I, I fear that you know they've tricked the system a little bit. That it's not just China sales, but well, apparently they broke bit, their how, laws. I, I mean, yeah, they didn't break any laws, but they sold a lot of things here. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have iPhones. They bought them here. It's I don't know where they're made. But. So they they took money here. Did they pay taxes on that money? I'm assuming I've assumed up until this point no. If I'm wrong, I don't know. yeah, I think the answer is yes. I think the answer, you know, when like when they sell something in the U.S. then they've got U.S. profits and that's the thing. But what they've managed to do is avoid U.S. taxes on foreign sales. And you should. Did you watch the congressional hearings for it? 
Uh, no. I'm, I'm not a big C-SPAN guy. Our senators were literally praising them. Like, you guys are such good. You guys were genius to do this. Like, it was really complimentary. And I, I wish that sometimes U.S. companies were held accountable for their lack of patriotism. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they will go out of their way to avoid U.S. taxes and avoid U.S. labor costs, avoid all that stuff. And it's like, you know, you, at the very least... Let them know they're not very patriotic. You know, it, it, tell this the John Chambers that the fact that you've done eighty percent of your hiring this decade in India and the other twenty in the U.S. that we're just not impressed with the way you're doing this. You know, I, I don't know. Well, what, if it was a majority-run country, I'd be like, you need fifty-one percent of your business in the United States, or you can't be a United States business. Yeah, I, I mean, the fear is that you'd be chasing them out. Chase them out. Fuck them. They're they're going out anyway. What, are you gonna lose twenty percent of the jobs? Uh, yeah, I, it, I go get go sell your shit. Go sell your shit and have to sell. Make them ship everything over the United States that they want to sell. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that it can be more cost effective to do stuff like that, right? Like, you know, people will buy whatever, like Japanese steel, and ship it to the U.S. and you know, use that here because it's cheaper than buying U.S. steel. That's one of the coolest things I've seen in a while, and I've started to jump in, and if this is a little off topic, I apologize, but uh, today on Reddit I saw a um, note that had been snuck into Halloween decorations by a Chinese slave who was making those high, uh, decorations. And uh, so then I went to the comments because it really fascinated me to see what people are saying about it, also to translate some of the things he said. And as it turns out, this is a common occurrence if you work in the... Uh, if you and, and one person said he worked for Bed Bath and Beyond, and again, this is a redditor, so you never know. He could be telling the mm-hmm. truth, or he could be making it up. But he said they worked for Bed Bath and Beyond, where a lot of their stuff is made in China. And he said that the kids that were making this stuff in their free times, they would draw pictures for the Americans that were eventually going to get the goods, and they would they would put those pictures in there. And they were happy pictures, you know, like they weren't miserable necessarily, but you also knew that it came from a nine-year-old kid who was making that item, your stocking, and it was really hard for them to deal with that. And uh, so they said that they had a board at that Bed Bath & Beyond that they hung up, and it was all the notes and pictures they got, and they'd gotten 10 or 15 over the course of the year and a half that the person had worked there, and that eventually... Um, the regional manager came in and asked what it was. You can't put, you can't keep something like this up and tore it down and I just, you know, for all I know, they're making it up. But uh, just, you know, one of the things that we're so unaware of, uh, all of us, is that the there's slavery in this world, that we are lucky. Like uh, Lefty said earlier today, and I love that quote, and uh, it made me love him when he instantly said it, you and me, we won the genetic lottery. We happen to be born white in America. Yeah, but you just, called us the, you just called us the police state. Prison system is well, slavery, dude. But like uh, like uh, what he said earlier today, uh, our situation is shitty here, and it's also shittier in other places. We are still one of the freest groups of people out there. We're certainly not number one like we used to be. America's not number one. Shit, we're not 21 anymore. We're number but one in there's a lot more than 21 countries. <laughs> yeah. We're number one in incarceration because it's free labor. I know. I mean, I, I'm fucking glad that there was enough food for me to eat. I'm glad that there was shelter above my that. head. I want enough food for me and my stomach to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I had something to add. Oh, I lost it. I Sorry. Lost it. Have you guys seen this um, this thing in Charlotte 
where they where they claim five hundred thousand dollars worth of lost electronics. Wow, five hundred grand. And the police are the police get the report and they're like, hold up, hold up, Charlie, this ain't right. Reportedly stolen a thirteen inch MacBook Pro laptop. What do you think the price of it is? A MacBook Pro. It can range grand. from fourteen hundred to three grand. Yeah. All right. They char- They want to say it's seventy-five thousand three hundred fifty-seven dollars. Seventy-five thousand dollar MacBook. <laughs> God damn it, Apple! You're going crazy with this. <laughs> a lost iPhone, thirty thousand dollars five hundred and three. What the hell? Why? Lost BlackBerry, fifty-four thousand two hundred. What is this? An insurance claim? Why would they lie? It's an insurance claim for the lost electronics in a campaign. Damn. Oh, in a campaign though. Yeah, yeah, and a campaign for all you know—that's what they fucking pay. They don't give a shit. It's other people's money. <laughs> uh, one of the things, like I—I'm I, sure a lot of people in here. I hope a lot of people and a lot of people watch and watch Daily Show, Colbert Report. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch it as uh, religiously as I used to, but I see a lot of their clips. And uh, well, when Colbert ran for president, and he uncovered a lot of the shit that you can do, was just mind-boggling. Yeah, at the end, could, right after he didn't win. He had yeah. someone else come on and explain to him what to do with his pack money. This is what yep. you're talking about? And basically how to empty it into his pocket. Basically. Yep. Yeah, it was like a two-step <laughs> process. Like, you know, you can't just yeah. dump your pack money into your pocket. That's illegal. So dump your pack money into an account and then dump that into your pocket and you're set. And yep. he was like, whoa. Um, do we need a new topic? Sure. Kyle. You know we're past the four-hour market now. No, we're 20 minutes short. Kyle. I got to leave soon. <laughs> Not you. Kyle? Kyle is in his room. Oh, the switch isn't on. I'm saying yes, 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 yes. Yeah, but I thought Wings was interrupting you as you were saying it again. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> You've got a million dollars in cash, and you're going to spend a year in prison. They're going to be looking for this cash. How do you hide it? Um... Give me... Give me... I'm going to come up with something really good. Um, <laughs> I thought you might. This is cash money now, right? You Cash money. Okay, so uh, you vacuum seal it, you put it in a plastic container, mm-hmm. and you get you give an, you give enough cash to someone you really trust, like your, you know, your wife or significant other, I know who I would trust, to go rent a storage unit under another name with cash for that one-year period. Don't do and, that. And just throw don't it in there. That, it's done. <laughs> Don't done. do it that way. Here, here's why you don't do it that way. You ever see shows like um, Storage Wars and things like that? That's when they don't get paid up. No, no, no. Here's how they don't get paid up. You see these things that are impressive. Like, why would somebody let the rent go on, like, 30 fucking vending real, machine dude. units? That's yeah. The other yeah, a lot of those things are fake. Yeah, yeah they, no, fake, they fake, fake some of them, but stuff like this happens. Like, you they ever, fake I most watched of a documentary about Kurt Cobain, and Courtney Love was on there talking about how she lost a third of Kurt Cobain's stuff. She's because a crack whore. Of course she is. She no, 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 no. <laughs> she, she, she was a crack whore in 2000. This happened recently. Go ahead, Wings. But what happened is she said she was paying on a, she was paying on a storage unit for it. It was like $1,800 a month or something like that in California. To, it was a really big storage unit. And she she was up to payment. She paid years in advance. You know, she just gave him a whole bunch of money. He's like, just give me the storage unit. And what happened is the storage company just let it slide for about six months, and they changed the name over to a corporation, and then the corporation went delinquent for three months, and then they sold the unit as the corporation's unit, and then paperwork had none of Courtney's name on it at all, and then they sold it for the highest bidder to one of their friends. That's how this stuff gets out. 
Hmm. Why, what's to stop a storage unit from opening your store saying, seeing you got money there and doing the same thing to you? I, I don't know if you know this, Wings, but your dog is barking. I understand that. I can't <laughs> stop her. Um. <laughs> okay, it's easy. You buy it, gold. Did someone just kill that dog? Okay, okay. <laughs> Eat it, Wings. Eat it. Oh, my God. It's easy. You buy gold. You buy cinder blocks. Okay? Mm-hmm. If you have property somewhere, you put the gold inside the cinder blocks. You build a wall out of the cinder blocks. Who's going to come fucking with a wall? Okay? On your property. I mean, the best way to do this is just to give it to somebody that you trust. Even if they see it and they can't really under, can't really tell you how it came from, they can't take it from him. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you can do it other things. Like you can trade it into gold. Like go to anywhere that sells gold, trade it straight for gold, give it to your friend. But the like, advantage come of at buying, me, bitch. The advantage of buying gold is when you get out of jail, it's uh, it's going to raise with the price of inflation. So you uh, the price of inflation, the pro cost of living. So you'll actually come out with more money than when you left it. Right. I think that's the best way. But ch- change it all over to gold and just give it to somebody that you trust. Yeah, because uh, you'd be surprised how little gold is a million dollars for the gold. You'd be yeah. surprised how easy that is. You, to can, you can fit in probably in a desk drawer. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, to me, vacuum seal it. I like the idea of a PVC pipe with threaded ends. You just put the caps on. If you guys are from, like, if you've ever had your hands on that, that's a pretty good seal. And then bury it in the woods. I knew a guy one time. Um, so they changed the $100 bill design, and mm-hmm. this guy had a lot of money buried. And he wanted, he wanted to, di- he was digging all his money up to change it over because he knew that it wouldn't be good, you know, in the future if he still had the old generation of hundreds. I don't think that's so great. Had, they would honor it. They would still honor it, but he didn't want, he thought it would look suspicious when he pulls out, you know, $2,000 worth of the old hundreds. Okay. He didn't want that. So he had all this moldy money that he was like bringing oh, to the banks. He didn't vacuum seal it. He didn't do it right. It smelled bad. It was like it was like. <laughs> Did they know, accept it all? Yeah, they took it, but it smelled funky. Oh. It was gross. Yeah, every so often you see like Confederate money popping up somewhere. Oh yeah, that's always that's cool Back though. Back up, Lefty. And. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> And it's always, like, dollar. <laughs> it's always like a pile of mush or something. Like, you know, six, not six, like a hundred bills all sort of hard to separate from each other, like a book that's been underwater. Mm. It's, it's, it's a mess. See, I, I know how I would launder it. Does anyone else think the South was getting a little ahead of themselves coming up with their own currency? Am <laughs> 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 I the one who feels that way? Well, a story yeah, we I tell you. First, but we, we were winning the war for a good bit there until uh, they actually got those men across the Potomac. Uh, a historian will tell you that it was commonplace at that period of time to create your own type of money still. I believe that we had a national currency, but there were still restaurants and bars and organizations that were printing their own money in the north. So it wasn't that unheard of to create a currency of any type in the south and then try to adapt it, if I remember correctly. They still do that. Stupid yeah, Microsoft that. points. Oh, Damn. no shit. <laughs> what about those uh, Bitcoins? That's the, one of my favorite failures today. You ever read about any of that stuff? Yeah, oh, for sure I know a bunch about it. I'm just not convinced I'm on board with the failure thing. Well, it may not have failed, but I know they had a bad drop. They did, they did. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up some charts right now. Because last I looked, it had gone back up a bit. 
I thought about putting my money in it and uh, then change my mind, and I'm kind of glad I did. Yeah. And I, just before E3, I thought about putting my money in Sony stock, and I would have made about three dollars a share if I had. Mm. Damn it. It's it's difficult to find like a good Bitcoin chart. Well, the thing is, there was a huge Bitcoin exchange that was seized by the government, oh. wasn't there? Oh, we just lost Boogie. Oh, Boogie left. I think there was Get one that was out of your one. shit. <laughs> oh, so, it makes a really sad noise when he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Why are you leaving us, Boogie? You're muted on... You're muted on, uh, on Sorry about that, but I'm stupid. <laughs> I so typed in, in a search, and I didn't realize which window I was in. <laughs> back in February, a Bitcoin was worth about 40 bucks. In, I'll say, mid, well, I don't know, April 9th or so, it peaked at about 230, and now it's dropped to about 100. So that's a big drop. You know what that sounds like to me? What? Like the same shit that causes depression. People would buy into the stocks, like really rich people would buy a bunch of the stocks and get <laughs> other people to jump on board, and then they would sell right before it crashed, and then the, the they'd leave it, stick it with all the average Joes. There were a lot of YouTube commentators telling people to buy Bitcoins. Yeah, I know one guy in particular. Fisticuffs. <laughs> uneducated as fuck. I won't call out names. And he's telling everyone, Bitcoins, Bitcoins, Bitcoins. And it's like, if you take your financial advisement from this guy, then you deserve what you get. It's... What I thought was cool about Bitcoins was the whole, like, the cryptography of how... Like, how mining Bitcoins, it's not just like, oh, I sent my computer to work... On this, it's like there's a bunch of different computers trying to figure out a portion of this equation that changes. Like once you figure out a portion of the equation, it's math. It's way beyond anything I could ever attain. Right. But it it changes the equation itself, and then you have to go back to work on the 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 next part of the equation. And while I'm like, well, I'm, you know, because you know all the you know internet gangsters are like, yeah, why why doesn't anybody use this? Bitcoin is a serious. Why don't they take it like a serious currency? It's like because it's a it's a an internet thing. It's not backed by a country that has gold stocks or an industry or a military to protect its interests. It's just a it's a complete well, we don't have fabrication. Gold stock anymore, lefty. Well, we do have gold commodities, and that's a huge bubble that's probably about to burst. But um, <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Like I I couldn't understand it, but just looking at how they were mined and how that whole thing worked, I was like, huh. That's really cool, and apparently they think it's like, and nobody knows who created it. Nobody knows who created bitcoins. They think it's some, I believe, a Japanese mathematician, some mathematician from Asia. It's interesting that, so the bitcoin itself has no value, right? It only has value because somebody else says it has value. The thing is, there's a parallel between that and like U.S. currency. Like you know, mm -hmm. my dollar isn't backed by anything other than the fact that you believe it will still be worth tomorrow what it is today. And the same thing exists with bitcoins. I was going to do it as a Tech Tuesday topic. I probably will at some point. But interesting stuff. It... Um, the United States currency, for people who don't know, used to be on what we call the gold standard. Mm -hmm. And that meant the money in your pocket represented an amount of gold that's currently uh, stored at Fort Knox. And I wanted to f be factual here. I forget what year we decided to stop backing that. But originally it was actually factually bound in an amount of money. And now it's bound in just the belief that it's worth money. I think Nixon did it. 
Yeah, Nixon did, it, Nixon did it. So be between seventy-two mm-hmm. and seventy-six. But now the word is when he did it, he signed it. Oh, hey, dude. not bad, huh? Not bad. There you go. That's good. Um, it's funny that uh, though my father and my grandfather both corroborated that if you ever tried to take, if you had a lump of money and you went to Fort Knox or the U.S. government in any way and said, I would like to have my gold from your supply now, they would not only not give it to you, but then arrest you for treason. Like They're like, well, that's something you would never do, but we all <laughs> believed that. And then eventually they're just like, well, look, if it's going to be a belief system anyway, let's just be a belief system. But they would turn you away, and they'd be like, well, there are plenty, it's, a, it's a standard price. You can't charge more or less for gold. It's always the exact price everywhere. So just go buy it from a retailer, hmm. you know. And uh, so I, I mean, it was always that way. You'd never actually go to Fort Knox and you know. <laughs> you just get it somewhere else. Hello. <laughs> That's Who a horrible ringtone. Yes, it, I'll have the entire pizza. I, I, Hello. I made it something loud and annoying because my girlfriend kept saying I ignored her text. Yes, I do still want the blowy. <laughs> oh shit is that still going on she wants me to go pick her up because her car's in the shop Oh, and like pick her up right how how far <laughs> how far away 45 is she minutes away. that's why I said I gotta go soon 25 minutes away you said 45 oh. that's a good job did you guys meet on the internet yeah so which internet site did you meet on plenty of fish plenty of fish POF you got a, a preference between the sites? Um, I've got I've had more luck on Plenty of Fish than any other site. Like I've I've actually had no luck with any other site. Like I went on Match, I went on Harmony, I paid a lot of money on you know dating and stuff like that. And the only one to ever work was Plenty of Fish because it had the most active traffic. Is that but, one free? Or it's free. It's one hundred percent free. So I used and to. We w- I would go on road trips with my cousin and my friend, and whenever we go to a new area, they would net. they would get on plenty of fish and make it that area. And oh, I'd look nice. at the back seat. I'm like, "What are you doing back there? Are you fishing?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They used that site everywhere we went. I uh, I have a story for you. I had a friend that- of mine who uh, used Match.com or no, it was eHarmony, and he did all the tests. He paid the fee. And then uh, the ultimate result, this guy was so awkward and so weird, and he's in jail now for <laughs> something that I can't tell you about, but it's oh, real no, fucked up. Oh, no, we want to know. He was – I'll tell you the full story, actually. I won't tell you his name, so it's anonymous. Okay. But uh, he, he, well, he did the uh, eHarmony bio, and the result he got was no one. <laughs> Literally, the answer they gave him was, there's no one in your area for you. Sorry. I can't believe that could actually happen. I don't think that's going to happen. They would still give you gen- – because, like, the people they match me up with are people that would no way in yeah. hell be interested in me. Well, this guy um, found out about LimeWire. Do you guys remember that for sure. file sharing? Uh-huh. He found LimeWire and was looking for adult material and apparently found the wrong kind of adult material. Uh-huh. You have to say it. Yeah, there are children download- involved, right? Then- yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he downloaded a bunch of it. And uh, was sharing it, and some of the files he downloaded were seeded by the Fed. So when they found him downloading it from them and then redistributing it, they got him on 500 counts. And the 10 they tried him for, 
were they just chose 10 to try them for rather than all 500 because they felt that might stick better. And the 10 they tried them on were the worst-case scenarios, the ones that were, like, violent and awful and fucked up. And I couldn't believe that this actually happened. This but is now a crazy I can, question. Now I can did kind he, of see Did he where sell he off-road parts for a living by chance? Did he, did he what? Did he sell off-road parts for no, a living? No, no, he actually cut up chicken pieces. Oh, I know oh, of a guy with the same story. Really? Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Yeah, he, um, in the off-roading world, say, I don't know, eight years ago, he was a big deal. And then all of a sudden, he had like 500 counts of child pornography downloading against him and stuff like that. It was, yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, again, I want to go back to something Lefty said earlier. I'm a fairly liberal person, and so I can defend most things. And the only defense there is is that some people don't win the genetic lottery. They lose the genetic lottery. I, when it comes to sex, I want to have sex with my fiancé in relatively normal ways. That's all I really want, okay? <clears throat> I got really lucky. Some people imprint on all kinds of fucked up shit, and some people imprint on that. But the problem is that they were expressing that. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's harmful to express that. Like, I, I don't give a shit what you like. I don't give a shit what you, you know, feel. That's okay. That's fine. But it's when you harm other people. That's was, my line, you know? I was I reading something similar today. Already. I can't it, really get behind this. <laughs> I, there's, so... I've accidentally seen child porn. The, the, I've accidentally seen it, too. I, so I've seen it, too, shit. yeah. The, um... Accidentally seen it too. I should throw that in. Well, there were Twitter yeah. accounts that everybody's like, it was on. Remember, remember that everybody was up in arms about all of a sudden these Twitter accounts popped up from South America or something that it was yeah. like, ugh. Oh, nice. I've oh. seen it. I mean, there's a website that some people browse. I'm not going to mention the name of it. Yeah, let's maybe pretend, at 4chan. Let's pretend it's Nine Gag, okay? And, uh, <laughs> and occasionally things show up there. You know? Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, that's you exactly. don't want to see it. It's right. just there. That's you not know? why I'm there. But yeah. it shows well, up. Since there. I'm here, let's look. Uh, that's no, 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 <laughs> no, just, no, no. Since I'm here, close the browser, wipe your hard drive. You know. Yeah, oh. that, that's my fear that like because I've been to, we'll say nine gag, that uh, you know that, that there'll be like something on my cache or something that from whatever, and and that's that's the fear. And then there's yeah. the onion. It's called Tor. Is it the Onion Router? Have you guys ever heard of this? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, yes. I only, so I know the Onion Router, and I know it because I was using it for a while to make my IP address much harder to track, so I'd be much harder to DDoS. That's how I got into it. I don't know how to use it, but there's like a whole alternate internet. Like, you know how your favorite website's probably on with .com? Yeah. I think they, <clears throat> I think they end up with .tor. I'm not even sure about it. It might be .something else. And there's all sorts of ridiculous sites that you can only visit through... The Onion Router, which is like a browser in a, a system designed to mask your IP. And uh, it has me curious. Like, I don't know what's out there. I don't know how untrackable it is. It's supposed to be untrackable. Well, good news, Woody. The fact that you owned one and hooked it up to the Internet, I guarantee the NSA is quite aware. Yeah, that, that's, that's on my mind, too. Yeah. It, uh. So it, it's software, and it's actually Mozilla, but rather than just, like, connecting straight to the Internet through your ISP – it routes through random servers and puts you like several links deep and makes you very difficult to track and encrypts it and all that funny stuff. So uh, it's supposed to be safe. And I've never been to these sites, but I know that they exist. And I'm kind of curious, like aside from child porn, what else is out there? Yeah. And and when you were talking earlier 
about this, you know, like, hey, I feel blessed because the things that I'm into are all sort of legal and society approved. Somebody was saying, I was reading it, and they're like, pedophiles aren't bad. You know, it's child molesters that are bad. People who have urges, I don't really hold them responsible for what they're thinking. I only hold them responsible for what they're doing. And it was like, ah, oh, I never really thought about that. Perhaps we need to distinguish people between that. You know, what if a pedophile gets his rocks off to cartoon child porn? Do we have a full-on victimless crime here? I don't know. That is a victimless crime. I, I, I can't speak one way or the other, but I can tell you that it sucks <laughs> that he lives that way. It sucks that he's afflicted with that. It sucks that he'll never be able well, to... Are you looking at it this way? Let me, can, let, me, let me spin it on you, Boogie. He might be a pedophile but he's taking other venues out than actually chasing children. And I'm okay. I'm glad that he's doing that. I'm really glad that he's doing I that. Mean, and I think it's important that fucking all that stuff exists for that reason, you know? I think cartoon pedophilia is a victimless crime, and I don't think it should be considered... It's disfavorable. I guess I'm, somebody, I don't, I'm not going to yeah, like it. So it's I'm not curious. for me. I mean, like, but look at it this way. The Django Unchained was a racist movie. It's still very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Wings now, just- we... Does, we got some dark shit second. now, huh? Wings, does cartoon child porn get the painkiller already stamp of approval? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can get that stamp by myself. That's a that's a that's a that's a four way stamp. I say no. I say no. <laughs> Kyle says no. no. It's two wings up. No. Dude, if I get a vote, I'm, I'm just saying like there's worse things out there than to put a, a guy watching cartoon. I have porn to say no because of this community. Because if I say yes, people are just gonna go crazy. I mean, look well, here. Like, do you think a guy who watches cartoon porn deserves to be in jail? No, Car- uh, in fact, porn? No. cartoon porn, no. No, for cartoon porn, like even if it's a six-year-old getting banged by an obstacle testicle, yeah, that's like an octopus testicle. Up. Done, <laughs> done, done. How oh. can I have a comment on that? What could I possibly say? I mean, yeah, the octopus testicle. You've seen it. You've seen it. <laughs> I mean, you've seen those Japanese te- tentacle porn. Yeah, I swear, crap. like I don't. I think I have seen it. I think tentacle I have seen four. Something about yeah, tentacle porn. It's weird. Interesting, interesting the, fact. The Japanese the and their octopus. Their what it is? They were not in the. I think in eighteen hundreds. They it became illegal to draw any male phallus. You couldn't draw dicks. So when they wanted to draw a sexual scene, they began to draw tentacles because they're obviously very sea oriented. They see a lot of octopuses, and it progressed from there. Hmm. And who else gets pissed off when you're like watching a porn and you think it's like two hot Asian chicks, and then everything's blurred? You're like, God damn it! I know, right? It's, you're going to the wrong sites. It's though. criminal. I'll tell you that right now. It's criminal. It's, yeah. Because it's from Japan and they can't show that stuff on. Yeah. Is that, is yeah. It, they can't show that period, or is that they like they can't show the penis? They can't show like penetration at all. They can't show the prick. I think. Because they like, actually allow that stuff on TVs too. Like they actually allow you to see people fucking. Japan's on TV. scary place. <laughs> Japan's been... a scary place. What have you what? been there? What's the porn like over there in Japan? Um, I'm trying to think. I didn't. I don't know if I even saw porn when I was there. I... There's lots of octopuses. There's uh, there's, Catholic, there's lots of Catholic schoolgirls. Lots of pigtails, mm-hmm. and lots oh, of uncomfortable giggly moaning. I will moaning. say this: it seemed like culturally, like girls were good, women were bad, and you know they would almost strive to look under eighteen for as long as possible, like twenty six year olds in schoolgirl outfits, and and that that was an observation that I had. Hmm. Oh, um, that sounds terrible. My friend. <laughs> 
I started working for a company here in Arkansas. I won't say the name of it. And I won't say the name of my friend, but do um, it, do they, it. Were, they were doing sales outside of the nation, Hustler. and they were working with sales with Japan. Uh, he also did a stint in Germany. He has a very interesting story. But while he was in Japan, uh, he's married. He went over there, and uh, he had a meeting with these Japanese businessmen, and they talked over some of the numbers, and uh, they were like, oh, very good. We come to a sort of agreement. Tomorrow we sign papers. Tonight, let's have some fun, you know. Okay, sure, let's go do that. So what do you guys do for fun? Well, we go to this, um, what do they call it, um, uh, where they all m- come come on the same girl's face. What's that called? Bukaki. Bukaki. Right. So what they want to take this guy to do, oh, you're American, you've never Cal been to a Bukaki before. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. They, uh, they take him to this uh, place where there's like a stage. <laughs> I did that. I did that, I swear. <laughs> I'm sorry, carry on. <laughs> they take uh, they take him to this place where there's a stage and then there's like, you know, all of these uh, chairs around the stage and uh, so this young girl comes out and she masturbates for a while and she inserts some stuff in her stuff and she does all kinds of fucked up shit. Sure, and sure. And then they all stand around her and masturbate on her. And uh, so, of course, my friend doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to fucking be there. It's like one of the most humiliating experiences of his life. And uh, so the guys are starting to get really tepid about it. And he doesn't want to do it because he promised his wife when he, like, I, she's like, you know, they're a little sexually weird over there. Don't get involved. And he's like, I promise, honey. So he's like still sitting there just watching, I guess, and uh, probably fiddling with his phone. And, yeah, man, uh, nobody wants a watcher at that, that sort of an event. The excuse, you're either in or you're out, bro. The, the excuse that he used was that he had the he had a sickness from America and that he was afraid that the girl would catch the flu if he were to do that to her, and that was just the right answer because they were all like, oh, yeah, you don't want to give this bitch a flu. I just came and arrived. You don't want to get her sick. I mean, you know, I've humiliated her beyond all possible comprehension, but... Ah, some girls like that. Sucks to be on to have like a fever for a couple of days. That'd be awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She sniffles. That's just awful. She has actual semen in her nostril right now. But if it were snot, that's terrible. You know who knows all about fevers and semen in nostrils from Bukaki All Night Bukaki Fest? Kyle. Rocco. Fuck. I was just gonna be a dick. And what were you gonna uh, say? Rock on one M one. Oh, that's. I had no rock on one and one. He on has YouTube one video where that's what it is. They put the heart rate monitor on him, and then he is the centerpiece to a bakaki, and and then the, his heart rate reaches oh, 165 God. beats per minute. It's it's a great it's not video. Not on YouTube though. It's not on YouTube. Not on YouTube. Yeah, that that's one's on his on Red Tube, tube channel. It's the <laughs> same uh, same username. Bro. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, subscribe to Rock on One M One, and uh, it'll be the best best decision you've ever made. Yep. Yeah, he actually, I've seen him go Super Saiyan with that heart monitor connected to him. It's doing over 9,000 beats a minute. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Over 9,000? Over 9,000! <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. That sounded very much like it. You ever see the, the video that went viral a few years back about the guy going Super Saiyan? Like, he actually believed he could be Super Saiyan, and then he, like, took his shirt off, and he's like, or whatever. I always wanted to do a parody of that video. If enough people ask me after seeing this, I will do that. I'll pretend that I think I can go Super Saiyan as Francis, shirtless, and shake my fat trying to go Super Saiyan. All right, so here it is. We are over four hours into PKA. I don't know how many people are still watching, but if you are, let us know that uh, 
that you want Boogie to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if somebody made it past the Bukake section, I'm actually going to be floored. They'll fast forward to get to the to the after two hours part. Like, after the two hours part, they will want to be here for this. Yes. This I'm wondering if I can push Francis up. I'm hoping that Rock oh, on no 1M1 didn't make it this far to hear Lefty's <laughs> joke. <laughs> I, can, I bet I can get your feet off the ground. Uh, not a chance, man. If you can pick up 517 pounds, I will fucking eat your butt. I have some strong legs, dude. He said he's not into that. I kind of am, actually. I can't pick 500 pounds of dead weight up. But see, I wouldn't be picking 500 pounds up. I'd be no, picking a, a portion of your body up. But you'd can be you get picking, the hug you need? Like, you'd be picking what, what, what be a screaming, you? yelling dude. Like, I, would, I actually enough. had to grab you like by the back of the thighs and like put my shoulder in and like use my legs and like just pick up. Oh, I bet God. you I can get you off the ground. <laughs> I've never, that sounds I've never like been a video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, help, me, help me understand this. So you're going to go up to him belly to belly and uh, bend your knees and reach him down and grab him by the back of each thigh. And yeah, then put, ex- my, put my and, head and, and, and leg press and just like and like pick up and like with my, Wait, with my lower body and my lower back and just so you're just gonna leg press him. You're gonna put your head where? Near his waist. I see where you're going with this, but Let it's me, not sexual in any way. No, I really Wings. wasn't headed there. I'm just trying to imagine the whole thing. So, you, so you're kind of bending over and lifting with your back almost. Back. Well, I'm usually gonna be using my back, thighs, and legs. Wings, I just want to let you know this isn't happening unless you buy me dinner first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious. Like, I'm not. I know I can't pick 500 pounds up, but see, picking a 500 pound man up is not picking 500 pounds up unless you're like doing a full body press. Yeah. Like, I'd be picking a portion of your weight. It'd be like 250, 300. Wait, wait, wait. Are you gonna lift him completely off the ground? I'm gonna get his feet off the ground. Well, how is that not lifting up all 500 pounds? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. Because he's gonna carry some of it himself. No, I'm not. No, no. Wings, that's not how physics works, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> if his feet are off the ground, you're carrying... You're carrying I don't know. I, I'd like to try. I'm just saying. I'm going to put it out there. The man who once disproved God through science doesn't know that he's lifting up the entire weight of... Yeah, if I, won't if, be, if I won't be able to hold it up. I'm just talking about just get his feet from leaving Earth for like milliseconds. Okay, but you still have to exert enough force to lift that weight. Well, or or to lift that press. mass. Let me say this. I've done the leg press thing, and I've done over 500 pounds of my legs. But that's just okay. with my legs. If I had to get... And I don't have to carry my own weight. If I had to take Boogie's feet off the ground, this would be my strategy. I would back up like 20 feet and start running as fast as I could. I would try to knock him over in such a way that at one point, his feet were off the ground. <laughs> Some sort of double leg Power Ranger kick? Not even, like a cannonball, right? right to the <laughs> that would be my move. Woody, if you want to knock me off my feet, all you need to do is buy me flowers and then blow me. Oh, oh like I could pick Chris the up. The flowers wouldn't do it. No, not the flowers. God damn it. I don't know if you guys seen that guy I was here at beginning painkiller. I can pick <laughs> him up on my shoulders, and he's like three thirty or three forty somewhere. That's pretty park. impressive. You're a strong, motherfucker. I can't pick my own fat ass up, so you're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I've always wondered what my peak is on like an actual person. I think Boogie's faster than Boogie thinks. Not faster, stronger than he thinks he is. I, I don't know. Did you guys? I did too. a. I did a. It, you guys should look this up. I did a video for. Uh, a local group called uh, Zombie Go Boom TV, and they had this uh, analog skull uh, filled with, like, you know, jello or whatever, and I had to beat it to death with an Xbox, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get through that thing to save my life. And I, so then I used uh, an axe, 
an actual sharp axe to try to beat through it. And I learned something that day. I am not ready for the zombie apocalypse to save my <laughs> life. There's a guy. Uh, I got a question. Wings has mentioned this, and then today you agreed. It's like it, like there's this secret that big guys know that we don't. Why do you get blisters on your feet when you walk? Do your shoes not fit properly? Are they rubbing? I... What it is is just the weight, the downforce. Yeah, that's exactly it, it. More friction. Is it the bottom of your feet or the sides? It's the bottom. It's the bottom of your feet. I have, and I don't know if you guys can even see this. I want to show I get you. Them, I get them right in this ballpark right here. Oh, I want to show you one. something I've never really? shown on my YouTube channel. If you want to see it, look at this. Oh dear. This is what my legs look like. Uh-oh. Let's see if I can get this working. Here. Can you see? I can see it, but it's such a close-up. Is that a calf muscle I'm looking at? Nope. That is lymphedema. This is the situation. I'm trying to make sure that I can see what's going on here. Yeah, okay. Uh, right, it looks so... like a back of a knee. Oh, oh that's, that's right no, above that's your ankle. ankle. Right there. Oh, yeah. That's my ankle. That's the lymphedema holding all that excess fluid and all that bullshit. These you are my feet. can't get like – I know my buddy Brooke, he had like something where his legs would bl- puff up like that. Yeah. And they and his liver weren't working right. Yeah. And drugs to like make his liver work more efficiently and all that fluid came off of him. We've done all the tests and what they claim I have is lymphedema. So they check my thyroid. They check my – watch this. You're gonna. This is the freakiest shit. Look at this. Watch, watch what happens when I do this. Uh, so painful to do. This is why I can't wear socks. This is why I can't wear proper shoes. I wear like fucking um, slippers. Did, did all I the miss time. it yet? It looks like a you normal. Know, here reaction. you go. You ready? You ready? Yeah. You ready? Look at that. It's like Play-Doh. It's like it stays Play-Doh. too long. Yeah, it wow. stays for a minute, minute and a half at a time. We're in that ballpark. Yep. Please don't. Please don't ever get to having lymphedema. Um, look at that. I mean, just my feet are huge. Um, and I have all that. Uh, I have three conditions that lead to it. One is called lymphedema. This is what my doctor tells me. He could be wrong, but one is called lymphedema. The Quick other is called venous Wings stasis. Wings has got some pretty sexy legs there. Oh that yeah, Wings as a dude night. From the knee like, down, Wings could be on a calendar. Yeah, you're looking pretty good, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like November, maybe October. So Wings, I got some a last minute motivation for you here. Before we wrap all this up, going up, okay. my thighs solid muscle too. Okay, you can stop. Yeah, you can stop. Here's the solid muscle. Here's some. Here's some. Last last you, know, you, you think that you think it'd be like knife and pudgy like my belly, but no, my thigh is like a rock. Here's a, here's a little bit of last minute motivation for you and anybody watching right now. Okay, you're you you may not like your body right now. You may not like the body you're like in. My belly. Okay, well good. Guess my what? Arms are pretty good. Look at it. You, at least you're not in my body. And I want you to do everything you can to at least not wind up like me. Let me, if nothing else, serve as the bad example. This is what you don't want to do to yourself. Don't do this. Just prevent being well, me. Well, don't do that. Don't be a successful person. Well, no, I mean the the, <laughs> the you know, I mean the fat. Yeah, I'm lo- you looking at this like this, Francis. I look. Some people see you as a fat ass. I see you for a person that overcomes adversity and became successful. Well, thank you. While so living much. in his own body. And I love you for it, Wings. I really do, buddy. If I give you a hug right now, I would. In fact, I'm going to try. Here you go. Oh, Gay. All right. <laughs> Get that out of the way. You know, you might be the gayest person in the call. Who? Because you're so abrasive towards it. Oh. You oh, oh, yeah. People yeah. you know. Come on. You know I'm that was just for, for fun. You know that was just for funds. 
I know it is, uh, Lefty, but you see, you get so defensive again. Because you're calling me a homophobe! <laughs> I lefty. kissed a dude. Alright, wait, wait, story time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might get your attention. When I was in uh, high school, I was in a program called Upper Bound, and it was my first time ever spending a lot of time around a couple of uh, kids that were openly gay. And uh, one of my friends, let's call him Mike, uh, he was openly gay, and he was kind of into me, and... Uh, I was dating a girl in Upper Bound, and I tried to convince him that I knew that I was straight, that I was not gay, and he really, really wanted me to be gay. And uh, so one day he's like, how do you know you're gay? How do you know you're straight if you've never made uh, any uh, fun with a guy? And I'm like, because how do you know you're gay if you've never had sex with a girl? He's like, well, that's true. I'm like, eventually, after six weeks of him just harping on me, he's like, let's just kiss me one time and I'll leave you alone. And I'm like... I just grabbed the once. kiss. Yeah, why not? So I give, uh, I lean in. Did you want Mike having to have a full beard? We went, we went lip to lip. Neither of us, we were like 16, we're 15, you know. So there's no and, tongue uh, involved. We yes. went lip to lip, and then he pulled a little bit of tongue, and I realized that where I pulled tongue on my girlfriend earlier that day, which felt wonderful, this felt really not pleasing to me. And uh, I was like, okay, Mike, that's it. That's all I'm going to be able to do with you. I'm not interested in doing any more. This is definitely not my thing. Come on, come on, Francis. Francis. I'll tell you what is fascinating to me is that is the day that I understood homosexuality more than I'd ever understood. When you say it's a choice, it's not a choice. I couldn't have had sex with Mike. There's a 0% chance I could have had sex with Mike. I could not have done it to save my fucking life. You couldn't. You, you get, sure you didn't be like, hey, just give me a blowjob. Well, so decide after that. No, I 100% <laughs> could tell you I could not have done that. And I can absolutely guarantee you that Mike could not bang the girl I was banging in Upper Mount. Could not happen. Would not happen. Because he felt exactly the same way. And on that day, I understood that it's not a choice. It's a gut feeling, a gut reaction. That's the way you're built, and that's there's nothing more you can do about it. And that's why I'll fuck around, like in my friends or whatever. I'll make jokes about uh, race sometimes. I'll make jokes about sexism sometimes. But they're only jokes. I, I will not. I have a PKA make... co-host who does that. Yeah, I will never make, and that's personal. <laughs> I would never broadcast that shit just personally, just so you know. But um, I will never make a joke about homosexuals. You're never gonna broadcast this on a podcast that has like. 400,000 concurrent viewers. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm saying I haven't I've not used any phrases that I might use uh, around my fiance one day just to get a shocked look out of her. It's like, "Oh, what is wrong with you?" You know, uh, uh you know, Why I mean, do you I was, call them beer bottle nigga knives. Oh my god. Oh my god, you can't use that word oh, around me, please. It took me a long time to process that. I had never heard of that one before. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's from Clerks too. That's yeah, Clerks and too, yeah. and Wings's grandmother always said to be nice to the Jewish kid, or he'd put the Sheeny curse on him. Yep. <laughs> oh, I grew up in um, Southwest Virginia, which now is not so bad. But back when I was a kid, it was the most racist place I'd ever been in my life. And there was a family that was moving into a small town up there, uh, the first African American family to ever live in that city, in that town, I should say, not city. And uh, they they were prepared to move into a house on Monday, and it burnt down Sunday night. And uh, it was one of the most fast. Like I, I, grew I can tell you the, racist, the most racist thing I've ever seen. Anybody want? What? What's that? I delivered pizza for a while. Yeah. And we went to his church. Is uh, I'm only going to say the church's name out because they're kind of powerful around here. 
But um, I went to a church to deliver pizza. It was a big order, so I had to be there a while. I, I ended up getting most of, the, most of the church orders because I drove a truck, and I had the means to transport a lot of pizza. So I went out there. I was delivering pizza, and lo and behold, pulls up this old GMC truck, real old, beat out. He had the back window beat out of it, so he had, like, plastic tape over the back window with duct tape around it, real raggedy and rusty. But they got out. They had their best clothes on. They, poss- they probably owned, you know, church clothes. And this church turned them away because they were a black family. Wow. It, I'll tell you... This was I, a really nice church. Like, this church probably cost like $15 million to build. When when I'm with my friends and family, sometimes I make off-color jokes because I find off-color humor <clears throat> to be amusing. I never broadcast that because I know those kinds of jokes can be harmful, so I choose not to personally broadcast those, and I don't care what you guys broadcast. Uh, you can say whatever the hell you want, and I'll defend your right to say it. But that said... I choose not to because I do never I never want to inadvertently cause harm in someone's life if I can help it. Uh, but around my friends and family, I make those kinds of jokes, and here's why: because the concept of racism is fucking absurd to me. I can I understand if you don't like the culture. I understand if you don't like like rap culture. I understand if you don't like uh, urban culture. I get that. I don't like redneck culture for the most part. I don't like. Uh, uh, the the the, the Jersey like Shore, either. <laughs> you know. I mean, I don't. There's a lot of cultural things I don't like, but I don't care what color the person is that has that culture. I agree I with care. you 100. It's ludicrous. It's, it, and so when people make fun of of, I'll make jokes about race because I can't comprehend racism. It's illogical to me. It's absurd. Like that's another fucking person, dude. Like okay, you don't. There's things you don't like about them. I get it. Okay, but the color of his skin, what the fuck? You know, you don't like his culture, you don't like his, his demeanor, you don't like the, the, his, 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 his feelings and his thoughts, his theories. All that's logical. That's fine. I can relate. But you don't like the color of his skin. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It's just completely fucking insane. And li- not liking someone's sexuality is also fucking insane to me. I, I can't... Here's what I never understood about racism. Racism... Usually has you know like Christianity based behind it. Yeah. Was it Jew? Was it Jesus an Arab man? Oh no. What? Jesus was was born in Israel, which would make him a Middle Eastern man. That would make him not white. So if if God was made us in His likeness, and His Son was sent to Earth as an Arab man. And most people from the from the basket of where the earth was created was Arab looking people. Why are white people saying But that? Wings, at the end of the day you're trying to find logic in an illogical premise. I mean it's so, just stupid. I mean, racism is just it's kind of there. a specialty. Some people are brung up bad. Some people <laughs> Yes, that's he's very good at that. <laughs> and one other thing one other thing. Uh, one of my friends is uh, a, a very diehard feminist, and I respect her for it, even though we very rarely ever agree. And I guess because of some of the things I've said or done, we're no longer friends. But that uh, that said, I always keep her in the back of my mind when I say and do things. And here's my personal opinion, and when it comes to sexism, I'll make the occasional joke. And I think there are things about the sexes that define the things that we do. And culturally, we, there's a certain amount of uh, shit and grain. I say so your, your fiancé didn't have an Xbox in the kitchen? If you're watching this right now and you are a female gamer, you are not a girl gamer. You are a gamer. And if you are a guy and you think girl gamers are special or somehow different, 
you're fucking wrong. And if some girl or some guy just likes to play Animal Crossing and just likes to play Facebook games, that doesn't make him any more or any less of a gamer than anybody else in here who's had a 200 kill streak in fucking Call of Duty, okay? She's just as much a gamer as you. And when there's hatred in the gaming community between somebody's sexuality or hatred because of the color of their skin or because of the type of gen- genitalia they have, you're being an asshole. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop this bus right now, Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? You're trying to tell me. It just happened. <laughs> I had a good joke. Get out of that tunnel, I'm Harriet. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying those there are differences, but they're inconsequential differences. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, what the hell are you, yeah, why are you bringing trying to say people with KD under two are people. Come on now. They're just... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm a preachy motherfucker. Did we talk about that before you got me on the show? <laughs> you did good. Let me say you know who else is a preachy motherfucker? A oh. Rock on 1M1. Yes. Nothing <laughs> 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 between. That's Rock on 1M1. between Boogie and Joe Lozon have the, uh, have the cake for the best PKA guests. You know, when Rock on one man, one, 1M1 preaches, he preaches into a brand new Yeti microphone with a pop filter. <laughs> pop filter. <laughs> I mean, which is a lot better than my pop filter because my pop filter has little holes in it. Let me see it. You've got a yeah, double pop filter, huh? Uh, I can't really take it off and bring the camera I over think to I it. I see it. I see. I can even make out the holes. I hate my oh. talk almost as much as I hate anything in the world. Like one side has the holes in it. I don't know where it came from either. Oh please, Kyle! You had you had freaking gun talk and you had oh god, what was that? What's that shitty show? Game of Thrones talk. Oh. <laughs> you can, you can, yeah, we you can do a little mic know, talk. Puts half the podcast into other rooms. No, you see, I actually stayed. We didn't talk about any MMA this time. You know what? You know what that's MMA, we, the truck talk was to a minimum. Hmm. Was that? I'm over here like injured from MMA. I didn't tell that boring story. Who was wants to hear it now? You don't get to hear it now. I know his injury, and it's one that would never happen to Wings or I. <laughs> You guys are so manly. I feel like a little girl when I'm together. You guys are all like, you know what's really fun to do is play Call of Duty in the back of my trucks while ninjutsu fighting. I don't know what the fuck you guys do. Like, what the you know, fuck, you know the bad thing about You know the bad thing, Boogie? I bet you can grab an action figure where well, you're right, sitting at. Yeah, right now. Look at this shit. Bring an action got, figure. Here we go. I, got I can grab a combat knife. <laughs> I can grab about six microphones. Look at this! I got garbage <laughs> tokens. One, All right. two. Hey Kyle, you got any other microphones with you? Three. No, no my, Kyle hates one microphones. Single microphone. The I one re- that lets us hear him fingering burritos. Well, hey, it's, hey, it's hey, because hey, of wings. Hey, wings. Wings. I want to test your fatness quota. I, I I can reach and grab a condiment right now. Can you? I got a one steak sauce right here on my shelf. How about you, buddy? Five. Yeah. I, I, like cleaned, I cleaned my like... office up earlier when I woke up. I, I would have a Frank's Red Hot around here. Uh, you disappoint me, brother. Revoking <laughs> your fat card. <laughs> Wings, you are no longer fat. Nope. All this hard work of trying to not be fat, now just get it just, it just dropped on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do not play Call of Duty. I play Battlefield. Yeah, hell yeah. I love Battlefield. I like Call of Duty, too. Don't get me wrong, but... Uh, I, don't I, know, I hated Battlefield when they get, they started allowing them to rent servers. Yeah, that's for I sure. Like... 
I don't I don't really like the um I don't really like the whole upsell Seven. thing. I remember back when I was fucking microphones. <laughs> I remember back when you bought the game and you got the whole fucking game on the cartridge. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's all I don't know Eight, all this DLC nine. bullshit. Like Dragon Age Two is a game that that kind of pissed me off. Like you got for like DLC, you got like Sebastian, which was another character. Yeah. But like if you didn't buy the game new, you had to pay seven dollars for the DLC character, and it's like, come on, mugs. This guy was in the game when you made it. Mm-hmm. You just took a character out. And charging seven dollars for him. I gotta tell you, I like what Gearbox did with. Now I don't like what they did with like Aliens vs Predator, but I really like what they did with Borderlands too. They made the game, they completed the game, they did chop some of it out to like for the GameStop pre-order and shit like that, and they chopped some of the costumes out to upsell. But then their DLC was fucking phenomenal. Did you guys play that shit? I'm wondering where the uh, the Bioshock Infinite DLC is going. I do too. I know but people who bought the uh, season pass. Are like, 10? what the fuck am I supposed to get? Dude, he's still counting mics over here. He's going. Is he going to reach fifteen? Who's taking this? I think it's tops at eleven. I, I know there's one more. I just don't know where it is. There's more. These are just the ones I can reach from my chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got this one. Here's one. No, no, stop. 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 Two. I got two. I got one. <laughs> Three. Eleven. Oh, here's four. Here's oh, four. Wow. Octopus. I got six. <laughs> I got three asteroids. Jasmine. Eleven to twelve. <laughs> there's one in my DS. I think there's six. Six is what I can reach from my chair. Right. <laughs> it's just end the show. <laughs> We're counting microphones. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Good night, everybody. This has been the worst show on the internet. <laughs> I can reach 11 microphones without leaving my chair. <laughs> you enjoyed the worst show on the internet. I think this is a fantastic show. Yeah, I liked it. I liked four it. hours of worst show. Mm-hmm. There's actual authentic radio shows that don't do four hours. I, I made it all four hours. I know I told you earlier, Woody, that I might have to go or something like that. Fuck it. I stayed. You were right. This is fun as shit. But you're going to have hoping. me on again. This is fun. But our, the other uh, PKA-137 guest, who was Justin Lee. Lefty, from, you're fired. He said he could only stay 20 minutes, and, and he stayed for like five times that or something. Damn it. I'm, I'm just going to move in, Woody. You go ahead and rent me a room. <laughs> um, is that it? Is that painkiller already? I think that's it. I think that's it. Very good. 11 mics, bitches.